Welcome to the movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Shocktober series continues with Volume 2, covering everything we've watched from October 6th to October 12th. Foggy Hill rocks to the crazy little demon blowing his top. Fire in his eyes and smoke from his head. You gotta be real cool to hear the words he said. He did Welcome everyone to the movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm Adam. It's Shocktoberfest! Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> volume 2! Our Shocktober is continuing. Yes, Volume 2. We're going to cover everything we've watched from the 6th to the 12th. A full week this time. Last week we only covered the first five days this week. We do have seven days. Last week was a long fucking episode, so we'll see if we can keep a better pace this time. Because yeah. we have a lot more... I, I think we all stepped up our game. At least I did a little bit because you guys whooped my ass last week. Do you see my scoreboard? Did you, did, have you seen that yet? I thought it was no. kind of dope. I got like the I, silver. You got the gold. Yeah, I got I got a scoreboard every week. <laughs> and there's like, like a picture of like like a little donkey's ass and Kyle's beside <laughs> the donkey's ass. <laughs> yeah, it should just be me crying. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if for everyone, if you're new to uh, this series, uh, every year we do this. our sixth annual uh, Shocktober. But every year in the month of October, we get together and we watch nothing but horror or, or Halloween uh, episodes, specials, or movies. Um, we do a tally. You get one point for movies, half point for um, forty minute to an hour shows, and a quarter point for twenty to thirty minute shows. And we tally them all up. And at the end of the month, we crown the king or queen of Halloween. Uh, Adam is currently the king, um, which you know I hate saying that, but it's true. <laughs> I can't deny From 2021, it. Twenty twenty one. He has been uh... the twenty twenty one. We've kind of been alternating since this podcast yeah. started. I feel like like I win, the next year you win. Maddie's been out of the game, but this year I'm in. I'm in it. He started out saying, "I'm not going to be able to watch shit." There's a lot going on in his life, and he's having probably the best. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Either you're having the best, or we're doing bad. But I think it's you're just having uh, the best I, you've I'm, done in a I'm long time. It up. Yeah, yeah. It's so I, I, impressive I'm ne- run. I'm neglecting my marriage, neglecting <laughs> fatherhood. And That's what you got to do. This. You got to like yeah. forget about your family. They're yeah. going to hate you. Yeah. But don't worry. November is another month. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can make it up. <laughs> so we've got a couple wrinkles this year too, uh, yeah. where we uh, one every week we're going to have a movie that we've all agreed that we're going to watch. So you're going to find out what that movie is later, and then. Uh, what what was that face, Kyle? Well, I I don't think this week we decided what movie we're all going to watch. Did we we usually pick it ahead of time? Yeah, we realized. we did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you forget? Oh, what movie we're talking about this episode? No. Well, we're going to talk about what we agreed to watch from the sixth to twelfth this episode. I don't know what we agreed to watch next week. Is what I'm. We saying. haven't yes. done that yet. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll do that, and okay. then we'll watch something there. <laughs> yeah. That's where you confuse me. I'm like, did we pick that? I wasn't. You guys just did it without me. <laughs> and then the other thing is, gone. Let's pick a film that he the, hates. The other thing is that uh, we all now are picking for each other stuff that we put in a raffle in in a hat or a box. 
Uh, well, actually, Matt is not tin, a tin helmet. Yeah, his his is a World War One helmet that's got blood caked all over it. And I got a little baggy here from a, a great uh, local establishment, the Coven. Ooh, uh, okay. vegan, vegan, ve- uh, vegan grocery store. Yeah, text the meat industry, but. Uh, yeah, and what it is is we pick movies that we hope the other person, at least I, I'm picking that way. I hope you guys could be assholes and pick a movie that you think I'm going to hate or waste my time with. Um, but we're picking movies that they haven't seen. That is the one stipulation. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be a movie the other person hasn't seen. We're putting them all in a... It has to be easily accessible, too. Like, oh, you haven't seen this movie from a 1943? Well, you have to, get, yeah, you have to get them. Yeah. If, you, if it's not on a streaming yeah. service or whatever, you, and you have the yeah. Blu-ray, you have to give them the Blu-ray. The other thing is um, each week... They stay in there. So if, if you, somebody does, if you pick, pick yeah. my pick, then Maddie's pick from last week stays in there. So if Maddie's pick keeps on not happening, he's going to have a better chance of getting picked. So each I'm, I'm going to pick for uh, what you guys are making me watch this week. Tourist Trap. Yeah! Uh, I have All not right. seen Tourist Trap. Oh, you're going to love it. <laughs> or you're going to hate it. <laughs> it's a very divisive movie. And is this on yeah. something? I have the Blu ray right here. I brought oh, it wow. in. Cool. It's one of that movies that Stephen King's like scared the shit out of me. It yeah, is the director of Puppet Master, but it's his first movie where he had no, a, bit of a budget. It's, yeah, and, it's a lot better. It, yeah. it's a lot better in Puppet Master. Uh, <laughs> so wait, I, I feel Kyle like I is only, picking. Did you put yours? Okay. I think I, I put mine in. I think Tammy might dig it too. I only feel two pieces in here, but oh, did I put mine in? I might not have put yours in. Is this from last week? Like, if if you do, there's yeah, I gave it to you, right? But I should have more than two, right? You should have three. You should have the ones from last week. There's only two in here I can... Uh-oh. I put mine in there. Did, Maddie? you put yours in there? I think I handed it to you, didn't I? I don't, I don't, so, I don't remember. I don't oh, well. Yeah, hey, fuck it. Okay, well, yeah, Maddie. sorry, your, your pick this week is not involved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Am I yeah. losing it? No, I got four in here. All right. Yeah. You're I, supposed to have three in there. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I think you put <laughs> This is there. a big fail. Whatever. No, 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 no I didn't. Okay. Okay, well, whatever. I'm going to draw yeah, one. Yeah, draw. Popcorn. Hey, that's my pick, too. <laughs> All right. Cool. I've been wanting to see this movie, actually, yeah. for the longest time. It's okay. on Shudder, so, uh, yeah. All right. After that debacle, uh, Maddie still got his pick. Tourist trap. No, Cemetery of Terror from 1985. All right, man. That I was supposed to watch this for the 1985. Oh, so that's run. my pick. Yeah. So yeah. I, I wasn't sure if you watched it. That was what I was kind of worried. No, no, no. I thought I did you not. said you start it and then you're like, this is too Halloween to watch right now. Yeah, I got like five, ten minutes in. So I have it, but I think it might be streaming. It's well. on streaming on Shutter. Okay. okay, cool. Cool. I, I and actually I just found your pick, but that's okay for next week. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, did I give it to you? It was here, so maybe you put it there. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. You, it's, I'm out of it today. There is I'm a on... box that, is, that uh, you know that that is sitting beside Kyle, just for the people at home to want that want to know what there means. Uh, and it's it, a box. yeah, it's, it has like all the, like the water I've drinking from last time. It has beer from this time. Water. I I got you to grab me a coffee this time. It's just filled with. Various drinks and, and junk. Anyways, um, we got our, our yeah. stuff to watch. Yeah, come yeah, on. We should just we don't jump care right about your, your garbage, Kyle. <laughs> uh, Speaking of Kyle's garbage, what'd you watch this week, buddy? <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's see how you know what we do again is we put up our. We have no idea what anybody has watched in that week. We put up our numbers, and whoever has watched the most gets a start. So this is for October six. Put up your your hands. I, I did want to one thing. Should we should we mention what the scores were? Like what we're going into this with? Do you have that on? Hand? Sure. Yeah, it's sixteen point five for me. Fifteen point seventy five for me, and fifteen for Kyle. Okay. 
There you go. You knew it. Good. I was I, I, up there. Well, if you just looked at your, uh, your phone, I just sent you the graphics showing you in third place. <laughs> oh, nice. You fuck. <laughs> well, I was going to say, the, the, the bronze kind of looks like gold, but you do got the numbers in there just to make yeah. it clear. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, yeah, let, let's. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Someone is dropping I'm the ball. Kyle right. is so yeah, not yeah, yeah. prepared for this episode. Uh, all all right, right. There you so, go. So uh, uh, why don't you go, Maddie? You were ahead of... Uh... Yeah, yeah. I uh, watched... Um, I'm trying to do all the Insidious movies before... All uh, right. I watched the first one last week. I watched the second one this week. It is so much worse. Everything yeah. that I hated about the first movie, that's all this movie is. Like cheap jump scares... It's all in the uh, underworld. What the fuck's calling it? The other and James Wan directed this too. Yeah, didn't it? like it's kind of surprising. I feel it was a bit of a cash grab, but like, yeah, I wonder if they yeah, kind of yeah. like we need a sequel to this. And then yeah. after that, by that point, he had gained enough with Conjuring that he could start making his own decisions. Like, yeah. Insidious got him up there, but I think Conjuring was the one that cemented him as like a horror name, and I think he had more power after that point. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, that's what that's the well. Conjuring is like the, uh, the, the the happy days of horror movies. It spawned so yes. many sequels. Yeah, it's crazy. So well, I whole great, universe, really. Great right? uh, an thank, analogy. Thank you, thank you. I'm giving this one uh, five pumpkins. It was. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to go and finish the other uh, two, but uh, I, I said said uh, part two is yeah. the worst. Yeah, I I, I, I ended up watching three and four, but like okay. uh, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> a little suspense and a jump scare here and there. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll jump in. I'll, I'll just do two here because there are two um, yeah, episodes. I, I've been trying to get through all the Simpsons trios for. I'm trying to keep up on that now after the one year where I did like all whatever it was, 20-something to te- catch up. Yeah. This year I, I fell behind like a couple, so I've been trying to watch the, the last couple years. So anyways, I did season 27, Halloween of Horror from 2015. Now this is not a Trials of Horror, but I don't think I ever saw this. I think oh, I skipped this. Oh, this is the one where it's like a, the full episode. Yeah, this is the first actual Simpsons Halloween episode I that isn't part of the really Trinity House like of this. Horror. I guess they did this and the Trials of mm-hmm. Horror that year. And uh, yeah, so this is one, uh, Homer, he goes all out decorating for Halloween. Him and Bart are really into it. Uh, uh, Bart and Lisa see this, um, uh, Krusty Land's having this Halloween horror night. They get all excited and they go there. And it turns out Lisa is afraid of everything and gets traumatized. And Homer has to take down all the decorations. Mm-hmm. And Bart doesn't get to go trick-or-treating where he wants to. And Halloween's kind of ruined for them. Then there's a side story where uh, Homer, I guess a poo, also runs a Halloween shop. The spirit? Like uh, yeah, exactly. Knock off the spirit. And uh, Homer ends up uh, accidentally just being the idiot that he is. Gets the three um, the seasonal workers there fired. Uh, mind you, they were stealing or whatever. But they say, oh, we're going to get you re- revenge. And it ends, of course, with a stranger's kind of finale where they're all in the masks and breaking and entering the house. It was pretty fun. I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins yeah, nice. out of ten. Um I liked it. I I don't it's know. It's pretty if great I, for a late Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, like exactly for Simpsons at this point. If you're getting over six, and then I followed it up with uh, season. So then I skipped to thirty because this is where I left off. Season thirty, Trios of Horror. Now this is at twenty nine from twenty eighteen. Uh, this has the opening was kind of fun where uh, Cthulhu. It's actually kind of an eerie opening. It, it's like this H.P. Lovecraft kind of Dagon type town. Mm. Really cool opening. And then it, you know, the Cthulhu pops out and then it becomes more of the jokey thing. And uh, Homer challenges him to an eating contest. Uh, the And then the stories in this one were Intrusion of the Pod Y Switchers. Um, it's a parody of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, some iPhone stuff in there. Meh, not, not that great. Multiple, 
not multiplicity. Oh, that's one they did a splice. Uh, I guess a split. it's a parody of yeah, split where Lisa's got mm-hmm. personality, all the multiple personalities. Again, not so great. Yeah. And geriatric park parody of Jurassic Park. Only they have old what people. What is going on with that? In the one? retirement <laughs> home, and they turn to dinosaurs. Yeah, this episode, I give it five and a half, but it's probably more even a five yeah. pumpkins. That was it was a pretty terrible. Like the split was interesting. And uh, that I didn't was even like that. It. I think the only thing I liked was the Cthulhu yeah. thing. I thought that was all kind of well done. The way it, it opens and, and the eerie music and stuff but uh yeah uh, again this is uh where these these the show is at it it's like i'm continuing out of um loyalty or something some kind of weird loyalty that i've spent my whole childhood growing up with these but yeah if if you're just jumping in and you're like ooh, i should start off don't, yeah, don't why, why would you do well, that just watch the 10 and forget about it but anyway what'd you watch adam uh so i watched from 1988 dream demon this is this uh british production uh, that is about a woman who's just about to get married, and she's got this anxiety, and she moves into this full, uh, it's an apartment house complex, but kind of upscale mm-hmm. in London, and instantly she starts dreaming, and these dreams turn into nightmares quickly. And it's weird, like, the movie is, like, total British atmosphere, and then, like, wacky kind of gore. Like, heads exploding, like, pus coming out of people's faces, uh-huh. ears chopping off. Like, all this kind of weird stuff. And she, the the guy she's marrying, I guess, is some big war hero. She's playing it really British. Like, oh, my, what's all this then? Kind oh, of. No. Like, she's oh, she's oh. like a... Nonsense, a, nonsense. A fae, like... Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Londonite? Yeah, like, uh, very pro- prim and proper. And uh, she starts getting hounded by these uh, like paparazzi types, journalist types dudes. One's played by mm. Timothy Spall, who is always enjoyable. He's at his sleaziest best. Gets kicked in the nuts at some point. It's really great. <laughs> Does his eyes cross when he gets kicked in the nuts? <laughs> uh, it's, it, it, like again, they don't ever play it over the top. Yeah. It's very, very British. Um, then she meets an American who's kind of connected to this house, and then the house starts going crazier and crazier. I liked a lot about this, but it. It seemed to like, in terms of its subtext, be all over the fucking map about what it's trying to say. Yeah, and getting none of that really worked for me. But some of the atmosphere is cool. Some of the gore is pretty cool. I feel like it's fairly well directed. Uh, so I'm still gonna give it six point five. I think, even nice. though I think it's it's kind of flawed. I, I'd be interested in what see what you guys think of it. Uh, yeah, it's on Criterion, eh? It is on cr- Criterion. I, I, I don't like. It's a, a movie I had never really heard of before, but I guess it's kind of well known um, in the in the horror. I think Arrow com- put it in the horror community. On, uh, on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's their their version of it. It's Arrow's version that's that's, oh, okay, yeah. that's streaming. Cool. I watched uh, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Mm-hmm. And here I am confused. It sounds like a sequel to Phantom yes. of the Mall. It is not. It, there's this guy named Eric who, uh, there's a corporation who, you find this out in the movie. I don't want to spoil anything, but you know what's happening. They burned his house because he didn't want to sell it to this corporation who was making this mall. There's nothing yeah. hidden about any of this. Yeah. So I watched this the next day so I can, okay. I can jump in here. So it's uh, him... Um, the love of his life is now working in said mall, trying to piece her life back together. And there's a reporter who's kind of figured out what's going on with this mall. And he uh, takes pictures of her and he falls in love. And uh, the Phantom of the Mall. <laughs> what's the matter? Uh, nothing. I, did, I just, yeah, this movie's just so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's, it's totally so dumb. It is uh, awesome how dumb it is. Yeah, even, I had a like, blast with it. I don't know. I was Eric surprised how much really fun I had with it. really like a. I don't know, 
his mask of the phantasm is like a um mannequin that he chisels away a face mask to put over yeah. his disfigured face, which I thought was so You dope. already mentioned the best part. Yeah. What's the best? Oh, Polly Shore. Yeah, Polly Shore's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I think this might be his first film. Or? Yeah, he's not even the weasel at this no, point. No, he's not he's the just weasel. Polly Shore. Yeah. yeah, I find all of his stuff with the other girl is weird and pointless. Well, I liked how fun it was how he put like the fake ear in her Sunday and then... I think there's like four yeah. cuts or something in this yeah. movie. Like I have the arrow, yeah. big limited edition set. I think there's like four cuts of this movie on there or something. I, I love how the, you've got one. Mac's dad, who's the security guard in this. Mac from It's Always Sunny. And then uh, he just like, he's chasing after somebody. And then he just randomly hits the guy that has carrying a bunch of boxes in the face. Like this is the, the movie. But there's a bunch of that stuff. Hey, and Ken Foray's in it, back in the mall from Dawn of the Dead, which is kind of dope. Right. Yeah. So good for him, man. It's just a weird oddity. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just remember being fascinated there by it. There is one fella who is playing a piano in the mall for like a, it, I guess he's selling pianos or he's playing for tips. I don't understand what happened. But he goes Grand to the opening, maybe. He takes off his jacket. He's already bleeding. Oh, yeah. And I don't understand where he got that scar from or like the wound. And then a snake comes out, I guess, that Eric put in there for no apparent reason, unless they didn't see why this guy like slighted him in the least bit. That snake needed yeah. to bite that snake. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, I'm trying to wonder if you yeah. guys watch like an Eddie. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Again, I don't remember. The, the movie is like the the whole story doesn't yeah, matter. No, it's it it's about matter. Phantom of the Mall. Like, yeah, like all this stuff about the revenge and all, yeah. like it's terrible. <laughs> like, whenever Eric and the girl are together. I I have so little patience for anything that's being said between them or the other new love interest. Yeah. When it's stupid and fun, I like this. The problem I had was it. You don't. A lot of the movie is not that. A lot of the movie is Polly Shore trying to hit on the other girl, and then uh, the the mayor. I forget who played the mayor, but she's kind of like Ma- Morgan Fairchild. She's being like the sleazy, like oh no, this is fine. You just keep going against us. Really now her death is amazing. Yeah. Uh, that uh, no it doesn't matter. They, yeah. It's a fucking slasher mall movie. It, it like it's a good throwback to the mall stuff. Mm-hmm. I I just felt like in an hour and a half for me, it felt a little bit uh, like two and a half hours. Oh man, I think this made my top ten. Yeah, error recommendations. Yeah, I, I had so it much did. fun with this movie. Yeah. So I'm giving it a seven pumpkins. Nice. Uh, I'm giving it five. Oh man, five pumpkins. Oh, five pumpkins. That seems low. <laughs> It's from, I, I wouldn't expect yeah. you to get much more out of that. It is like, it, it's standard kind of 90s slasher film. I couldn't watch it again. Like, no, you, uh, you know, I, I might, trouble. I think beers would be a, make this movie a lot better. I need a lot of beers. Hmm. Well, yeah. That's and, and, and yeah, it, it, it's, I kind of was all in actually at first because mm-hmm. like this guy's in the mall and he's going cool. around corridors. I love all that kind of like stuff. Like the catacombs of the mall. It's kind of dope. But yeah, none of that ever builds up like the, him stalking people just seems random most of the time, and who's getting like offed is really random too. I yeah. found, um, but hey, I it's dumb. It was fun. <laughs> it's called Phantom of the Mall, like Eric's <laughs> revenge. Eric got his revenge, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a great uh, making of on that uh, Blu-ray too. Uh, I watched uh, a TV film from 1977 uh, directed by Dan Curtis called Curse of the Black Widow. I'm a big Dan Curtis yeah. fan. Uh, and uh, excited to say I had to watch this on YouTube because I don't think it has an official release unfortunately one of these TV films that's lost but uh, yeah stars Tony I don't know if I'm saying it Francioso whatever uh, Vic Morrow uh, Patty Duke Donna Mills uh, it's kind of like 
the the Tony guy is playing kind of um, like the character, like Kochak, but not quite as interesting. Mm. He's a mm. detective, uh, but the cops are like, you know, stay off this or. <laughs> You know, you don't have jurisdiction here. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, anyways, he gets involved. Uh, someone, um, the the wife of some his buddy that gets murdered, uh, hires him to look into it. And but yeah, so there, there's I guess it's been going on for years now where uh, these mysterious murders are happening, and these men are found with puncture marks in their chest, their bodily fluids sucked out of them, and spider venom uh, oh. found inside them. And he's investigating. It totally has that. Kochak, Night Sucker. Yeah. I mean, again, not at the same level as those two. Mind you, I think those two movies are fucking mm-hmm. amazing. Um, Did Dan Curtis write them too, or no? Uh, he, I think he wrote them, and I think he directed the second yeah. one, but I don't think he directed the first one. He didn't one. direct the first one? I don't think so. I'm so confused with his stuff because it's always like, did he direct it? And it's no, like, he just yeah. directed yeah. The, uh, the second one, the Strangler. Right? Yeah, which I, I really like the Strangler, Strangler mm-hmm. too. I think it's almost as good as the first one. Yeah, but. John Lewin Moxie who uh, did City of the Dead, did the first one. Yeah, yeah, I think he's he's got a decent uh, filmography, actually. But, but it's interesting, talking about Dan Curtis, I, I did this poll, like, uh, or just like a, a questionnaire on Instagram, and we got a lot of really good responses about um, things we should watch during Halloween, but most mm-hmm. of them I, I had seen. But House of, of Dark Shadows... Uh, okay. Which I believe is his first movie was a heavy, heavy recommend. So I have there's two of those. I have those. So what the the problem with that is is I don't know if you know if you heard of the show Dark Shadows. That was like the show in the 60s. It was almost yeah. like a soap opera, and there's like 600 episodes yeah. of it. So these movies are kind of like movies of the show, but I think you can watch them separately. But that's always kind of what's held me back. Like it's like, do I need to know all that stuff? Am I going to be confused? I I have both of them, and I've been meaning to watch them. But yeah, maybe I'll throw them. Because I am a Curtis fan. But yeah, anyways, I, I don't have too much to say about this. If you like, you know, those films, you'll probably get something out of this. Mm. Um, I mean, there, there's some cool stuff, I'll say, with like a giant spider. And, you know, there, there's there's a whole other s- subplot, too, with this family and how they're involved and the mystery of who is doing it. They, they kind of throw up various people it could be. Um, which I, I found to be interesting. But yeah, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. I, no, again, right not the same level, but I, I, I dug this. I, I'd love to see it. Like sometimes you watch something like this on a shitty YouTube, you know, transfer, and it's like, and then you watch the Blu ray, yeah. and it's like a completely different experience. So um, I'm ho- really hoping this gets a release because, I, I, you know, I'd love to have it for my Curtis collection. Uh, Adam. Uh, so I watched from 2019 a Wellington Paranormal episode, the uh, Invisible Friend. Uh, this is the New Zealand uh, kind of sitcom that's half like Bumbling Cops, half the X-Files. Mm-hmm. This time they're called to this house. It's having this disturbance. Things are all rattling upstairs, but no one can see anything. And it's this invisible person, they think, at first. So they handcuff them, take them back, but then they get an infrared camera and they realize it's a giant like tentacle monster that's <laughs> terrifying even though it, it seemed to be just like playing with them it's really funny episode also like uh visually really really well done the effects on this show are consistently great um and then you find out that these are the invisible friends or this monster is an invisible friend this little girl and she's kind of you know manifested them to life oh, okay. and then you uh after they bring this invisible friend back, you realize there's a lot more and they're all having tea together. Uh, <laughs> That's actually kind of strange. I wish the show would get a fucking physical mm. release because it's only on, at least in Canada. and it, On Crave, Crave, yeah. Crave, which is the one I don't have. Uh, it, it's fan. I think you both would, yeah. would yeah. really like this. It's on Crave. Yeah, I'm going to give this eight. Uh, oh, nice. It's oh, nice. One, of, one of the better episodes. Um, 
I guess in the morning, I watched a Disney's Trick or Treat from a 1957. Have you seen this? No. It's pretty much Huey, Dewey, and Louie are going trick-or-treating at Donald Duck's house, and he's kind of like, ah, fuck you. He gives them oh, tricks. Oh, maybe I anything. have seen this. So a witch comes in and kind of busts his balls a little bit, and uh, it is awesome, man. Like It's such like a, a nostalgia throwback for me, because it has like a full moon. It looks fantastic, the animation, and like even the songs are really catchy and whatnot. So I'm giving it an 8.5 pumpkins. Oh, it, wow. it is only like a uh, like a 13 minute sketch. So yeah, worth worth checking. You out. better get one more of those to get that quarter uh, point in there. <laughs> I watched uh, Chip and Dale's Nutty Tales, uh, season two, episode nine, uh, the Halloween. Uh, they are looking for a pumpkin to go to the uh, pumpkin carving contest. They get this huge motherfucking fucking pumpkin. The thing is, they can't lift it, so they have to like roll it. And as they're rolling it, they uh, end up. Crashing all the other pumpkins in there, and it's uh, weird that they call it a big giant motherfucking pumpkin too. Yeah, on, I thought it was really odd. They had like really urban inflection too, so I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> what's that guy? Uh, what's the new Chippendale? Uh, Andy uh, Samberg. Andy Samberg. And uh, yeah, he's, he's playing a. He's, that's the choice he did. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, it turns out these special pumpkins like turn their pumpkin into a disco ball. I don't know. I'm giving us seven pumpkins. <laughs> what do you want from me? There he gets his quarter point. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just watching it. <laughs> seven pumpkins. That sounds pretty good. Hey, we'll check it out. Uh, and then I finished the night off with another TV film. Or I guess I should say the day because I think we actually recorded uh, this night. But uh, Do Not Fold, Spindle, or Mutilate from 1971. This is a, a really fun, interesting little kind of... Um, it's pretty much, all, I don't want to say the original Golden Girls, but it's a bunch of wow. old women you got. To, I, I didn't recognize any of them. Maybe you would. As sexy as B. Arthur? Uh, maybe even sexier. <laughs> wow. Actually, no, sorry. Some of them you will recognize. One of them, I think, is one of them the mom from Happy Gilmore? I, I forget. Anyways, you'll recognize some of these old women. But the, yeah, it's four women in their late 60s, and they get together for lunch, and they just kind of get together and kind of like causing mischief. Oh, yeah? Like they get fucking smashed and joking nice. around. And uh, I guess you find out they've done other, other pranks. And this prank, they decide they're going to create um, um, someone in one of those. Um, what is it like one of those dating thing? I'm trying to think of what they called it. It's like a computer dating service. Uh, yeah. There's no computers involved, though. They they fill out like a form in the paper and they send it in. Anyways, they the cre- they create uh, this thing? woman yeah. just to have fun with all like the responses that would come in mm-hmm. and. And, uh, and you know, they, they do have fun. And then this they kind of get this weird guy, and he will not take no for an answer, even though they're like, oh, no, no, we're, we're, I'm actually engaged now, I'm moving away or something. But this this creepy guy, and you see him earlier in the movie. And again, this is like early 70s, and he's like trying to like rape this girl, but she gets away. Um, but this guy is just fucked up. And, th- and every time he comes on screen, he's giving this narration, and he's totally the embodiment of the entitled male that's out there now, yeah. where like, what? Like, I'm the nice guy. Why don't they like me? They're the problem, not me. Um, and he's doing this narration, and it's, like, fucking hilarious how crazy this dude is, man. Just all the shit that he says. But anyways, uh, they end up uh, going, they say, fine, okay, we got to get rid of this guy. Let's have him show up to a bar or something, and they're going to just go in and see if he comes there. Or, or something happens. I forget ex- exactly. But anyways, he goes to the bar but runs into this other hot blonde woman, thinks that's this woman he's been oh no he goes home turns out she's a prostitute he's not having any of that he murders her and you know and then that's kind of sets the the movie in motion but i yeah i don't know i had a lot this of seems fun like a with. fun movie actually so i guess the this was so popular that these four women went on to form um 
they did like a series of five films or something. They call it a series, but it's five films they did. Mm. I want to watch because the fifth one stars Vincent Price, and it's like there's a murder happening while he's making a horror film. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. I don't know if he, he... I want Vincent Price to be like the guy's like... So these are all fairly well-known uh, actresses from like... So, yeah, so Helen Hayes... Uh, and then you got Mira Loy, mm. who who was known for like the Thin Man movies back in the day. Uh, Sylvia Sidney, who's... Uh, in Beetlejuice, uh, when she's older, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's also in Hitchcock Sabotage. She's she's in Fury, I think, with uh, Spencer Tracy. Uh, and I I don't think I I remember Mildred Natwick, but she was in uh, The Trouble with Harry, the the Hitchcock okay. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they a, definitely seem a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, th- these women went on to form these this movie thing called the Snoop Sisters, and I guess there's a box set you can get like all the movies, and this is thrown in there as well, even though this is technically not part of that uh, thing, but I guess this was so popular. But I, I could see it being fun, because they're kind of like, again, not as like risque maybe as the Golden Girls, yeah. like they, some of their burns were, you know, pretty hilarious, but it's just fun seeing a bunch of old women get together ca- doing pranks and, mm-hmm. and getting smashed, like the one woman can barely even walk to the card or her, when her husband's picking her up. I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun with it. I'm going to give it um, seven pumpkins out of ten. Again, oh, nice. like, and never, the story itself, like, it never goes too far. Like, you've kind of seen this before, but I think it's fun seeing it from this, this angle. We've never seen it exactly from this angle. And the guy is so fucking crazy. Like, just listen to every time he's on screen as narration. It's, it's kind of, it's worth a watch. Uh, you guys, anything else? I think that's it for me. That's it. Okay. That was it. Uh, I guess let's move on to the seventh then. All right. All right. Kyle's Kyle up. is a... Again, these are episodes, hey, so hey, I'm not man. getting that many points. Um, although I did start off with... Um, I, I talked about last week, I watched uh, a couple, like, under-the-radar under the um, found footage films, uh, the McPherson tapes and Collingwood yep. story. I guess Cauldron Films, who released the um, Collingwood story, also released this uh, found footage film from 2016. This one's a bit newer, but I'd never heard of it. It's from. It's called 1974 La Possession de Altair. I think that's the the female's name. It's. Uh, I want to say. Is it French? No, it's not French. Um, Better not be. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where I. Sh- I should have looked this up. Um, it's where it's okay. from? Me- Me- is it Mexican? These are. Very, Very different yeah, yeah, countries. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I know the, the French. I, it's Australia. The French sorry, thing guys. is from something before. Yeah. Uh, that was why it stuck in my head. I think it is. I think it might be Mexican. Anyway, it's, anyways, it's your typical found footage film. Yeah. This woman becomes possessed, and it's kind of what you expect. I really don't have too much to say about it. I mean, yeah. there is some cool stuff, but it's again, I struggle with these found footage films where it's like. Not, not that interesting. It's not that well shot. Yeah. Like, a found footage film relies on the mythology, which this gives you nothing. And then it relies on, you know, some of those couple things, scares that you can't yeah. really see in any other movies. And this one, it's like, it's trying to be The Exorcist, but like, found shot footage. poorly and stuff. I do like, like, some, for a 2016 film, it kind of has that 70s aesthetic. They do pretty well. This one, too, has like a score and stuff, which maybe doesn't necessarily make sense, but I guess it helps heighten it a bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't have too much to say about this one. I'm going to give it five pumpkins out of ten. I just wasn't, uh, again, there's some stuff in there, but it's not, it wasn't With a hit for me. Footage, if it's bad, it's bad. Like, there's, it's a hard one to uh, half ass. It might have been too, like, again, I did the two the yeah. night before, then this. Like, maybe I did too much, and these aren't like, 
these aren't top tier. Yeah, you know, there's probably a reason why they're uh, maybe under, yeah undiscovered. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so I watched Evil Ed. Have you guys heard about this movie? Yeah, it's from the '90s. This fella, he is a uh, a tight laced video editor. He gets um, well. The movie starts off with this guy who's losing his mind, and I guess the uh, what's that called? Producer of a French arm of a movie studio who does all the gory stuff comes in, and he's losing his mind. And he takes a shotgun. He's kind of like pow. the censorship guy. Yeah, no, it's not a censorship guy. The guy who uh, who owns like the arm of uh, who runs an arm of the uh, visual effects guy. No, say hypothetically, if like Paramount has this, and like uh, there is like their a horse, subsidiary, yeah, like a horse subsidiary that makes all the money. He runs. He's like the yeah. chairman of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he comes in. He's like a really sleazy Hollywood guy who has a secretary with the big uh, bazookas and whatnot. And he comes in. He's like, the guy's losing his mind, and he just takes a shotgun, like eats a shotgun. And the guy's like, "All right, buddy." You're fired. <laughs> then it goes to this like tight laced guy who's kind of like editing all these like French art films. So it shows like a parody of like him like editing this uh, art film. He's like, "Oh yeah, this is great." And kind of like, "All right, Ed, we need you to come in and work for this uh, the guy for the uh, what's it called like Blood and Boobs is a division of this uh, shock man." Yeah, and he's like, well, "Why?" He's like, "Well, we just need you." The other guy uh, he got dismissed, <laughs> so he's in there and he's watching all these crazy movies about like. One scene, he edited out this beaver rape scene, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Ed, where's my beaver rape scene?" He's like, "I can't put this in. This is insane. Like, this is a, why I edit this out. There's too much blood, gore, and violence." Like, Ed, all my money went into this beaver rape scene. Like, <laughs> he even took out her getting her head blown off by a bazooka. He's like, "Okay." <laughs> so he is losing his mind as he's editing all these blood and gore movies, and of course, you get to watch all these blood and gore movies with him. And as he's losing his mind, all these monsters are entering his dreams and his apartment you don't know what's real and what's not and he's losing his mind constantly it's awesome man all these monsters look great there's like a demon living in his fridge like mouthing off to him which seems so stupid yeah. but it works somehow yeah Kyle do you seen this before yeah I actually have the arrow yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't love it. Oh, like, I there, thought it was awesome. There's some, there's some cool gore, but I just mm-hmm. think it goes like too well, out there. Well, I was reading about this because the ending makes zero sense. He's losing his mind. He's a hail Satan and stuff like that. He becomes evil Ed. I guess all these movies turned his brain to mush, which is clearly a, uh, they're talking about how horror movies turn your brains to mush, like the video nasties. He goes back to the movie studio, and there's just this huge gun him up. Like, where's like he's like taking down like a military uh, operation, like oh, a weird. Chuck Norris movie. Makes no sense. They put that in because they only had like sixty minutes, and they had to somehow fluff the extra like half hour out Get of it. Get it into so, feature like, length. All right, let's just put a bunch of bullets in here. It's cheaper than gore. Away you go, guys. Hmm. So I'm giving it a seven and a half. I enjoyed this movie. It seems like a fun beers movie. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, I guess I did, I did two more Simpsons Trials of Horror, so I'll be quick Ooh. with these again. I did season 31, Trials of Horror 30. This is a big 30th episode uh, from 2019. Uh, this has an opening. Uh, it's pretty much Maggie doing The Omen. That was kind of fun. Uh, they do a parody of Stranger th- Things called Danger Things. Meh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was okay. Heaven Swipes Right. This is where Homer uh, dies, but I guess he, he was... It's not his time, so they send him back, but they can't put him in his body for whatever reason, and so he has to choose another body of someone dying that day, and it's like him choosing different bodies, and then Marge is like, ah, I'm not feeling this one or whatever, and he's switching all these different bodies. Eh, lame. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one um, was when Harry met Slimy, and this is a parody of Shape uh, of Water, and only it's one of the... Um, 
I don't know if it's Kang. I think it's Kang. One of the aliens, Kang and Selma. He so he's the the creature in the yeah. the the government uh, laboratory, and then Selma's the lover, and whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Five, five. <laughs> know, what do you five, want from me? The tree has a horn. Again, like the, the, it feels weird for like the thirtieth. They should probably do something a bit cool. Yeah, but, you think it's going to be awesome? Yeah. I think they do. I I think like this, and then the last one was some other anniversary, so they did mm-hmm. like something. One of them had like all the one scene from every episode or something, and then one had like some other whole much thing. Anyways, yeah. whatever. Uh, none of these have been that great. And then the other one I watched the same season, the same season thirty one. They also did a second one. Only this is a Thanksgiving of horror. I watched that actually on the Monday. Yeah. So this one was actually better than the Trials of Horror. The first episode is fucking great. It's like Apocalyptico, but so like it's with a Gobblelipto. Yeah, a po- It's a parody of Apocalypto. It's pretty fucking close to Apocalypse. Yeah. I can't believe how violent, like I forgot how violent yeah. they're allowed to do in this. So in this one, uh, it's, uh, they're turkeys, the Simpsons are turkeys, and it's the pilgrims, uh, you know, hunting them and gathering them. Um, People are getting it, like beheaded. Oh, it's getting like, yeah, ch- heads are chopped off every second, heads blown off. Mm. There's so much blood in like, it's insane. Like yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe that. I guess if it's turkeys, it's okay. But hey, I guess. I don't know. I've noticed yeah. like these episodes, some of them yeah. like, are pretty the extremely violent. So I'm surprised they can get away with like showing mm. that at 8 p.m. Um, anyways, that one was a lot of fun. Uh, the next one was the fourth Thursday after tomorrow. This is a parody of the Black Mirror episode of White Christmas. Uh, I guess Homer buys Marge and AI um, to help for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner, and her memories are transported into that. And then there, you know, she you hears don't know that, who she is hears they're going to get rid of the get rid of after Thanksgiving. So the AI is trying to save itself. Uh, I didn't really care about that one that much. Mm-hmm. And but then the last, the last one, one was fun. It's like kind a of fun. In yeah. Space. So it's called the last the last Thanksgiving slash the first Blargsgiving. Anyways, it's a parody of like the Blob. Alien and life, I guess, is what I read. Um, I, I don't know about life, but it's definitely a parody of Alien, yeah. but with the blob. Um, only it's cranberry sauce. Yeah, it's really fun, again, mm. seeing this cranberry. Yeah, the up. children are getting, like, their bones eaten out of yeah. them. That's kind of cool. I, I, this one, like, I'm going to give yeah. six and a half pumpkins. Like, yeah. I think the middle story, again, was not great, which is always a problem with mm. these. But I, I thought, yeah, like, the, the first Apocalypto was kind of fun, and mm. the, the last one was fun, too. So I was going to give it a seven. Um, yeah, surprising that the Thanksgiving of horror was better than the <laughs> yeah. Treehouse. Uh, Adam? Uh, I watched Fan of the Mall. So, uh, oh, yeah, cool. We talked about that. Have you guys ever heard of Mel Testa's Carnival of Blood from 73? Yes. I was looking for a Carnival of Souls, but this came up. Like, yeah, fucking hey, man, I'll put it I, on. I, I've never seen this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. I, I don't understand. It seems like it is done by like a hook and a prayer, but it somehow works. Like, uh, there was a abandoned, well, not abandoned, but a really a rundown carnival that this. Cape Fella is running, and you got to buy the ride, and you kind of run it yourself. It's a ton of love, uh, spooky house, stuff like that. As he's going through it, this girl comes and his family comes and buys it, and there's a bunch of like goblins and like ghouls that are kind of running around constantly, and you don't know if they're part of the uh, attraction of the spook house or what have you. Oh, yeah, it's a '70s acid trip, but it's done so um, cheap, but it looks so great. Like it's bubble wrap and styrofoam. Hmm. But it looks fantastic, like an old-timey amusement park would be. It's just an odd 
lot to get through, but I had fun with it. It even had a tattoo from Fantasy Island running in there as Bobo. Oh, really? And he's like, yeah, Bobo knows you shouldn't kill Bobo. Is this before soon. Fantasy Island? I don't know what if year it was, was this? before, 73 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 1973. Oh, so it would have been yeah, right around right the same time. Yeah. But again, it really uh, falls apart with the plot, and uh, you stop caring after a while. So I'm going to give it a six and a half out of pumpkins. Yeah, that, that's another arrow, I think. That's, oh, yeah? Uh, that they did release like this three-pack, and it was like these indie kind of artsy experimental oh, films. Okay, where, like, there's a bunch on none Shutter. None of them are great, yeah, but they're kind of like interesting. Yeah, there's, there's like three or four that have the same like uh, art. On the yeah, cover, so, I so wonder they did if, like, three. That the, yeah, maybe the they child did, and then and they the did witch. a volume two, yeah. Uh, They've released, yeah, they've released two volumes mm. of it, so I forget the name of them, but, but uh, anyway. I watched uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It from 1995. <laughs> oh, wow. Have you guys seen this? Hey, yeah. It's in a while? It's, it's, not, a, not in a while. I probably did it maybe about five years ago for Shocktoberfest. I, like, I saw it a long time as a kid. Yeah. Found it boring. I mean, I hadn't mm. seen the Bela Lugosi Dracula, so I probably didn't appreciate mm. the parody of it. Um, anyone that's listened to the show, uh, you guys are big fans of Young Frankenstein. Never necessarily caught on I me. Mean, not that mm. I hate it. I just don't love it like you guys do. It just, I don't know. Didn't, didn't um, do. So, yeah, and I kept on trying to, like, force feed it. Yeah. I, watched, like, I watched it three years in a row, but this year I decided to go with Dracula the Dead and Loving It. Um, so, yeah, Mel Brooks film starring Leslie Nielsen, uh, Peter... This is the last one he directed, Mino- too? Nickel, Stephen Weber. I'm not too sure. I think this might be his final oh, yeah. film. I'll, d- I'll double check that while mm. you're talking about it. I, I really enjoyed this movie. Oh, yeah? I was surprised. Like, I went in thinking I'm going to be bored. I'm going to hate mm. it. I found myself, like, really laughing, Diddling. like, quite a bit every, like... Did you just say, master, master? No, I said, meester, meester. <laughs> I thought, greatest line. I, I for, I'm trying to... I don't want to even quote the lines because I'm going to... I'd ruin them. But I was just surprised. Like, every 10 minutes, I was, like, belly laughing. Like, at yeah. certain scenes, it was... There was some good stuff in there. I mean, Leslie Nielsen's always funny, but again, this is when he was doing like 10 of these films. Yeah, like Spy, Spy Hard. Hard and, and what's the one with the possession or something, the repossessed? Or, I, I like repossessed, I, I haven't seen it, yeah. but I just know he was doing a lot of these at this time that it kind of got old. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, maybe it's because I, I love Bela Lugosi's mm-hmm. Dracula now. It's one of my favorite Universal Monster movies. It's really grown on me. I know it's not everyone else's, but I love the story. And surprisingly, this is that, but with hints of Bram Stoker's Dracula mm-hmm. as well, because that had just come out, what, two years before? It melts them both together, and it's kind yeah. of like a surprisingly faithful adaptation. Like, if mm-hmm. you, yes, if you can ignore the jokes, it, it's actually a decent adaptation that just happens to have something stupid every five or ten minutes. Um, yeah, again, I'm not going to say all of it works. Yeah. But I, I, how do you criticize a movie like this? I'm you know giving it seven pumpkins out yeah. of ten. Like I had a lot oh, of fun with it. Like I would totally watch it again. Like it's, it not- is his last movie too. Oh, okay. oh wow. Like I, I know he's. Uh, it's not like Bill Mel Brooks didn't do anything. Yeah, uh, you know he did uh, the producers. Yeah, and, and I think the Young Frankenstein actually might have oh, been yeah. on Broadway as well. Um, but yeah, th- th- surprisingly, like this, you know, and it's not. Yeah, it's not. Alive. It's not well liked. I know this, mm-hmm. like. From most people, I don't remember it having being well regarded, but yeah, I don't know. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, with it. I, I do believe this. Uh, this kind of ended him. That's <laughs> in, crazy. In a way where it was like, ah, you're you're because it he did this in in uh, Robin and Men and Tyson both were kind of bombs. And I like oh, Robin and Men and Tyson was a bomb. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I think that one has got been well appraised. Yeah. Like I think that one's gained a following over the years. Mm-hmm. I don't think this film has yet, but uh, I don't know. I had fun with it. 
I'll, I'd, be, I'd be curious. I probably haven't seen it since it came out, and I have no recollection. And maybe it's just like I'm not smart, and I enjoy dumb yeah, humor. Yeah, yeah. Guys getting hit in the nuts. <laughs> it, there's just yeah, there was some great. great I love stuff. Mel Brooks. I wonder <laughs> if I have this in my S- Mel Brooks set. I just remember actually. There's great. I'm not going to quote it or anything, but there's a great moment where they're trying to get the last word. Him and Van Helsing, because Mel Brooks playing Van yeah, Helsing, that's... and that's like this great moment. They're like jumping out the door, and then he's walking by the window. <laughs> Uh, it, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just stupid stuff like that that I just thought was so fucking funny. Mm. Anyway, Adam? Uh, so I ended my night with Grim. 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 So this is the Grim Christmas episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's kind of difficult. Like, you can't skip them because. Yeah. So for Shocktober, you watched a Grim Christmas episode on Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, just, just so, so we're. I, I hate when that age. happens. Like, when you're in the middle, you yeah. watch like a whole sitcom oh, yeah. or any, any kind of show from the beginning to end, and it comes to Christmas episode and you're in June or something. It's like, do I watch I, this? Or? I hate having like Halloween episodes in Yeah, like, like uh, it, you, it, like. You can't enjoy it the same way. There's yeah. something about Halloween episodes have to watch just at Christmas. Anyways. So, anyways, it is The Grim Who Stole Christmas. It is basically about these kind of goblin creatures that are going around terrorizing people's houses. And they actually yeah. uh, seriously uh, hurt someone when they, they just, like, put a package there and one of these goblins is in it. And then they find out that these goblins are actually children that are having some weird reaction that only happens to certain Vessen creatures once every 12 years when something's going on around the Christmas season. Um, it's actually kind of fun. Like, it's a goofier kind of episode. Yeah. Um, but the overall art, arching storyline that has been going on uh, this season with Monroe and Rosalie, who are their really good friends, where they're two different species of Vessen, and they've married. And Uh-oh. now there's, like, people that believe Vessen should be pure blood, so they're getting tortured and, hmm. uh, like, at first, you know, it kind of escalates what as is this, the season the goes on. What is the 1950s? Equal rights, people. So they, they, they're called the uh, Vessenrein, who end up torturing them. So it's very Nazi imagery. Yeah. They, this one starts ramping that, that up a How little bit How is the Christmas elements? Like, would this be something to watch in December? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, there's a whole Christmas party. The, everything's lit up. Um, I, I think it would be a, a good Christmas episode. There's another Christmas episode with uh, Krampus. Oh, cool. Krampus. Oh, nice. Uh, that was on either the season season two or season three. That's that's really a great episode. I would, I would say better than this one. Nice. Uh, unrelated, but uh, did you guys hear that? I guess the the guy that start plays Terrifier is playing like it's called a Grinch. What is it? It's called something. It's not called the Grinch. Still, Chris. It's called something like that. But he's pretty much playing the Grinch that goes around killing people. Huh. But I guess because they don't want to get sued for copyright they're just putting it up for free on a streaming service in december or something. Uh, okay so, anyway this might be something yeah, watching. We'll what, what are you going to give this episode though uh seven pumpkins okay cool i watched uh from shoot i don't have the thing i watched jug face which is like a folk horror about this uh sect of people that live in the woods oh yeah i, I remember seeing i i've Ooh. i've I almost watched this 2013 who uh, have to sacrifice whatever the uh, the potter makes the face of, they have to sacrifice to the pit to keep everyone free from diseases and what have you. So it's about this... It's a weird movie because it starts off with this girl and her brother getting it on. And it's like, huh, I'm supposed to... 
like be aroused characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, incest is one of them mm. things. Like uh, I, I don't find hot, <laughs> but yeah, and it's not like uh, he's raping her. Like they're just both. They're, they're, like, they're, I guess because they're from like the south. They're like yeah. they're like hillbillies. I, I don't know, but they're making shine. And oh, that's why it's the shine. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, we've all had shine. We've all done some weird shine, things. That's you guys we've got all had interesting things with our siblings on shine. You guys, you guys keep on trying to get me to drink this shine. Yeah, exactly. I'm so confused why that. So, anyways, it's a cool movie. The uh, atmosphere is next to none, which is weird because it's like a Lucky McKee actually like produces. So I'm watching this. Oh, okay. It starts Larry Fezzett yeah. too, who I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah, of. Yeah, me too. But I guess feel he's feels, in a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it has like the '90s aesthetic, but like the graphics as well, and the story is a bit interesting, but doesn't really float this movie. I'm still giving it six pumpkins because it was like worth checking out. So. Yeah, I remember not loving it. I, I, I think I own that. I was kind of excited because the trailer. Looked, yeah, it, it seemed like a cool premise, but yeah. Um, I, I guess I'll do these two in a row because they kind of yeah. go together. I finished off the night with uh, the first one was Sorority Babes and the Slime Ball oh, Bolarama <laughs> from 1988. This is directed awesome. by David Dakota, who is like the king of indie slop, 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 slop. I can't say it. <laughs> Schlock, schlock, schlock. Um, it stars uh, Scream Queens, Linnea Quigley, Brink Stevens, and Michelle Bauer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they got that. I guess they both, they all did like a shit. Like Linnea Quigley, I know. Yeah. Brink Stevens, I kind of know. Michelle Bauer, not so much. First thing I've seen her in, I'm a horror guy, mm-hmm. so I don't know how she got the Scream Queen. But if you look at her crowd, she has done like 100 movies. I think they're, they're probably shitty like, indie movies. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, this was a lot of fun. I guess these um, the, to join the sorority, these girls have to break um, into the bowling alley. Yeah, they have to break in the bowling alley and steal a, a trophy for their initiation. Three guys get peeping on them, so they get caught. They have to force to go with them. When they get there, Linnea Quigley's kind of like the badass punk. She's breaking mm-hmm. into the pinball machine to get money. Anyways, they knock over this trophy. Um, and release the genie who's like this little <laughs> goblin amazing. creature. Yeah, he's kind of like he this. He talks really odd. Like, Yeah, he's kind of like this smart-ass yeah. little goblin. Of course, you can guess that the wishes go bad, mm. um, and the, the women are turned into, like two of the women are turned into murderous uh, zombies, and one of them looks like the Bride of Frankenstein, which was kind of cool. Mm. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. Like, it, It's a low-budget film, I, I wish it had a bigger budget to do better kills. Like, that's my problem. All the kills that are, like, off screen are not that good. I think if you had great kills in this with cool effects, mm-hmm. with everything else, it would have, like, amped it up that much more. I'm going to still give it seven pumpkins out of yeah, ten, though. Like, I, movie, I was still, so, I was kind of worried. Like, I thought this was about aliens for some reason. And then when it's like, I find out it's about a goblin genie, I'm yeah, fucking sold. I'm um, What's that? Sleaze? Oh, it starts, um, babes the, at the sleaze ball. Yeah. It, what starts the, um, I can't remember his name. The, the chubby dude from Night of the Demons too. The guy that's oh, wearing yeah, the pig yeah, outfit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like one thing. of the the teens in this. So and he's a lot of fun. Like he's pretty much playing that same same character. Type of, it's weird that that guy like didn't do more because mm-hmm. I mean maybe he's, he was only good at that. But yeah. like he's Great most memorable both. part and probably both of them. Uh, and then so I followed up with Nightmare Sisters from 1988. So same year. So what this is is I guess he had some money left over. So he wrote this I think in six days. Filmed it in four days. Oh wow. He got the same cast from the, the, the movie, the same crew. So we got all the Scream Queens back. Everyone's back. Um, and so, yeah, this movie, it's these three Scream Queens. The Scream Queens are playing these really nerdy sorority girls. Like one of them, Lenny Queenie's got like the buck teeth and like they've totally 
really, dress yeah. themselves down, um, and they invite the three equally nerdy guys over from a fraternity, another fraternity, the fraternity pledge, uh, and they're over there, and they decide to hold the seance with this cursed crystal ball that they got, like the girl got it at a flea market or something, and they become possessed by these succubus, which pretty much means now they're hot, yeah, and they're naked like ninety percent of the film. They go and like, ooh, let's eat some pie, and they're <laughs> slurping all. Next thing you know, they're in the bath together. Like I think that's why this movie. I guess like something happened where the distributor went out of business, so this movie like kind of got forgotten. But you'd see clips here and there, like of them in the bath, so everyone was excited to see it. Um, yeah, I wrote lots of nudity, pie eating, and bath scene. Um, <laughs> And yeah, and I guess because they're possessed, they they start seducing and killing off uh, various people in the house because these other like the the jock, uh, tough guy asshole uh, pledges come in there, and they so they start knocking them off. Yeah, I I, I had fun with the two. Of course um, you did. There's three girls in the bath <laughs> of eating pie. I, not not as good. I, I didn't enjoy as much sorority yeah. ro- uh, sorority babes like that one. Yeah. I, I could definitely see this one. I would be less excited. I'll, I'll check it out again, but. You know, it doesn't have the same fun. Like, I think the other one would be a great yeah. party movie. This one, maybe not so much. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. It might be awkward, like, hanging around watching a bunch of girls, like, bathe together. Well, like, it's, it's not, like, that yeah. long. It's not a ten-minute oh, bathing yeah, yeah, scene. Okay. Like, it's just... <laughs> they, they, they're not really, like, going get under, under and the And it's kind of silly. Children barely notice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like there's silly stuff to it going on yeah. while it's happening stuff. But the, the slipcover is because Vinegar Syndrome release is kind of cool, yeah. too. So one side is them as the nerdy girls. Yeah. And then when you flip it over, it's them as, like, the hot. Uh, that's kind Cool. And stuff. So one one of the cooler subcovers. Anyways, uh, what did you guys finish off? With? I also uh, watched um, uh, Warner Herzog's uh, Nosferatu. Okay, that we so this be talking we're getting. About. Are we going to talk about now, or are we going to talk about later? What do you guys want to no, do? Well, Maddie watched it, so it's okay, the first one to watch it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I watched this on uh, uh, what? I guess no October tenth. I watched. Okay, this one. cool. Uh, 11th for me. I like to put stuff right at the end. Yeah, so yeah, so this was this was the the group uh choice of the week where we're going to watch this. It was also a poll uh we have been putting it was polls up. this or what was the other uh, Chopping Mall. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh so this this it was but a I, close I've race. Seen Chopping Mall though. No, but it was it, Oh, for something different? It was from Instagram. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh that that uh, so this week actually uh the Funhouse Beat out something else. That you should I'll watch the Funhouse. Fun I'm going to watch the Funhouse. Fun. I just picked up in 4K. Awesome. So, so uh, yeah, that, that's what that. that How beat. gorgeous oh, was this from movie? Beyond. Yeah, it looks incredible. It, 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 you've heard this tale before. You've seen it. Uh, John Hart goes to uh, Dracula to. Uh, John Hart, yeah. S- settle some affairs of him, and then he kind of ends up. What's his name? John Hart. John, John Hark. Harker. 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 Yeah. Jonathan Harker. Okay. Yeah, the guy from Dracula, right? Yeah, it just sounded weird. Yeah, it sounded like you said John Hurt. John Hurt, yeah. Which I could imagine John Hurt going to see Dracula, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but just, exactly. uh, just for fun. Yeah, yeah. They hang out all the time. Uh, John Hurt is still alive. He's just w- with Dracula <laughs> yeah, now. Exactly. He can't leave. He's going to live forever, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, so so this was, uh, I guess, uh, Herzog's favorite. What he considered the best German film of all time was the original yeah. uh, uh, Nosferatu, but he always felt that he got... Uh, kind of uh, ripped off because there was a huge lawsuit with the original one. They couldn't use any of the real names. Bram mm-hmm. Stoker's wife kind of like uh, ended up getting in a lot of legal trouble, really hurt um, uh, Murnau. Uh, and because it was going into public domain that year, he had been waiting to make this movie for a bunch of years. Yeah. And with uh, his own vision, 
how he could have an homage to what he believes is the greatest German film of all time, but also tell more about what he wants to tell the actual story. The story. What is gorgeous about this film is as this is all going on, there is a black plague that is just ripping through the city. Honestly, I think this cool, is what makes this, yeah. this well, is it, film is it the out. black plague supposed to be like them causing it? It's not the I, I think it came over with the rats on the ship. I don't know. They don't yeah. really get into it. So I think it is yeah. supposed to be that. Like I thought it's supposed to be that, you know, um, the black plague was actually vampires. Oh, yes. Maybe. Well, no, the black plague was caused by the rats that that uh, Dracula was sending out uh, when he comes over Um, on the ship. So he brings all these rats, and the rats seem to uh, multiply when they're on that ship. How cool is that scene where... So Dracula comes uh, from Transylvania um, to... This Amsterdam, where I don't know who knows it's, where it's it shot is. in yeah. the Netherlands, uh, yeah. but I, I don't know if they say, but it's into a major city. Mm-hmm. And the shot where, like, the guy that's the captain, everyone's dying of the plague or dying in mysterious he's just ways, tied to the steering wheel, just kind of like kind of prop himself up, yeah. Like, he's, he's 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 thinking, okay, if I still go this way, I'll make it, and, and mm-hmm. of course. Uh, by the end, he's, he's what's great about over. this is you heard the story, all the uh, people getting eaten. But as people are dying, there's like this weird last celebration of life. Like, all right, fuck, yeah. it, we're going out, we're having the last dinner. We are just like living life to the end of life, which is and I love that shot thing. where you have it where uh, they're they're partying, 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 mm-hmm. and there's a cut, and it's just like the rats have taken. Yeah, over. there's just like fires everywhere, and yeah, um, and it's definitely got that Her- Herzogian sort of like. Oh, this is beautiful. Nature. Well, nature will destroy you as well. Yes. Uh, which, which is, is you know, a theme of, of a lot of his films. Um, I never see, seen this as well. Like I, I, I'm a, like I like Herzog, but mm-hmm. uh, I was kind of curious how his it would it would change, and it's definitely the, the plague element. Really added, I think, a lot that uh, other movies like. Because again, how many times do you hear this story? How many times do you see this happen? That added such a whole new element for me, which I really dug. And again, it is gorgeous, right? Like that's why you're watching. I don't, this I don't movie think I too. enjoyed it as much as no? you guys. I, I yeah. think, like as an adaptation, it, it's probably low, like near the bottom. Yeah. For me, like Van Helsing, who is one of the best characters, he's kind of like he's, a dolt he's, in this. He's useless yeah. in this. He has like two scenes. He yeah. does nothing in it. So to me, like eliminating him, I thought the boat I think scene. Two, two of my like uh, two two of my favorite. Well, he's like arrest him. How am I going to arrest him? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm well, the last person. Like, uh, I'm. Uh, Two of my favorite adaptations kind of make Van Helsing kind of a dope. Yeah, which are, mm. is interesting. Mm. I, uh, and the, the boat scene too, which is always like the best scene. I thought was done so poorly in this one. Like, it's 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 usually like this way darkness and and waves and 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 thunderstorms and like raging in it and like watch like Bram Stoker's or any of the other ones. Yeah. And it's so sc- it's like the scary scene in this one. Like. Mm. He's shooting it like a Terrence Malick. It's in the day and the camera's going over and you got this epic score. And it's like, my problem with this is I didn't feel like a horror film through a lot of it. It's like this gorgeous film. Yeah. I, I agree. Visually, it's gorgeous. I didn't get like that horror feel I, from I, a lot I, of it. I, 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 this is actually my uh, uh, my criticism of this is the atmosphere is there. I, I love the story and how he's changing the story. But the, yeah, there's very few kind of horror Scenes uh, yeah. that you would expect for Dracula. I, I didn't even like the the intro, like where he introduced himself to Lucy. I didn't like that whole mm. thing. I just thought it was. I don't know. It didn't. 
where it just comes in, walks in with shoes at the mirror. And, I love that scene. Yeah. Uh, and they oh, really played with the shadow on that. Oh, one and too. I love I how, like, how they play with the with mirror. The, yeah. Where you just see the shadow. I just mean as a story element. Like, it's just kind yeah. of a weird way for to Dracula to introduce to. And to she seems kind of like a. Not scared off, but really stoic. Like, yeah, I know who you are. Mozart. Isn't her friend? Her friend's not really in this much either, no. right? No, story? they don't. They don't use uh, mean, uh, Mina much in this. I do think Isabel uh, as Johnny is mm. is pretty fantastic mm-hmm. as Lucy in this. I don't know. I, I was fifty fifty. Like, I thought some scenes she was amazing, and other scenes I was like, well, she's it terrible. Was a really cool way to end it as well. It isn't. Like, yeah, I, I do. The, I thought uh, the, the, end, the ending. Well, yeah. I think the ending is is interesting. It's different than anything we've mm. seen. Like the whole. It almost becomes like ahead of its time where like yeah. she's kind of the hero because there is no Van Helsing really like he's in this yeah. but he might as well not be like she's kind of the hero for the last like 20 minutes yeah. right this mm-hmm. is kind of her epic story so I think that is kind of interesting it is a different take again if you want the traditional take of Dracula this is not it yeah. don't, don't watch yeah. this if you want something watch kind of the other if you want this movies. weird kind of artsy yeah. You know, take on it. It is interesting. There, there's one scene too. I don't know if you guys mentioned where all the townspeople are walking with all the coffins. Yeah. I thought oh that was yeah. So cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like visually. I oh think, yeah. And they're freaking out. Like, yeah. like, well, like, can I see the mayor? The mayor's dead. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, I, I didn't like some of the story elements in this. Like, I think as a visual movie, it's it's mm-hmm. great. There's definitely some stuff in there, but. I, I didn't love it as a as a story as a whole. I don't it's know. it's definitely taking liberties with what's. I, I kind of like that, but a little I, bit, I, yeah, though, yeah, I don't need another Dracula to be honest at, at this point. So we've got we've got those. I was worried about watching this. Like, ah, how many times do you want to hear this story? How many different ways can you tell it? And like, oh, oh man, I can watch this. I don't know. Ten, ten in a it, row. It just seemed like a cool way to up, up it a little bit for me. Like throwing some like elements that wasn't in any other movies. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So outside of I, like, I don't think it's it's probably not. Mm. Uh, it's not my f- favorite Dracula story, yeah. and it's not my favorite Herzog, um, but I still really like. I liked it. I think I'm going to give it seven point five pumpkins. Seven point five pumpkins. What I was thinking. Uh, I'm going to go six and a half pumpkins. Yeah. For me. Um, cool. And I love the score. The yeah, see again, yeah. like the, the score is weird vault. too. Like mm-hmm. I thought the eerie score worked really well, and then there was this other like it just felt too epic and or I don't know sweeping. Yeah, it felt too like it didn't fit. The movie to me, I don't know the uh, the 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 chant stuff, the stuff that's not uh, Popovol, no, like the Gregorian or, or the stuff like I don't know the Popovol yeah. stuff. I, yeah, I, that I was fucking dope. is dope. Like, I did, yeah, I just felt it's too like again. This this mm-hmm. felt like Terrence Malick does Dracula for me. Yeah, and maybe that's what her, maybe that's Herzog why I is. Dug it. Uh, yeah, he's kind of like that. Herzog's way more. Uh, his viewpoint is is much more nihilistic uh, yeah. than than Terrence Malick's. Um, but yeah, but both come from seventies. Mm. I I get crazy budgets. And I like I like Terrence Mell. Like I mean, I like the, that's why I like the visuals yeah. in this. I just yeah. didn't like it that much as a story. That's the end of the uh, seventh? seventh. Cool. We're okay. gonna go to the eighth. Yep. Yeah. So on the eighth, I started with uh, Mystery of the of the Wax Museum from nineteen thirty three. So this Ooh. is the same story as House of Wax, um, uh, where basically it's this master sculptor that and want like is is not bringing in enough uh, of a crowd. So, so the he one guy that's gory. There, he wants to like uh, actually you know get the insurance money. They have it out, and there's a big fire. That's in London. Next thing you know, they're in New York. They're setting up this this new uh, this this new presentation. Uh, but now this guy's hands are all crippled, so he can't do it. So he's getting other people to do it. And of course, 
they're stealing bodies and and yeah, turning yeah, yeah. into the wax figures. Uh, same as Vincent Price. So this one, they're stealing bodies or they're killing people? So uh, it, it, I think there's a combination okay. of of getting bodies and then mm-hmm. I think it yeah. escalates into finding the exact right pe- people. They're, I think most of the main characters, they're murdering. Okay. Um, so, and then you've got... It's what's different about this. So you've got that story, which is very much like the the fifties version. It's very very well done. Uh, Michael Curitz uh, directs this one. He's most known for Casablanca, uh, I believe, and I, there's probably some others. Um, and sorry, he directed Casablanca. He directed Casablanca. Oh, wow. um, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm getting that right. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know, um, but. Anyways, uh, so the other side, you have basically like a His Girl Friday side (laughs) character where it's this woman who wants to be this big reporter and she's fighting with her boss all the time and she's like this really sassy lady uh, and, and... She's and, always saying, "What a scoop!" <laughs> yeah, like all this kind of like quick-witted dialogue. I mean, and, you know, and 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 she's got all these ideas, and it's really funny. It's pre-code too, so you get some lines that you just would not get even a year later. They would not exist. Um, and and I really like that part of it. Mm-hmm. That, and she's out to find the mystery of what's going on. So you're following her, but you also got Faye Ray, uh, most known for King Kong, King Kong and she's. Uh, and Doctor X, which which was also directed by Michael Kurtz, which I believe is the around the same time period, which I liked last year. And the, she's dating one of the guys that doesn't know at the Wack Museum what they're doing. He's just working on other things, and mm. the old man keeps telling him that it's no good. Yeah, so this is pretty close to the, the very close yeah. uh, to the, to the the remake. And I, the difference is is the like the patter patter quick stuff, which I really like, but also feels like. It's a different movie a lot of the time. What yeah. when she's good when she gets into all these thriller episodes, they're really well done. But the the movie does feel a little bit like you got two two different brains that wrote this thing. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot. I'm gonna give seven point five pumpkins. Cool. Yeah, I own that. And I love House of Wax. Um, uh, the, yeah. the I mean that Price is one. Vincent Price, so that's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, and you've got. Um, in this one, playing the the price role is Lionel Atwill, and he's fucking great in this. And he's got like he seems very prim and proper, but he's he reads everything knowing there's a comic undertone to it. He's not price though, like he's a he, but he, no one is. He, yeah. He's a pretty good assembly uh, of somebody that you would want in that that role. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see more Glenda Farrell, which I'd never seen any of her stuff before. She's got a really interesting. Uh, vibe to her. I guess she's in Little Caesar. Have it, either of you guys seen that? That's the no. Edward G. G. Robertson. It's kind of uh, yeah, started. The the, yeah. yeah, no. I, I, there's a couple. They they released a set of those. I, I need to pick them all up. It's like the he's that's the original one. And yeah. this uh, just so uh, I, I could clarify for sure, it was the director of Casablanca. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I did. It just seems weird. They wouldn't know that, right? Like the director of Casablanca, like I I am drawing a blank, like blank. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like he's kind of a journeyman. Like he did yeah. Robin Hood as well. It's it's a weird combination I of seen movies. That, that Robin Hood that's supposedly amazing too. From like, is it from the forties? Thirty eight with Thirty, Errol okay, Flynn. Yeah. And like basically that Robin Hood made Errol Flynn the a biggest star. star in the world. Yeah, many people consider that the best. The adaptation best. Yeah. Too, so I've never seen it uh, as well. 
Uh, Maddie? I watched from a 1962 Carnival of Souls when I was actually looking oh, for. yeah. This movie blew my balls off. It is awesome. It is creepy. It starts off with these uh, young girls uh, racing these young fellows on a bridge, and they uh, veer off the bridge, and uh, there is this current of sand. They just can't keep seeing it because I guess there's too much sand in the banks of this river. After dredging the river for what it seems like 14 hours, she comes out unscathed, and they don't know how or where or what happened. So she's yeah. like, all right, I got to get out. She gets a job as an organist in this small town church in Utah. So she drives across country, which is – this movie looks fantastic. It's so spooky. There's good, amazing vibe to it, yeah. Such a great vibe. And actually, she's seeing this one fellow who looks so um, – off his hair's weird, his eyes are a bit weird, and she just keeps seeing him. And these mm-hmm. interesting she's going to get a drink of water from a drinking fountain. He's right there. She turns, he's gone. Like, it's such a cool thing. And she becomes obsessed with this pavilion that's in the middle of nowhere. It's an abandoned amusement park that she's just obsessed with. She wants to keep going back, keep going back. And she's slowly losing her mind. But as she's living in this um, house, a boarding house, as she's a uh, moved into it there's this young fella who's trying to get in her pants who is charming as hell but such a sleazebag at the same time uh-huh. yeah i love this movie it is so spooky it is such a great story about these interesting characters too a lot yeah, yeah like very melancholic as well mm-hmm. i i've been i think i will i i don't think i'll watch it this year again mm-hmm. but i i feel like maybe next uh, it's a good uh, October watch. Yeah, as it's well. fantastic. My first time watching it, like I got to give it eight pumpkins out of ten. Like wow. it blew yeah. me away how good I this was. Yeah, I, I need to rewatch it. Like I, I liked it. I didn't love it as much as like I, I expected to. But yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I loved it. I think I can't remember. I didn't give it that high either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've thought about it a lot in the couple years. Like, uh, since it, I know it's not gonna have the same weight as Night of the Living Dead, but like it's had the same like a uh, pivoting form. Like, wow, this is fucking great. Well, it like, definitely it, had like that uh, archetype. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? That's yeah. went on for you know, like you you see a lot of elements from that in, mm-hmm. in future films for sure. Um, Spears very smoky. Oh, <laughs> this smoking. is a smoke <laughs> smoking. Willibald, yeah, from Willibald. Nice, great place up in air. Where the fuck is air? Well, you're gonna have to find out. It's up the air up there. That's the one with Kevin. Co- uh, Kevin. Eventually, somebody's gonna pay for us to drink their beer and yeah. put us into their. <laughs> well, you know. speaking of air and Kevin Bacon. Uh, speaking of beers, you tried mash paddles available at <laughs> any prayer for location. By hey, talk to Teddy. We yeah. need, a, need a sponsor. Uh, speaking of air and Kevin Bacon, I got nothing. But what I do have is two more Simpsons Trails of Horror. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, season thirty-two Trails of Horror 31, 2020, uh opens up with uh, this is during the election, and uh, you know Homer, you got to vote. Or else uh, you don't want another four years, and it literally lists the fifty terrible oh, things yeah. that the Trump scroll? has done. Yeah. That scroll, I like. I hate Trump. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't just like Trump as much as the next guy. I don't really care. Want to see this shit in the Halloween thing? Yeah. Like that sucked. And, and, and you know, he f- sleeps in from voting, and the apocalypse happens. Uh, whatever. I didn't care about that. It, it, terrible. One of the worst openings I've done, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, but the, the first story is actually really fun called Toy Gory. This is a CG animated one where Bart, you know, as you see him being terrible with all his toys, torturing them and everything, and they come to life and get the revenge. It's violent. The gory, mm-hmm. the toy gory lives up to the name. Again, surprised what they can get away with. I had a lot of fun with this one. All the toys mm-hmm. um, doing terrible things to Bart. And the second one is a Disney where uh, Homer kind of spawns a thousand times. This is yeah, Into the home, Homerverse, which is a parody of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Spider-Verse. Bunch of Homers. I didn't really care for this one that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, not really core. I hate when they, they 
they do yeah. these that are not horror movies. Like, I don't need to see a parody of Harry Potter and Spider-Man in the trios of horror. Yeah. Again, do hey, my idea where you do two of these a year. Harry Potter. Do one. Has witches in it. Yeah. Wizards. And and, and wizards so, and goblins uh, and stuff. Uh, From what you've been saying, if Teen Wolf is a horror movie, yeah. is Harry Potter a horror movie? <laughs> I don't know. I have to watch it. But I think it's still more fantasy. Where's Teen Wolf, like... It's not fa- like what would you put Teen Wolf as? <laughs> Comedy is the best you could do, right? Whereas Harry Potter, you can definitely say it's a fantasy. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, I forget what I was going. But yeah, I wish they would do like do an episode one mm. year, take three of the popular movies you want to parody, do that, stick the the trios with horror. They got too many ideas yeah. though. Like, how are they going to fit that in? But that's what I mean. They have so many good yeah. ideas. So for many episodes. great other episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, let's be honest. These are their biggest episodes. This would well, most people just stop that. watching they, the they show, but they only um, do that every year. Tune into these every year, one right? With a Get Duke, they did a parody of Get Duke with The Simpsons that came out this year, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Remember that? Sh- yeah. They did one that was kind of dope. They also did one, uh, a Simple Plan. What a weird yeah. fucking Get Duke they parodied. Yeah. It was, are you it was sure odd. it was Get Duke? It was the same storyline as Get yeah, Duke. Yeah, but that same that storyline is. It was uh, the bullies, uh, Bart, uh, the two bullies, and Martin Prince kind of going, and Martin Prince wanted to get this for grades, and they had to go through the scar shot. That's exa- yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it, exact it was story. Get Duked. It was weird, man. But, but that, that's it, not a trail. It's a horror, though, right? No, no. It was just a regular oh, okay. off-the-cuff episode. They also did one with like, a simple plan, which seemed really interesting one to do for The Simpsons. It's because Bridget Fonda is, is, mm. is now timely writing. right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, I sorry. wish they would do that. The last story was B9 Rewind, which is a parody of the Russian doll TV series, apparently. Uh, yeah. um, I think this story has been done many times, though, where Lisa keeps on dying and the day resets. I mean, you could mm-hmm. say that's also Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. Groundhog Day, um, a billion other movies. Happy Death Day And she has to, to figure out, yeah, exactly. And she has to figure out, yeah, I don't know why it says a parody of Russian doll TV series. Uh-huh. I don't know what that is, but that's what it said on Wikipedia. Not always correct, though. But Russian I, doll, like, it, it's a big show. Natasha Leone, yeah. Yeah. But I think it only, I read it, it only lasts like two seasons or something. But oh. there was a huge gap. They, she took oh. like three or seasons mm-hmm. to write the next one or something. Oh. So th- this probably came out the year that it came out where it was like one of the yeah. biggest shows. Yeah. yeah, never heard of it. But anyways, um, it was kind of fun seeing everyone dying and the day resetting. But, it, you know, uh, I'm going to give still this episode six pumpkins out of ten just because the toy cool. gory was great. Um, but the, some of the other stuff took it down. And then the other one was season 33, Trails of Horror. 32 for 2021. Uh, this one, they just did a little bit different, did five kind of shorter stories. Uh, you have Barty, which is a parody of Bambi. The Simpsons are uh, deers, and Mr. Burns is a hunter, only they get revenge. You have Bong, Jong, Bong Joon-ho's The Side of Parasite, which is a parasite parody, only when they go in the basement, like the whole town's living there because they're all poor, and they get in a big battle. Meh. Um, Nightmare on Elm Tree, uh, Homer has had enough, I guess, I forget, is it Lisa or someone is scared? So he's had enough with them telling tree, uh, the ghost stories in the treehouse on Halloween. So he starts cutting down the tree, but he gets lazy, and then it gets struck by lightning. It comes to life and then sees, like, what they're doing with all the other pine trees on Christmas. Oh, like Brings all the trees to life. Yeah, it's pretty much tree revenge. All the trees killing people in violent ways. This one was actually a lot yeah. of fun. Probably the the highlight of the episode. Then you had Poetic Interlude, which is Vincent Price just reading Maggie a bedtime mm-hmm. story. She gets... You know, bored of his stuff and strangles him. And then Dead Ringer, which is a parody of The Ring, only it's TikTok instead of a VHS Mm -hmm. tape. Eh. Um, Again, I'm going to give this one six pumpkins out of ten, though, because the Tree Venge one was fun enough. And the other ones were, like, not completely terrible. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They were, like, okay. 
Um, anyways, that's it. Uh, what else did you guys watch? Uh, so I watched from 1958, the Hammer uh, production, The Revenge of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. This is also directed by Terrence Fisher, who I, I, you know, he's kind of the most celebrated uh, director of the yeah, Hammer uh, era. And I've been pretty like you've been pretty hard on him, have you? Yeah, I, I I feel a lot of his stuff I just felt was so stage play. Mm-hmm. But I really like the original Frankenstein he did. I like the Gorgon that I watched last year that he did. So maybe I'm warming up to him. Uh, this takes place right after the original uh, Frankenstein. Uh, Doctor Victor Stein, as he's now known, <laughs> not Frankenstein, has moved to another town, set up a yeah, new practice. Yeah, because the ending. The ending, without spoiling too much, like it ends like there's definitely not going to be a sequel, but they figure out a way to get around it, which I thought was kind of fun. Yeah, like uh, so it opens up. He's been he's going to go to the gallows and get killed, but uh, he uh, miraculously is is saved, and then he goes to this town and he continues his experiments um, by using like this uh, basically Popper's Hospital to take different mm-hmm. body parts from all these men. Uh, Cushing's great still in this. You know, he, he yeah, I, he's I, fantastic. I, I, like in all the Hammer movies, he, I don't know, he's always my favorite part. Yeah, I think, I think he, I, more than Christopher Lee, I think is my, oh yeah, like mm-hmm. my guy for, for Hammer. Yeah. Well, he's a fantastic Van Helsing too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you've got, uh, him great. I, I feel like the direction is, is really good here. It sets it up where he's got this town, but it does kind of lose steam as it's, going along i feel like a, a, a bit basically he's he's now going to transfer this one living man's brain into the perfectly sculpted male body that he's put together uh, where this guy's a cripple and then he gets put in that brain and i i really i was like this might be better than the, yeah. the original one where they take it after that i I feel like it's kind of off the rails a little bit and doesn't not have so the same, good. same focus. It, it's still not, it's not bad. It's, it's just, it, it sets up a great premise. It, it really goes to the, these great lengths. You've got this great sympathetic character and then it just takes an, an easy yeah. um, route. I, I'm still going to give it 6.5 pumpkins, I think. Right. Leaning seven, but I, I did feel like it fell apart a little bit. I'm hoping bit to get through these as well, the hammer. Like I got through the some of the Dracula I got through, they're fantastic. But yeah. I, I'm I'm planning I'm probably gonna watch Brides of Dracula this weekend. Yeah, and that's the one I think that doesn't have Dracula in it, right? Uh no, it's just Van Helsing. Yeah, but it, it's great. It might be one of the best ones. It's fun. Awesome. I watched, um, let me uh, do a quote. It takes all kind of critters for Farmer Vincent's no. fritters. <laughs> Motel Hell from uh, 1980. 80. So I wa- I saw you watch this. I had this in my pile, so I threw it on later on, but I'll, I'll talk about it at the same time. Then. Oh, right on. Yeah. I thought it was a blast, man. I kind of dug it. It's such an interesting, there's this uh, farmer who has um, a smoked meat stand, and he runs a motel as well. How he's getting his meat is pretty much burying people up to their necks and cutting out their voice boxes. Well, he's he's setting like traps on the road, that, various different traps, which is kind of cool. They're, they change each fun. time, so they'll somehow you know their vehicle will crash, and then he can. Sometimes he'll use a shotgun to take out a, a motorcycle. Sometimes he'll put like fake plastic yeah. cows so they don't hit them. And it's Sometimes him and his crazy have, sister, uh, right? Yep, yeah, yeah. you got it. So as a. He is pretty much, he buries like these crash victims up into their heads, cuts out their larynx so they can't talk, and just force feeds them slop till they're ripe. And then he just uh, hypnotizes them with this fucking crazy thing, uh, like a spinning light 
um, contraption. They go to outer space and they just kind of end up dying <laughs> by them snapping their necks with the tractor. <laughs> it's such a cool movie. So it starts off <laughs> with this guy. That's just like a, 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 this just insane explanation. I don't, I don't, yeah. And yeah. it's like such a cool movie. <laughs> yeah. Boom. What are you saying? I know nothing. Go ahead. So it starts off with this guy taking out this uh, motorcycle who's like kind of an older fella who has a younger girl on the back. And he falls in love with this younger girl, but like her old man, he's like, "All right, well, we're gonna eat him." So she buries the old man. Well, she up to strangely his like falls in love with him too, maybe because it's like I get the impression she's had this rough life, and now she has this guy that well, is like the sweet old man that cares old about her. Man is still an old man. I think she might have a bit of a father issue. Is what I yeah, t- yeah. took away from this. So yeah, he kind of like falls in love, and there's this other brother who went away for a couple years because I guess he got drafted in the military or something. He comes back and he's like. He's trying to woo this. He's the sheriff girl. of the town or something, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what's going on with the uh, bodies, and it's him uh, trying to woo this young girl. And this young girl's falling in love with this cannibalistic farmer. We, we got to uh, talk about the ending without spoiling too much. Yeah. But what if it ends with him wearing a, a pig's, pig's head, head as a mask, and there's a chainsaw, chainsaw battle? Fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool, and it's done with these great like a uh, quotes constantly like. Uh, meat is meat and man's gotta eat and they're all like saying it together and high-fiving as they're saying it. Like, it takes all kind of critters for Farmer Vincent's critters. <laughs> I will say, I, I, I remember liking it more last time. I didn't enjoy yeah. it that much this time and I feel like that whole romance story is just kind of gross and I didn't care oh, about any of it. It's so gross. Like, I, just, I, I didn't, like, I feel like once it starts getting into that, we're focusing more on this weird relationship and the love mm. triangle and it's like I don't care about that I want to see no. the people buried and you like that's the interesting stuff yeah, that you're course. eating these people and turning them into meat sticks so I feel like that to me took a lot like it kind of dragged the film down I, for it me it didn't really drag it that much I think the film's only like 120 or something like that like uh, uh, 120 minutes hour and 40 oh, okay it's pretty long man yeah, yeah I, I don't find it drag at all like I kind of enjoyed how weird that marriage is too and that young brother who gets in all jealous like he doesn't care well, about the, and the sister's dying. jealous too, yeah. like that she's kind of taking away mm-hmm. from him because she's trying to like kill her at one part. And yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. And did you notice that uh, John Rattensburg was in this movie as well as one of the bands that they uh, took out? Oh, this the is going to be Cheers? a good uh, segue for my next Oh. Uh, no, I don't know who that is. Cliff he's the guy Clavin. from Cheers. From Cheers. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's one of the bandmates. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I did yeah. recognize that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were he, saying a, a band. I thought you were talking about some band. No. Band. Anyways, what did I give us? I think it's Seven Pumpkins. Yeah, I did six and a half yeah. pumpkins, so we're, we're close. Uh, so, uh, well, I'll just go quickly in right. here yeah, for yeah, a second. Of course. You Since Cheers? you talked about Cliff, I'm going to co- talk about Norm House from oh, 1986. House. You didn't watch part two? I did not watch. Is this 85? I thought this was part two. 1986. Oh. oh, really? Yeah, because uh, John Ransford's part two. Is he in part yeah. two? I didn't. I haven't. 85. I, oh, it's on Letterboxd. It says 86. Yeah, Letterboxd is shit. <laughs> No, let, yeah, I always go by. I find it in IMDb is more accurate, but you're you're right. It does say it's probably one of those things where it did like a smaller release in eighty five. In eighty five, because I think I remember watching it for nineteen eighty five. Because curious if it would hold up. And I think me. I had this. Yeah. Oh, the official wide release date was yeah. February nineteen eighty six. Uh huh. Um, and it it was uh, uh, you had one showing in Texas in nineteen eighty five. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still go by like the first hey, thing because technically, you know, there's 30 people that could have saw it or 100 people yeah. that. But and there's another showing in Italy. Letterbox so does not suck though; they're the best. Uh, uh, Get on Letterbox, people. <laughs> so, 
Uh, House, I've not seen House before. It's basically this author guy that goes back uh, to uh, the house. That childhood house, his aunt was living there. She kills herself. He goes back there. You find out that he also lost his kid there, tragically. His wife and himself have split up. You know, traumatic stuff. Of course. He's a Vietnam vet that is haunted by (laughs) Vietnam. so you've got all these elements yeah. that are there, and you've got this neighbor that is played by George Went, <laughs> awesome. uh, and and Richard Mole is is his old uh, army buddy, and he's did you mention he's the guy from what's his name for Greatest American Hero? Greatest American Hero, yeah, the yeah, lead is that, he, that was what he was famous for. It last like six seasons. Oh, he was in Carrie too. Oh yeah, I know him from Carrie. Oh, okay. I, I don't know Greatest American oh. Hero. I'll it's know. like it was a superhero yeah. show that lasts like seven, six, seven seasons or something. Never even heard of yeah. it. Oh, wow. But uh, uh, this movie's garbage. Wait, <laughs> Seinfeld. Believe it or not, George is it at home? I think that's the American that hero. Yeah. Okay. Song, yeah. So that's as, as much yeah, yeah, as I get yeah, to know. Anyways, that. yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would say like I, I, I. This is a film I wish I liked more too. But like, I find all the armory stuff get rid of. Because it looks like it's... I, I hate army stuff if you don't have a budget. If you're going to do an army thing on a cheap set, it looks like that. And it, it just... Like, anytime you see Especially that in the flashbacks jungles. and stuff, it looks awful. Yeah, the jungle stuff. Like, I hate that. Get rid of all that. And, and, the and whole, just have him and George went facing monsters in the house. And I think it could have been a lot more fun. Yeah, and they don't utilize George Went even close to enough. But he's, he's fun. He's fun, know. but he's barely in the movie. And That's what I he, mean. Like, anytime he's in, it's it's great, though. I wish he was in it more. Uh, and every, everything else, him, the stuff with him, his wife, don't care. The stuff with his son was like, oh, I guess this is a big deal all yeah. of a sudden. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like they barely play this up. It's kind of like I... Well, I think that's what's supposed to be haunting yeah. him and what split his wife. And just... Yeah, uh, it does throw too much. And, like, and the, the comedy dying is and off. Stuff. Like, yeah, it, it's supposed to be totally, funny. Like, over the place. like they show like a TV series that the wife's still on, and that's supposed to be talking about what's kind of going on with him. But it's mm-hmm. also just like a parody of, of, and which they do a good job of, like a TV movie of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, that's actually shot well. I find most of it's not shot well. The creatures look. I'm not into the creatures well, this at is, all. Is this directed by Cunningham? Uh, Minor. Um, oh, Steve Minor. Yeah. Uh, which. Yeah, I, I've I, I didn't realize who who directed this till afterwards. I, I'm not a Friday Thirteenth Part Two fan. Yeah, I I think my, my least favorite part of that movie is the direction. Um, mm. uh, like I just don't think he's a very good director in this movie. Kind of proves that point. Like it it is a tonal fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, and I don't think the lead's very good in it. Like he 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 just can't also work all these motions. Richard Mole Bull from Night Court is you can't take him fucking like serious for a second. Well, and it's he's hard, right? And he's not like good enough at playing like Vincent Price ham to like make yeah. those elements work mm-hmm. as well either. Um I always joke like bulls in a movie, that must be better. Well, no, it, it probably makes it worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I'm gonna give it four pumpkins. Wow. Yeah. That's even lower. That, that's pretty low, but yeah, I can see why yeah. it's it is. It, it, it is it's one of those films that should be better. Yeah. Like the cover art is so good. You got like whether you like them or not, like Steve Miner, yeah, has done like some big horror films, and then you have Cunningham producing who's done, you know like the monsters could be so cool. It just seems yeah. so the monsters, um, some of the monsters were cool. Yeah. There's some cool practical effects. You got Harry Manfredini doing the score mm. in there, but yeah, like Everything when you read about this film, you're like, this is going to be the best work. film ever. It works on paper. It just 
And then part two is the same. Th- like I remember yeah. having the stream. Part three is the best because it has nothing to do. We're going to talk about part three, yeah, baby. Nothing to do with this, but anyway. It's no Private Valentine. Uh, in Steve Miner's, you know, the movie he made with Jessica Simpson, uh, where oh. she's in the army, like that. I haven't seen that. That's I, I do like Soul Man. I know that's not cool to say these mm. days, but that's a, I remember it being a hilarious film. Mm. I don't know if it will ever get a Blu-ray release, no. but uh, well, I'd, again, I think it wasn't it written or directed by uh, African American. Like it's one of those things where like it's it's the mess. Yeah. It's supposed to be that is the message. Yeah. Like it's going to show you that this isn't okay, but I think you still can't do it even if there is a message. Mind you. Tropic Thunder just got a 4K release, yeah. and that's Robert Downey Jr. in blackface the whole time. So, you know. Uh, not written by an, uh, a black person. Soulmanism? No. Okay. I thought, for some reason, I thought it was. I thought there was an extra feature or something. I don't know. Uh, at, le- at least it doesn't look... I'll, I'll double It check. doesn't matter. Anyways. Hey, we don't see color around here, right? Because <laughs> isn't James, er- James Earl Jones in that movie? Oh, Yeah. And Soul Man? I haven't seen it in so long. I, I don't like, think I've ever seen it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm thinking of like the Dan Aykroyd uh, sitcom. It's I the one where like Soul this Man. guy can't get into college as this kid and he realizes, you know. I understand yeah. that like the premise seems yeah. very like uh, simple <laughs> when you're, yeah. you're talking these terms. Anyway. Is that it for the. Uh, uh, no, I watched some more. The eighth? And I think Adam's got a whole shitload. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, here, let me jump in. I, yeah. I did uh, Scary Tales from 1993. It's funny, I was watching this and I took a picture and I meant to send it to you guys, I never did. It's like, I got this big 4K TV and this is what I'm fucking wasting my time <laughs> watching. This is this is me. This is totally like, it's a shitty shot on video trash. And it's like, this is what I got blown up. It's just, yeah. I'm a strange, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. But uh, this is an anthology film, uh, opens up the wraparound, kind of has this cool cloaked figure, glowing eyes. Um, he's holding a book and he introduces each story to this group of kids. But there's like, there's nothing. If you're thinking like, you know how creep shows yeah. is kind of cool. This is literally, he's standing there. He says the first story is, and then that's it. Like there's, there's no, no, he's kind of in shadow. It kind of looks cool considering they probably had zero budget. I mean, mm. again, that's what they shot on video. It's like you and your buddies, you get a video camera and just go do it. Anyways, uh, the first story is Satan's necklace. This guy finds this necklace and becomes possessed and you know the transformation scene was kind of cool like how they did it for this with no effects like you're seeing his ears like change on camera and it's kind of cool it was kind of like american werewolf in london like obviously not (laughs) that good but it was that as he turns his demon i was kind of impressed but everything else is pretty bad uh sliced in cold blood blood this man goes crazy after discovering his wife has been having an affair and then level 21 this man's obsessed with the video game kind of ignores his family he eventually ends up in the game the last level and it's like this fantasy cheap fantasy nonsense i don't know I, five and a half <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, there's something about these shitty s shot on video like i get something out of it but yeah. i don't know why because they're so everything about it's them is gotta bad. Be nostalgia like you remember like but watching this on tv I don't think or I like grew up watching shot on video horror like i no. think i was first introduced to this to like couple i don't it's one of those things the first one you see it's like what the fuck and then as yeah. you watch more i don't know you just become like it's like more mesmerized food. anyway it's five and a half pumpkins out of ten this is not uh great i still if i was going to recommend one of these Actually, that one that I talked about one of these years, it's kind of like Saw or whatever, where the guy has to go through the various, he break into the house. Yeah. And all, that one was kind of fun. And Things. Things is worth that. Things would be a fun party movie because that film is insane. Anyways, this was not Things. Uh, Adam, <laughs> what'd you watch? Uh, so I watched another Wellington Paranormal from 2019. Uh, this uh, is 
uh, Ty Marrow. It's kind of like their Sasquatch. Uh, and and they go over like how every place has their own version of the Scat Squatch. Oh, okay. So they go into the woods. Uh, there's a great cameo. I can't remember the actor's name, but he's uh, our Flag Means Death, which is the new yep. sh- uh, other New Zealand show that's so fucking good. That's that's out right now. Um, the lead actor in that. He's kind of like the guide, but he is has no, nothing they need but keeps mentioning everything like oh it'd be great if you had blah 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 and and then they're like well could we get that oh i don't have that thing but it would be great if you had that um be a lot cooler if you did uh a, a very another solid great atmosphere um the creature looks fucking awesome uh 7.5 pumpkins cool nice. uh and then i Pretty well, right directly after that, I watched a classic horror story. Have you guys seen this? Classic horror story. This is the Netflix um, flick, but it's an Italian horror movie uh, from 2021. And it's basically this group all gets like a kind of like an Uber that picks them up, but it's an old RV and they're all going out into the country uh, on this RV. So it's going to be like a, a full day trip. And it stars uh, Matilda Anna Ingrid Lutz, who was the lead actress in Revenge, which I quite yeah. liked the, the last few years. I didn't recognize anybody else. Say Prevenge? No, Revenge. Oh. Uh, it's like the rape revenge one. Nah. Yeah, the one where she like falls off the cliff and it's like through her body. Have you not seen that? that no, I haven't. That's pretty I awesome. I think yeah. you have. I thought you did. I don't know. Is this really like slick looking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, anyways, uh, they get there and all of a sudden they get run off the road, just like a dead goat and they wake up and they're now in the middle of the woods, uh, in this clearing with a, uh, a creepy kind of house. <laughs> the setup's pretty good. Uh, and where it's going quickly kind of becomes apparent, but there's still like a lot of cool kind of creepy things that happen. I don't know as it escalates I lost interest with it. It mm. becomes more and more predictable as it's trying to become unpredictable. It's trying to be a little bit, I think, meta or something. I'd be curious to see what you guys like because there's yeah. some good scares in it. Um, I, I think I'm just like, I think it's going to be a six for me just because I, I, about, I would say, 45 minutes in. You checked out? I started checking out like, oh, okay, I, I, now it's get, getting kind of full of itself. Yeah. And, and the dialogue, um, the worst thing you can do is is think you're smarter than everybody else in the room, yeah. and it's, it's definitely not. Um, Why are you guys looking at me? <laughs> Nobody thinks you're smarter than anybody <laughs> in this room, maybe. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to give that a six, yeah. Cool. Did you not watch anymore that day? Um, well, I watched a bunch of TV shows. I just don't know what days. Okay, we'll go in. Uh, I watched from uh, season one, episode 12 of Gravity Falls. I watched Submarine, buddy. Oh, nice. I actually really enjoyed this. It was yeah. what, a, what a fun Halloween episode. Where'd like, you watch this? It was on Disney+. Plus. Okay, cool. Yeah. I might check this out as well. Yeah, you can check it out. It was cool, man. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you recommended it. It's such an interesting idea to have like a Halloween in the summer. Like the, uh, yeah. what's that, Melon Lanterns they were saying? Yeah. It kind of got like a- Oh, that's interesting. Really big. I thought it'd be like a- more based on me, I'd be like, no, there's like a a monster made out of candy that they have to like. It's a fun fight. show. Like yeah. each episode is a different monster. It's yeah, kind of like cool. X Files for kids, I guess. Mm-hmm. I I actually might watch the show. Like there's yeah. some jokes. I'm like, oh, that's kind of clever. Like 
Who does it? Isn't the the girl that does the yeah, voice? Yeah, yeah. What's too, that? Uh, that like? uh, Shawl. Um, oh, Christian Shawl. Yeah, from Boz Burgers as well. You got it. Yeah, and she does a great job in this too. So yeah, I was going to give it seven point five pumpkins. Yeah, I dug it. Nice. Um, I watched Hercules in the Haunted World, aka Hercules in the Center of the Earth, nineteen sixty one. This is Mario Bava's first color film oh. and the first Italian film Ooh. apparently to contain <laughs> zombies. Uh, <laughs> so uh, possibly his most colorful no, it's, film. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, like if you if you like Black Sabbath, this might yeah. be even more colorful. Like just a gorgeous looking film. Uh, every scene is just filled with the greens, the pinks, the reds. I love that kind of stuff. Lots of fog in there. Um, anyway, the story Hercules, Hercules. It is interesting. Like Black Sunday is like a a big movie because it doesn't have any of that, right? <laughs> yeah. Like oh, sorry, did Black Sunday? I said Black Sunday. Black Sunday. No, no, Black Sabbath. But yeah. I just mean like. Black Sunday is still a really good movie, yeah. but it doesn't have the Bava things going. Yeah, it's what weird. has all the fog and stuff? It just doesn't have the color. Yeah, it's still I, a I gorgeous guess the mask looking. Is really interesting. I too. find I, all his films are still good looking. But. Yeah, like it's a good look, but it almost mm. feels like looks like somebody else's film a little bit more mm. than like what you. Anyways, I'll let yeah. you go. Uh, anyways, the story of this, he, Hercules returns home. Uh, I guess he's got a fiance. Um, she's take, supposed to be taking over the castle, but she's not. Christopher Lee is instead taking over the castle because he said she's cursed and the town is cursed and she's like in, under this spell. Uh, Christopher Lee's kind of like this evil sorcerer who obviously wants the throne. Uh, so Hercules has to head to the underworld to retrieve a magical rock to save his fiance. You have rock creatures, succubuses. Uh, bleeding trees, fiery pits of hell, boiling lava, flying zombies. Um, I, I, it does lose its steam near the end. Like when he has to, all the beginning is just fun kind of action, Hercules movie. And then he has to go through all this stuff. All that is fun. But then when he gets back to the castle and it's more Christopher Lee trying to take over, I don't know. I didn't find it as interesting. It kind of lost steam for me. It's kind of weird. So Christopher Lee, there's an English or Italian track. I went for the Italian track. Um, I know with Italian movies, you can choose one or the yeah. other because they're they're always recorded after the fact. So Christopher Lee did not do his voice for the English track, but did it for the Italian track. How weird is that? Ah. That's totally a Christopher Lee yeah. thing. I will learn Ital- <laughs> Italian. I want to do mine. I don't want people. I think that's the thing he did. Like he learned it because he didn't want people replacing it. I don't know why he didn't end up doing the English track, though. That's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think you get a couple different cuts because, you know, sometimes yourself, they, but... like they, they knew that the English one wasn't going to be utilized that much. So he might have yeah. thought it wasn't worth it. It might've, you might have been off that when they decide. Who knows? But I, I had a lot of fun though. I'm just going to still give it seven pumpkins out of ten. I just wish it like the first, excuse me, half. I'm like, this is like an eight. This is my favorite movie this month. And then like you know, it just started not being as fun. Yeah. But yeah. It's uh, very cool. I kind of wanted to maybe check out more of these Italian Hercules <laughs> films. I think they did like thirty. I think like at that time. That was like the biggest thing that the Italian was a the sword and sandal. Of, uh, yeah, they were like uh, they were putting out hundreds of these movies, and then but this is right before the horror kind of took over, right? Um. So I'm gonna talk about a movie from 2001 that I've I've never marked off that I've watched, even though I had. Uh, is Jeepers Creepers? Oh, right. So Jeepers Creepers, I uh, saw right around the release, but was under somewhat of the influence, let's say, and uh, I remember the beginning. The beginning is so cool. And then I don't have any recollection of anything else. When anybody talks about it, I'm like, I don't remember that. I have, like, there's not an image in my brain. 
the beginning is fucking amazing still. Mm-hmm. And the beginning has always held held this kind of place. And I almost had kind of built it up because it's one the of these creepy movies. music. Jeepers, mm-hmm. creepers. Um, but like you get this car that's coming up and you... Beating you. Be- <laughs> eating you? <laughs> you yeah. slowly hear the voices come out. It's an amazing mm-hmm. trick. And then you get this fucking crazy vehicle that starts ramming into uh, this this brother-sister character who's they're driving home, taking the long route, and it is fucking intense. Yeah. yeah. Justin, uh, it's Justin Long. Justin Long. Uh, uh, someone that did nothing oh, afterwards. Thought, I thought she did a sitcom. Gina though. Phillips. Oh, maybe she did a sitcom. I, I could be wrong. Uh, it says she was in Ally McBeal. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I didn't recognize her from anything. Like, maybe I had... I had seen something with her, but I, I, yeah. I didn't I, clock it. Didn't didn't recognize it. So you get this really tense thing, and then they somehow kind of get, you know, they get pushed off the road, and the guy keeps going, and they're they're off to the races. But then they drive by and they see the same car, but now this kind of cloaked guy shooting these. Uh, human-looking, sheet-covered... Into, like, a well. Down into a well. I am in Yeah, at, at this point. It, I'm out eventually. I, I, oh, man. I, I just... It's top 100 for me. Um, I just find the, Justin Long and the sister so goddamn unlike, unlikable. How do you make Justin Long unlikable... In what way? He's so fucking annoying in this. He's always screeching and yelling and and like he's not funny or charming. Uh, and well, he is at the beginning. I think just shit goes down, and then you're not trying to be funny. You're not cracking jokes after all this shit. Even the out. stuff him and his sister, I I just kind of cringed a little bit at the beginning. But I, I was, you know, whatever. She's. But the monster design pretty, is probably the best mm, monster design we've had. Incredible. Since. So visually. Yeah, this film is basically perfect. Even like the uh, the uh, what's that called uh, the the uh, mausoleum that he has. Oh yeah, so cool. Oh the well, made yeah, oh, the mythology yeah. is great, and it's mm-hmm. like all the yeah all the bodies down. There. Um, I I like uh, very very conflicted. Um, even like the uh, the kills are good too. You didn't like the kills? The psychic was a bit weird. I love the psychic. Yeah. It's totally like that poltergeist yeah. kind of. Yeah, I I just feel, find like that's over. And when they're talking or on the phone, I wanted to fucking kill both of them. Um, like he's just always so fucking over the top, and I can't believe it. Like, he, he, there's a movie that's out this year where he's a despicable human being, and they're mm. using how likable Justin <laughs> Long is so to, against you, yeah, the whole time. And I'm thinking, how does this movie where you're I'm supposed to like this guy? Not I remember work. liking them. Yeah, I remember rooting for both of them. Um, I, didn't know that I want them both to die. I hate them both. The uh, the stuff too with the scarecrow is kind of cool. Where he's like, he looks like a scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. And he drops like again. The imagery is great. I think the guy uh, Victor Salva, uh, Salva or whatever the director. Yeah, like definitely has. You can see why this guy, even though he's terrible, a terrible, terrible human being, gets to make movies because he's clearly super talented. I just. Mm. I think he's eliminated now after the third one. He might be done. Uh, yeah. when, I just can't take anything that's said in this movie. Whenever people talk, it's not like 
campy or whatever. It's just cringy to me. And it got worse as the movie and their and their like elevated like hysterics. Really, I got the ending to me. is fucking fantastic. Yeah, though, and uh, shocking and surprising and yeah. Like uh, I, again, like I. Uh, Maybe you might like the second one where it doesn't have him. It has yeah, it's a more a bunch team. of whole football <laughs> jocks. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I'm giving it a six. Yeah, um, I don't think part. Well, I don't know. Ray Wise is in part two, so he is always good for an extra Yeah, point. I would have honestly said if somebody was like, uh, they made a movie and Justin Long's not likable, and I've been like, that's impossible. Yeah. He's like a douchebag in other well, movies. He's kind of a douche in. Um, Tusk too, isn't he? Yeah, I haven't seen Tusk, but honestly, he so he plays a douche half the time, and they they play yeah. his likability against you. Like that's just something yeah. he knows how to do. This one, he's not a like he's a little bit of a douche, but he's mo- mostly. Well, this is early Justin Long, right? Is mm-hmm. this like his one of his first? Roles? Yeah, it's got to be two thousand one. So yeah. he's around the same age as us. Yeah, probably like this. Or Undeclared might be his first major role. I don't even remember him in Undeclared. Not Undeclared. Um, was it Undeclared? Unaccepted. Accepted. Oh, that that's after. Uh, that's when he's kind of a uh, got. The, I think this uh, is this is like the little horror film that kind of put his name on the map. Uh, I think. Um, yeah, I just I, I I just find the leads were. Uh, I I didn't sympathize with them. I I didn't find the acting's great, and also like uh, the other thing is like the bad decisions they make all the time, and I know they acknowledge that these are bad decisions, but that doesn't like make it okay. Just because you say, hey, in horror movies, they do this thing, but, you know, <laughs> Whatever. I, I'm going to still do them because I said it aloud. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with this, right? Everyone's good with this? Like, they do that, like, twice in the movie, and I'm like, fuck off. Like, this is the stupidest thing. Why are you sticking your head down that fucking tunnel? Tube. Tube. It makes no sense. I do love the scene where they go to like the woman's house with all the cats. Mm-hmm. That's a weird fucking scene, kind of. That's creepy. awesome, and, yeah. and that's actually one of my favorite uh, characters. I find she's great. Again, I could talk about scene to scene things I love, but to get there with these two people, I just couldn't fucking get yeah. over it. I'm I, this. I think this both made your. I, yeah, I liked your. Yeah, I didn't. Version. I didn't realize that until I watched it, and yeah. then I was looking at your hundreds to. This I might set, be one of my favorite movies in the past 20, since the 2000s, probably. Like, yeah. I, I've seen this movie many times. I, I, yeah, I never get bored of it. And yeah, because I, I, I was going to bring up, because I, I didn't know, mm. I, I knew you guys liked this, but I didn't think you liked it that much. I, was like, I like part two just but, as much, too. But you're always on about unlikable characters. These fucking are up I don't remember him being unlikable. No, I remember yeah. liking that. I remember, like, you know, again, I don't want to spoil it too much, but yeah, I remember it kind of hit me. <laughs> <laughs> hit me in the feels. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that, yeah, I didn't watch anything more that day. Sorry, I watched yeah, Motel. That, how we've already talked about it. Yeah, do you uh, have you have one more? Uh, Grim, Grim. Uh, <laughs> I think I have two more actually. Oh, wow. um, no, I just have one more. Uh, Grim, Chubacabra. Hmm. So this is, of course, I, I'm 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 going down my Grim. Uh, this is, you know, you've got this uh, blood sucking El Chubacabra that is going around Portland fighting people. Uh, You've got this character, Wu, who I really like. He's kind of like the sidekick guy, but he doesn't know about the Grimm or the Vessen mm-hmm. stuff, and he's really pushing. We also realize his name is Drew Wu. <laughs> Didn't know name. this until all of a sudden it was like, wait a second. Did someone just call him Drew? Like, never has happened on the mm. show, I'm pretty sure. And then we look it up. It's like, yeah, his character name is Drew Wu. Drew Wu. 
uh, he's Reggie Lee plays him, and he plays him always at this like hammy, crazy fucking level. Like uh, that's what I love about the show. Everybody knows how what show they're fucking in. Yeah, there there's an episode that's coming up, uh, but there's an actor that's just so bizarre. I had to look him up on and. It, He's got like three roles or four roles on IMDb. So I found him on Facebook. He's like a local Portland guy. He must be this eccentric kind of dude. Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing. Like no other show do you get these kind of weirdo and you get them always within these bit parts. It's like mm-hmm. that guy's been in local theater for 50 years. Let's put him in here. Yeah, he knows. And his line readings are like, what? Amazing. But no one's read that line ever with that pause there incredible I, I i really like the show I, i'm gonna give el chupacabra i i think i'm gonna give this one an eight it was a, a lot of fun this episode All right on. this is a really good r- run of grim i think this yeah. is like a very strong mid-season cool i watched uh from a uh, season 10 episode 11 a uh, futurama murder on planet express which is kind of cool. They are uh, all arguing, so they uh, somehow find this um, self-help guru who takes them on this journey on the Planet Express, but as they're going, they end up pitching up a hitchhiker who's a shape-shifting, man-eating monster, and they have to figure out who is who and who's the man-eating monster, which is kind of fun. Interesting episode. It's late season, late series Futurama, so it can't be that great. Yeah. I'm giving it a 6.5 pumpkins. Yeah, it's weird how, like, once they rebooted, it's not the same uh, it's show. It's hard to really yeah. recapture lightning twice. Are we on? Are we done for the eighth then? Or? Yeah, I think so. I think we're we're so now we're moving on to the Canadian Thanksgiving. No, not yet. This is just the Sunday. Yeah, well, this one everyone has dinner though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving is Monday, but everyone has the dinner on the Sunday. Yeah, I don't think anyone actually celebrates Monday, do they? I did. I I didn't even realize it was a holiday until some of my <laughs> oh yeah, you're my, my yeah. staff members were like, were like what the fuck, man? And they're, it's both the holiday. But get yeah. this: the American holiday is Columbus slash Indigenous Peoples Day. Whoa, okay, <laughs> weird. How fucked yeah. up is that? Like, yeah, depending yeah. on what state you're in, like it's either Columbus. I thought Day was the other day because that, released... no, that's Canada. This is in the United States. No, because yeah, like in the states, because NECA released uh, announced that they're doing the Predator from the new Prey movie for Undig- Indigenous Day, and they're they're an American company. Oh well, that it, it was maybe it some was, other different it was Monday. Indig- Indigenous mm-hmm. holiday. Uh, but yeah, like I I always like what is it? Is it uh, Columbus giving them blankets? <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> like, you're saying so Columbus Day. And oh. additional people day are the same day. But sorry, yeah, because the, the American Thanksgiving is November. Yes. Okay. I but guess, there, it's yeah. a it was a holiday for everybody was off on Monday. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Wait, I guess it's <laughs> what you decide to celebrate. It just seems kind of it's fucked. <laughs> yeah. America. Just, another way to split up America. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyways, I'm just throwing out there because I did not watch much. How do you watch? Like you hate your family, right? How do you watch that much in your in the yeah. day during your? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, I don't, don't really them. like them. I just, <laughs> if I, I don't want to spend time with them. Is that yeah, when yeah. I dropped, uh, stopped off at your place? Yeah. Yeah. I just, like, did you have family? Like just I had family over and them. they didn't leave till late. Like, I don't know. I was over at my parents' place for four hours. I was running around in the park by your place with a motorized vehicle, vehicle with my, uh, my nephew and the one nephew, uh, wanting to play basketball with me, but usually let people win. And all I did was just like. If you're not going to try to do something different other than me letting you score, I'm just rejecting you every time, right in your face. <laughs> you slam dunk on I that just, kid. And then, I, then he would like hold the net, yeah. and I was like, 
if you don't, if you come and guard me, I'll shoot and I probably won't get it in. But if you don't come and guard me, I'm just gonna dunk on your face. And I just kept dunking on his face. In your face, in yeah. your face. And he was like, Uncle Adam, that's yeah. not fair. And I was like, Come out, come and guard me. Yeah, motherfucker. Come and guard me, bro. <laughs> okay, get on with your fucking hundred movies. Let's go. Uh, so I watched fucking guy seven movies and then five, <laughs> 12 movies in two days. Well, I, they weren't all movies. There, was, there were TV shows. I think one of them was a TV show. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, Adam's, Adam's like, I'm going to take it easy this uh, this month. Well, I did. I, 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 uh, I, the first two days, I barely had any. I'm just pissed because you're beating me. Let's go. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> so I watched the Ro- uh, Roger Corman directed premature, the premature burial like from, from uh, 1962. Yeah, I, I like this movie as well. Um, this stars Ray Milland. So this is the one Vincent Price was supposed to be cast, but yeah. I think there was some... Some issues? I think there's something where he was going to do, and then there was something where maybe they weren't paying enough or something. Like, there was going to be, there's issues between them, and I think they fixed it by the time the next yeah, the ne- movie the came next out. next movie and, came, and out. came out. So, uh, you, you basically have him as this guy that is terrified of being buried alive. He, uh, you know, he, he believes his father was buried alive in the, in the family crypts. So he's not even going to marry this woman. He's not going to see her because he just feels like he, he's too far kind of gone. Um, and, and I really like Ray Land in this quite a bit. Yeah, he's, he, I find he's pretty good in a lot of these little Roger Corman productions. Like, a guy like that might be like, I don't give a fuck about this shit. I'll just take the paycheck. But like, I, I find Whoa. he delivers some great performances in some of this stuff. That is smoky. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, very smoky. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh uh, we'll say the the honest pale ale. Uh, yeah, I, it I, definitely wins on that uh, on, of the two uh, Willibalds today. Uh, but yeah, like uh, the man with the X ray eyes. I again, he, I feel like he gives a fairly soulful performance. And here, I, I don't. I think this is better. I know people have argued that they would like to see Price in this role. I can't imagine no, Price yeah, I doing think this. He's, he's good. He's quite good. In this. Uh, yeah. I, I think there's a level of of ham. He's playing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, you get this amazing. So eventually, he he does marry this woman, and he builds this crypt that is un- uh, basically this unstoppable crypt from burying him alive. Because there's a thing in his family where they I can't remember what it's called, but basically they they go they appear like they're dead. Uh, I see, and they they end up getting buried alive, and he feels like he's going to have the same genetic. Uh, disease, even though they say it's not genetic. Uh, so he builds this crypt, and he's going through the crypt. That's the best part. The best part. He's going through all of these. Yeah, like, if this gets stuck, well, I can go here. He has all these. It's awesome. It's and like, the final, it's like a MacGyver of yeah, <laughs> building a like, alive. Uh, yeah. crypt so he'll never be buried alive. Yeah. And he's working on this obsessively. He won't even see people. And the last thing is, like, this arsenic drink that'll kill him if if if, if he gets to that point. Yeah. But then he has this fever dream where he, he imagines yeah, all up. of these things not working. And that is fucking amazing, too. That those sequences are the highlights of uh, of the movie, for sure. Um, it, it then kind of like they're trying to fix him. I don't. I don't yeah. know if I'm as into that element of of the movie. Um, but it, it yeah. just ratchet up at the end. Like the insanity mm-hmm. kind of takes over. I'm gonna give this one seven. I I I, I thought it like a, a really good performance and. 
It's one of those films I think I threw on it like a double feature on DVD and I was like, I'm not expecting much. And I was like, oh, this is a, a nice surprise. I tried to watch, I think it was the library had the DVD double feature version yeah, of this. Yeah, I, I have it on blue now. And obviously. I never got around to it. And I've, I got the Blu-ray yeah. from Kino. Yeah. yeah. I, which looks really great. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really like The Man with the X-ray Eyes, so I thought I'd, I'd go and do that again. And Yeah, they've been releasing, and they also put out uh, Panic on the Year Zero, which is another Ray Milland, uh Corman production. Oh, really right. fun where... A bomb goes off, and they're the roommates. Their family, it's like them and a family, and then they have to deal with, like, you know, some other shady survivors. It's a fun one, but like a black and white kind of. Yeah. Like it never goes too far. They hint at things, but you're not going to see this guy trying to rape the daughter or anything. It's like, you know, anyway. So I watched from uh, 2022 Moloch, which is pretty much a, a folklore tale about this small village. Where um, this girl goes back after a couple of years because her um, husband dies. She has to raise her daughter with her mom and her dad. After uh, 30 years ago, something really re- weird happened in that house, and she just has recurring nightmares about it. And there is this small town where there is a festival that happens every year about uh, when they first were founded. There was this witch they were going to burn at the stake because the king got her pregnant or some shit like that. <laughs> I cannot explain this well, but it's an interesting folklore movie about these uh, scientists who are burying these holes, and they keep finding these mummies, these preserved okay. bodies, and uh, shit goes down, and it turns out it's not what it seems. Fantastic movie about this small, isolated town in the woods of the townspeople kind of losing their I've never even – you've just said it's called Malik? Malik. How, how do you spell that? M-O-L-O-C-H. Yeah, so it just came out this year. It's, I think it's a Shutter oh, exclusive. Yeah. yeah, interesting as hell. Like, I really dug the ending. There's some great fever dreams, some great atmosphere. It was a really cool. Uh, I'm going to add it to my movie. list. Yeah, to yeah, see, check try it to out. See this I watched it, it as 2022. I'm going to give it a 7.5. It's worth checking oh. out for sure. Uh, I think it's Danish or something like that. Dutch. Or Dutch. Folklore. Um, that's making a comeback the last couple of years. The whole mm-hmm. folk well, I watched that doc uh, yeah. earlier this year. I'm kind of like, okay, I want to get in a bunch of folk horror. Uh, so I, I watched. Uh, I had this the Universal Horror Collection that Scream Factory is putting out. I think they put out six or seven volumes of these. Um, this one it had two films that I was really interested in, so I decided to check those out. I don't know if I'll check out the other ones because one of them is like a cat film and one of them is a cobra. Film. I, I found that every like one Cobra, of these like Stallone Cobra. No, it's like Cult uh-huh. of the Cobra. It could be interesting, but I don't know. I find every one of these volumes though has like one or two dogs in the films. line. Like yeah, cat films were a huge thing in the fifties and sixties or whatever. I guess, but um, and they, I don't know. There, some of them are good, but I just kind of get to say. Anyways, I watched the brain or sorry, the thing that couldn't die from nineteen fifty eight. This has like a fucking awesome poster where it's pretty much kind of like a babesque. It's just a guy. Um, holding his head, <laughs> and that's the poster. So I was kind of excited to watch this one. Um, anyways, it opens up. You have this this young girl, and she's kind of wandering around the ranch with this stick, and she gets a point, and she says, "Ah, oh, the, there's water here." She's got some kind of weird psychic connection with mm-hmm. things, and then she's and then they're going to start digging. She's like, "No, wait, stop! Actually, there's something evil buried there. Stop digging!" And then they get all excited. Oh, maybe it's treasure. Let's keep on uh, digging it up. Anyways, they do find this chest. And they're all excited as how much gold or whatever is going to be in here. Um, and uh, it's her aunt's house, and she's got um, the, the, there's an archaeologist there, and he's like, no, don't open it yet. 
like the box could be worth more than what's inside of it. Like that's from, you know, so many hundred years old. Um, so they, they put away for night and he's like, I'll get my buddy. We'll come and we'll open up, up tomorrow properly without ruining it. Uh, they have the, this greedy ranch foreman and he's got kind of his, this slow witted, the handyman, this big kind of, uh, yeah. you know, um, George and Lenny shit going on. Yeah. Anyways, he convinces them. No, it's okay. She said we can open it, so he's going to secretly break open the the chest and steal what's in there. And there's the head in there, and it possesses the uh, the, the big, big handyman who strangles him. And and then that's you know the film is this you know guy yeah. going back and he has to try to find the body was buried there too because I guess you know he was some sorcerer or something and they you get a flashback and they cut off his head and buried them separately and he's possessing the different people and they got to stop him um it was pretty good i don't know if it lived up to the poster um i'm gonna give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten like i enjoyed it maybe i wanted a little more mm-hmm. out of it i did watch another from that box set but i'll let you guys talk about something else because that's all i watched that night yeah you go ahead buddy what do you have like 18 more to talk about <laughs> or what so i watched from uh, 1946 the spiral staircase which is mm-hmm. uh uh, Robert Sidomax, C- uh, kind of spooky haunted house sort of movie. It's like on a stormy night, uh, you've you've got uh, a serial killer out on on the lam uh, mm. tracking down. And what's interesting about this one is the lead character, who's played by Dorothy McGuire, uh, who I think I'd just seen like when she's older and like Old Yeller or something. But she plays a a mute. Uh, she's like uh. a, a serv- uh, like a maid servant. Uh, that looks after the matriarch of this family, played by Ethel uh, Barrymore, who's fucking amazing in this movie. She's really great. But anyway, she's there, and this serial killer, what he's been doing is anybody with a disability he's been going and killing. And you and you get this awesome first scene where you see the the killer's eyes, and it goes right in, into its irises, and uh, which I guess was the director's eyes. He uses his own eyes for for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love all these shots. Yeah. I love the house. Um, uh, the director I mostly knew knew from doing no- noirs. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I remember I, I talked about this years ago, and you challenged. And maybe you're just being a dick, but you challenge it as being a horror film, saying it's more of a noir. Uh, I think it definitely has horror elements. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's not more of a. I think I was just being a dick. But uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You being a dick? <laughs> no, no, no. Couldn't 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 be me. Uh, I think at that time they had added the uh, the the horror uh, thing, but it, it's definitely a haunted kind of like a serial yeah, killer. To me, it, spooky it definitely house. has yeah. more of that than when I think of um, and and. Uh, I, I, I really really like this movie. I, I thought it was. I, I don't. I don't remember what you what you thought I think, about. I this. think I liked it, but it's that's like before I got into noir. So I actually really want to revisit that one. Yeah, I, I, I would. I think you would both would like. I think this I did one. enjoy it though. Still, I just um, like it's got the pace of those '40s pictures, but yeah. at the same time, you've got. Some great stuff in sh- with shadows or something. I yeah, there's a lot or? of good stuff with shadows. There's a lot of good stuff because a lot of her scenes. Are silent. So, is there a storm outside or no? Yeah, yeah, it's a okay, stormy, yeah. dark and stormy night. <laughs> so she's basically walking home. She ends up having to walk home in the rain, and you can see the killers outside stalking her. And the reason why the killer ends up being the killer is, I, I feel like a good, very nineteen forty esque resolve to this the story. I'm going to give it eight, eight, uh, eight pumpkins. Oh wow! Nice. wow. I think this is one of my favorite things I've I've watched. Uh, during Shocktober so far. Oh, right on. Why man. don't you jump in, in maybe with one more since? Yeah. Uh, so 
I guess I will jump in with I, I took a break. I went and saw my family. So <laughs> over at the house, rejecting my uh, nephews, came back home, watched Ready or Not from uh, oh, nice. 2019, a movie that ended up in my uh, top, top 100 horror, uh, wow. kind of surprisingly. And I liked it even more. Yeah, that much, eh? Uh, oh, because yeah, when you were last time about this, you were worried that you wouldn't, you would like it less. I was time. very worried because my big thing when I first saw it was like, is this trying to be too cute? Is this trying mm. to be too witty? Like I was talking about, it's not at all. No. It really, the tone of this is exquisitely done. It's got an amazing uh, lead performance by Samara Weaving and an unbelievable side performance that I think I, I realize even more how great it is by Adam Brody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's... I think everyone in that's just yeah. having fun. Like, Everyone's just, having yeah. fun and yeah. great, but Adam Brody has this other layer of, yeah. of like, like soulfulness in his character mm. so uh, we all like the kid detective uh yeah, I, I know maddie really just finally saw yeah. it and, and enjoyed it and and kyle and i i both made our top 10 or, or yeah, very close I, to I, mine I definitely made mine yeah um uh, give this guy more lead roles yeah i mean yeah i'm glad he hasn't got like two big starring in marvel films or something but i'd like to see it's weird that mm-hmm. yeah he's not getting more because he's always the best part well he's kind of like almost like an elliot gould character from the 70s something where he should just be in these like ramshackle mm-hmm. sort of yeah. either bit parts where he gets to really chew scenery or leads that he's kind of like down on his luck Mm-hmm. Um, in, in a way. Uh, anyways, uh, great movie. I th- I thought the way it sets everything up still worked. The pacing's fantastic. All of the the suspenseful scenes are very well done. The comedy's still there, the, and the comedy worked. Uh, that was the thing that I thought as the movie had kind of got memed out a little bit when mm-hmm. I'd see shit. I thought, uh, I don't know, was that? And it's still not. It's not like it's not the funniest shit in the world. Yeah, but there are some great like the yeah, maids. Oh Amazing. yeah, yeah, great, uh, and 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 the, a lot of the secondary siblings mm. and and husbands are are quite good at, at comic relief. Andy McDowell's great in it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to eight point five. I think it. I think it even it really notched up. Eh? Uh, notched up like a, a little bit. Like I still think that some of that stuff, the satire, the the commentary, isn't that sharp. Um, but whatever. It's a, it's a great entertaining movie that. Uh, I I I loved on the on the second viewing. From 2015, I'm going down the Insidious rabbit hole again. I watched Insidious three, which is a pretty much a prequel to the first two Insidious movies, starring uh I forget the girl's name, but she was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Shay. It's her. Uh, I, I love Lynn Shay. She's great in these yeah. movies. The first time she meets the two uh, ghost hunters and whatnot, there's a young girl whose mom passed away. She tries to uh, reconnect with her. Doesn't really work out. Uh, as she um, tries to connect to her mom, um, an entity of, attaches to her and takes over her in a uh, small New York apartment building where her dad's trying to get her life back together after losing her husband. And she gets hit by a car right in the beginning, which happens pretty quick and a nice little jump scare. So she is uh, crippled with uh, bandages on both legs. So it's her trying to uh, avoid this monster. Way better than number two. So yeah, it's not bad. Not as good as part one, but it's still like, okay. The problem I have with this, and I think isn't even the next one, mm-hmm. I figure like 
part two, as shitty as it was, they yep. end on a cliffhanger and you want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. And now it's been like, what, 10, has it more than 10 years? And we still yeah. have not figured out where that, like, what happened. Does anybody really care? I, I do, do. Like, to me, I don't know. Yeah. Pre- I hate prequels. Like, yeah. they're, they're, oh, this one is so like it's a. It's good, but it's like. You know uh, where it's, it's all it going. Is you know that. I am fisted. When she first meets these guys, like, I think you two need to uh, change shifts. Why don't you come live with me, guys? Like, it was really like, okay, mm, we're going to yeah. be best of friends. I can feel it. Like, that kind of shit. I, I think yeah. there's no way I yeah. watch. I, I, I doubt I'll even, and I enjoyed yeah. the first, but I doubt I'm, I really like I'm going to go one. back. Uh, right now, I am, like, not happy I've done <laughs> this, but I think the fourth one might get me. I am... Halfway mm. into it, I'm like, okay, this might be interesting. But three's so. not bad. I, oh, no, I would no. say only two is the yeah, one yeah, that's yeah, a complete yeah. waste of time. I, 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 two is be with time. But uh, how good three is compared to how bad two was doesn't make up for it. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying. Mm. So right now I'm at a loss, but we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm giving it, uh, I think, six pumpkins. All right, uh, I finished off my night with The Black Castle, another movie in the set from 1952. This has Lon Chaney Jr., a bunch of other, Richard Green, uh, who, um, it's funny, I, I was, had this on when uh, Becky's dad came over and she's like, oh, that's uh, Robin Hood or whatever, and Richard Green. I'm like, oh, I don't know, is it? Mm-hmm. And I looked up and he, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Uh, Boris mm-hmm. Karloff is in there as well, um, Stephen McAnally. Anyways, uh, pretty much this guy's uh, friends go to this castle and don't come back. So he's going to go there and he's kind of going undercover um, to find out what happened to them. And uh, yeah, you, you, there's not much this thing that counts an evil bastard. There's a cool thing where you open up the door and he's literally got the water with the crocodiles in it. <laughs> that's kind of um, cool. So they make him good is what you're saying. <laughs> like that's the whole movie. It's redemption. <laughs> It's, it's about making the count a nice person. I don't know. Let them alligators go. So he flushes them down the thing, and that's how they, it's a, a prequel to alligator. Yeah, I, I don't know, like. I didn't hate this, but I don't know much to say. about it. it's like one of those films. It was like fine. I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Mm. I'm gonna give it six pumpkins out of ten. But it, there's nothing that like, oh, this cool part happened. Yeah. This like the story is really not that interesting. It's kind of a cool, you know, it has that cool gothic castle feel but it you know there's a woman in there that's you know the count's abusing and he's going to try to save her as well and you know i don't know it was fine i did i've been a little bit just these box sets like they always have great cover and i'm so excited yeah, and a lot of people seem to really like them like i think people both these films have big are fans of them but i was i've been kind of i wouldn't say like disappointed i didn't hate any of these but like a lot of them i've been like oh it's okay you know mm-hmm. i don't know adam uh, so I watched from 20, I guess, uh, 2017, Pie Wacket. Uh, this is the Adam McDonald's uh, um, film. Uh, he made Back uh, Country, which I don't know if you guys have seen. I haven't checked it out, no. but I think it's like uh, it's on my list to watch. Yeah, I, I recommend that one uh, quite a bit. Th- this one is Lori Holden's the, the actress that you'll recognize mm-hmm. from Walking Dead or The Majestic or The Americans. Um, and her and her daughter, uh, they're... The, the husband, father is passed. They don't really get into it, but Laurie Holden is, is not doing too well with it. And the daughter is kind of just like avoiding hanging out with her friends. They're kind of into occult stuff. They go see an occult writer. She's fighting with her mom. And all that kind of stuff is really believable. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, almost to a like <laughs> fault like uh, a like, bit too real for, like uh... it's really real and my problem with his last movie uh 
uh, back uh, country was that the relationship stuff seemed a little forced where this stuff feels like, oh yeah, this is probably how it would work. Mm -hmm. So the mom, Lori Holden, decides, you know what, I need to get out of here. We're moving up north like an hour away from your school into this cottage area and I I guess it was all shot around Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, cool. Um, And uh, it looks pretty cool and once they go up there... Uh, they get it. The daughter's really angry, and then they get in a bigger fight, and 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 the mom says somebody shouldn't, and the daughter then uses her occult magic to put a curse on her mom and and summon the pie wacket. Oh no! Uh, and the supernatural stuff. It's it's. I almost had the opposite issue with this. The horror stuff and the stuff when shit goes down. I feel like it seems silly. I don't. It's not really silly, but not necessarily. That exciting. There's actually a couple like pretty spooky scenes once yeah. it goes, but you've seen most of these things before. Where backcountry, once it goes, shit goes down, it's fucking intense, excellent, and intense. Weird that it would be the same director, mm-hmm. opposite problems. I'm gonna give this one a six. I like backcountry a lot more. I'd give that a seven or a 7.5. I, I think yeah. that, um. Uh, the one to check out is instead. the one to check out. This is this is kind of interesting though, too. Yeah. Like, it it wasn't like a wasted watch or anything, but um, yeah, the bar's lower than some of the movies where I give a six. It's like ah, this could be the fucking greatest thing, so I'm almost lower my score. Yeah. But this one's like yeah, that's probably what it's gonna be. Cool. And then I watch Grim. Uh, this is Grimm. where Grimm. the the Vessen Rhine really takes over. They kidnap Monroe. This is kind of like more about. Um, the serialized story that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this this serialized story is really really well done. I'm going to give this episode. So what's the episode called? Uh, Vess and Ryan. Oh, Vess and Ryan. Don't worry, Kyle. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll send <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, all the links of all the best Grims. So that's the end of that day for me. Okay. Cool. And, and you guys ready to move on to the technical? A uh, holiday yeah. day? This yeah. Is, uh, here's Adam watched like 18 movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker had to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. You weren't, you weren't far <laughs> off. <laughs> but All right. I guess I get to go up. But my first thing is Nosferatu the Vampire. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that that uh, that's where I started and quite enjoyed that. Just to remind you, if you... You've forgotten about that. I give that 7.5 pumpkins. And then I watched The Ghost of Yutusa. Uh, I think that's how to pronounce it from 1959. This is another Japanese uh, ghost story. I've, I've, I've watched a few uh, the last uh, couple of years. Uh, Anibaba uh, being a, a major highlight. Um, this one didn't quite get me in the same sort of way. Um it's about the samurai that wants to marry this woman. Her father wants nothing to do with him. Feels like he's kind of lowered himself, and then he ends up killing the father. And this is the opening scene, and it's kind of set up really well. And then the, him and this guy that witnesses it, they they kind of scheme then to marry you know this girl, and then he's going to help this other guy blackmails him basically, so he'll get this other woman, um, and and they they push the murder onto somebody else. Hmm. Good setup. I feel like, though, the next 30 minutes are just like, holy fuck, 
again, talk about unlikable characters. Hmm. The samurai and this dude are the most unlikable guys ever, and their exploits kind of suck, which would be fine because it's eventually supposed to be this ghost samurai revenge thing, but it takes a fucking long time to get there. Uh, and once it gets there, it's really great. Like, the the ghost uh, looks super cool. All the stuff that happens is super cool, like snakes coming from the ceiling. And it's really, really, really well done. But I, I really struggled with the opening and the way this was set up to the point was like, I fucking hate this movie. Like I was, I was about thirty minutes into this thinking I hated it. It really did correct itself in the the second and third act, um, but not enough for a major recommend. I, I think I'm still gonna give this one six, maybe mm. leaning six point five. I just, I just feel like it's hard to overcome where those characters were initially. So are you gonna watch them, buddy? Would you want you want to go? Yeah, I, I watched uh, what we do in the shadows. I kind of went on like a uh, tear of that. Like I watched episode one through six. Oh, nice. I really, I'm digging the show right now. Like all the characters are really well done. Uh, there's one character, again, I forget the cast name, but he was in the uh, office as uh, the guy who's like, uh, he was working in the warehouse. He's the uh, energy vampire who sucks all the energy out of the room. Have you seen what we do in the shadows? No, I haven't seen this. So oh. I, I, I've been, uh, I, I've been, I hope I will do it this, this mm-hmm. October. I think we're going to try to watch the rest of par- uh, Well oh. Into Paranormal, and then move on to that for the second half. I've just been, I haven't seen quite as many. Okay, give me one second. I'm going to get this guy's name, because he is amazing. You guys go ahead, talk about this, Rod, and I'll uh, jump right. into this. Uh, so I watched uh, Hocus Pocus 2 from 2022. Uh, I'm a big fan of the first film. I, I found out about it. I guess I didn't really grow up with it, but yeah, it's something I found out about past you know 10 years mm-hmm. or something and, and grew to really like it. it it's just a great halloween family film kind of excited for this one but also apprehensive i mean most of these don't work out well after like uh 26 yeah. years like long? they're just doing it because yeah. they should have did it you know 20 yeah. years ago or whatever it is now or is it 30 years ago it was the 90s right it's 30 almost, years ago. yeah um and, and that is kind of yeah. this <laughs> film i mean they're all back uh bet mither sarah jessica parker and is it um, Kathy, Jimmy. Uh. Yeah. Anyways, um, they're they're fun. Like they haven't really lost it, but the rest of the film, like it's this is definitely a film where like Disney's doing their checklist. Like we got to make sure we have this, this, like mm-hmm. to please everyone. It seems like it's never, you know, the first film is opening up with kids. You find out they're sucking the soul of yeah. these kids. Yeah. You watch this girl die and her brother gets turned into it. Like it's pretty dark. I think we've talked about it when you really think about yeah. it. This film doesn't have any of that. Like, this opens up as their kids, and then we get kind of their origin, and it's like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want sympathy for these. And they try to build, and the ending is like this emotional thing. We're supposed to cry, the sisters and the witch. I don't want that in this. I want yeah. fucking witches that are there to fucking steal the soul yeah. of kids, man. Why do we have to make everything this emotional journey, origin yeah. story? Like, fuck that. Uh, Doug jo- Jones is Bring back. Bring back Eartha Kit trying to uh, d- destroy trolls from trees. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, she was she was a good person. I know, but still, okay. I still want her. <laughs> I want her in everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like the mm. new characters were fine. It's just you're. Mm. I don't know. It just. Yeah, <laughs> I, di- I didn't really dig this one. I felt like they all the throwbacks, like they of course have to have them. 
do a musical dancing thing, but like the song isn't as good. It doesn't fit as well. The jokes just felt so 2022, like again, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not funny, a bit too. <laughs> like, they're trying to, like, yeah. everything doesn't have to be something. Like, can it just be fun? Anyways, five and a half pumpkins. Ooh. Like, it's. It's, it's not going to make your best of it's year. It's kind of fun to see them back, but I will probably never watch this again. Yeah. Whereas the first one, I'll go back. And to even like the first one's not really precious to me. Like I really don't, don't know. Care I, I much like for the it. the first yeah. film. I don't know. There's I, I just find I find those two characters are a lot more fun and like you know the the adventure they get on and I don't know, it just feels more. It makes more sense. Like this one, like there's like a magic shop there's and a, he brings the witches back because he feels they were treated unfairly. Like fuck yeah. off! Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even mention, like, I don't know if I'm spoiling here, but I don't even know if you guys will watch this. Probably but they not. also add that, like, these girls are good witches and they have power. Like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not watching this movie to see them. Yes. I want to see three witches there to, that are there to steal the souls of children, okay? Or children murdering is all I'm asking it's for. It's just like, yeah, it's just kind of like, let's yeah. throw away the stuff that was cool about it. And turn it into like a superhero turn film. Turn it into a Disney movie. That, you know, these witches are really, you know, they were the, they're not the villains. They're the victims. They were, yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Anyway, <laughs> disappointed in that one. <laughs> so in What We Do in the Shadows, it starts off with these uh, three vampires who are uh, living in Staten Island. And they're supposed to be taking over uh, North America where they really haven't done much other than take over like one street. We, well, we have our street. Oh, yeah, we also have Ashley Street. So they have two streets instead of North America. <laughs> There's great jokes like this, but they also like found an energy vampire, which is played by Mark Prosk. The guy, uh, Mark Prosk from uh, The Office, he's the guy who was in the uh, warehouse. He was like, I have a bat and I have this. I just don't know what I'm doing. To see him, you would know him. Yeah. He's like the, the, the nerdy guy who's always talking like, well, maybe I should do this. I don't know. So he's an energy vampire. And he's constantly like, go. he works in an office. He's like, well, I think I might be getting an egg salad or maybe, I don't know, a tuna. And he's, he just rambles constantly. <laughs> and he is amazing as a rambler. Anyways, uh, the plot is pretty much them like uh, setting up like, all right, well, we need to find a place where we can find virgins. Apparently so he's the, from Better Call Saul. Your guy's like. Oh, yeah. He's the guy who's sitting on cakes. Mark Prox? Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good in everything he does. Anyways, uh, the first one, they're trying to find virgins, so they go to this like LARPing group. So they invite all these guys who are LARPing back, and it's uh, Beanie Feldstein is one of the uh, LARPers. Okay. And she ends up uh, turning into vampire. She is, she's kind of like one of the insular characters. As the series goes on, she gets more and more involved in terms of more of vampire. This show's actually really good. I, so. I, I've heard nothing but great things. Yeah. Um, the other night, um, we still haven't done this. It was like, okay, we're going to come home and we're going to watch the original movie. And then start watching the TV and then show. Start, and then uh, we were at Trivia and didn't get home in time. Yeah, you get, all, you get a little bit boozy and yeah. you have a few drinks. Yeah, we you know we didn't do that well that so, week. So, so you get a little bit depressed and you have a few drinks. Yeah. Or sometimes you win, you celebrate, you have a few drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I know how it goes. Trivia is a win-win. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everybody wins a trivia. Anyways, I did a tear. I watched out one through six, and I'm actually really digging this show. It's kind of nice to have that vampire lore. And uh, there's this really cool thing that happened in the last. I don't want to give anything away. So yeah, I'm giving it like right now seven point five. I'm curious. And you watch six you. episodes. Yes. Jesus. So. Nice. Uh, they're they're and they're, but they're uh, there's half hour episodes. Half hour, yeah. yeah. Still point point and a half. Hey, hey man. Hey man. Yeah. That's, that's, you're not messing around. Uh, so I watched a, uh, a, a a sitcom episode, raising hopes. Don't ask. 
uh, Don't Tell Me What to Do from 2012. I have a theory. Of, I feel like that this is one of your like top Halloween episodes. Like, did you re- recommend this a uh, few years so back? So this is not the the one. Uh, I couldn't remember what yeah. the one was. This is a great episode where basically the father, played by Garrett Dillahunt, who I love Garrett Dillahunt. He's, you know, he always, he's either like, he's great in like things like Deadwood, serious stuff, or he's, you know, great at chewing scenery in some B movie. He's mm-hmm. just, he's just always great. Um, uh, so anyways, he basically t- tells his son, his son's like, I don't know how to party anymore. I've got this kid. And he's like, well, I'll, I'll take you out to a bar. Well, where are we going to go? And they decide to go to the gay bar. Um, which the dad, neither of them are gay, and he gets there, and the dad starts really liking the gay bar. He's like, digging the atmosphere because they're they're so they're getting ready for Halloween, and then the Halloween stuff, you know, dresses up, and the dad's trying to think of like what sexy you know guy because yeah. he likes all the guys at the bar. They're gonna like if I'm a police officer, or maybe I'll be a mailman. And then his wife starts getting jealous. The only reason he went to the gay bar is because she's always busy on Thursday nights. It's Halloween. She's done busy on Thursday night. So she goes as Charlie Chaplin, basically in disguise. She's great. And then the other side uh, is like he's the Hulk. You also see like his boss is the Hulk at the grocery store and has a freak out because he uses actual green paint. (laughs) And he's just like actually the Hulk, but he's tearing down displays, which is a great thing. And you see everybody in the background in costumes. It's a fairly like for a side bit where like an offshoot, that must go for 30 seconds. We're like, Whatever, this is brilliant, yeah. w- what this guy's doing. Uh, uh, it, it's 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 just a wholesome kind of show. Is it one of those shows that you have to uh, watch, or can I just watch a Halloween no, episode? No, you can just watch the Halloween episodes. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about the other one, because we watched it later that night. It's Happy Halloween from 2010. It's the first season. Mm. You've got Cloris Leachman, who now has dementia, uh, throughout the whole thing as Mama, and she thinks she's still a kid and refuses to... Like she's not freak- go trick or treating. If she doesn't go trick or treating, she's gonna fucking burn down the house, basically. Yeah. Uh, so she takes her out trick or treating. People are dicks about this, so they end up like papering people's houses. <laughs> it's Cloris Leachman. Yeah. Like how? Like she's <laughs> That's pretty good. a national treasure. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> Cloris Leachman. But like, I thought about this. Imagine like you know, my dad's retired now, and he works at a, a golf course sometimes. Yep. That's his retirement job. Well, if you're Cloris Leachman, you're retired, but once a week you get to be on a sitcom and you get to be a fucking fool. Yeah, she probably loves it. It would have been amazing, I think. Um, so basically in this episode, it's it's a full thing. Jimmy and, and the girl that he's really into, they go to a Halloween party because the boyfriend can't go there. You got everybody in costumes. It kind of mm. escalates uh, the story as well. It was a, like a really good episode for the show. Some boy five. Again, this is like a superstore or one of those type of shows that – it never like it's never the greatest show of all time, mm-hmm. but it's it's really well made and 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 people uh, you people know people dig it. Goddamn, people it. dig it. Yeah, I've uh, I went through Disney Plus and downloaded and Prime and Netflix every single sitcom Halloween show that I could find that I haven't seen. No clue what the shows are, so I have like thirty of these to get through. All right, I've done like ten or something. Th- that these are on my list. That's yeah. one reason I'm bringing up. So maybe next week I'll, I'll uh, talk about them. But uh, there's yeah. a lot on Disney. I- I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to find like a gem or two, and maybe yeah. even get a show out of yeah. it. That it's like yeah. I would watch this whole show. Yeah, watch so that far, la- last man so far, stand in. So far, not being so successful, <laughs> yeah. which I'll talk about yeah. in a second. But uh, yeah, it. I mean, again, for me, it's like any show that has done most shows do one Halloween episode, if that, and they have like nine mm. seasons, which is crazy to me. 
if a show has five or six Halloween episodes, you think like there's going to be something special one. in there, right? Yeah. Like, anyway. Uh, sorry, Maddie. Go ahead. Yeah, I, that's, that's, I watched them. What I do? Oh yeah, you did watch. It. Okay, so well, yeah, I guess I'll go off on that then. So I watched Last Man Standing season <laughs> one, the last Halloween Standing from 2011. So this is Tim Allen's show. I don't think after Home Improvement. Had you ever watched any of this? No, I've never seen this. Uh, no, I have no clue what any of it was. Mm-hmm. I just I saw they did like five Halloween specials. Yep. Like, you know, Home Improvement. I think their Halloween specials are some of the best. Like they put there's so much cool stuff in there. I'm I thinking this can be the same thing. I tried watching this last year. I'm like, I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> I, I I'm a person, I'm a completist. So yeah. I would just stay straight up. I did end up watching all of them. <laughs> I'll talk about that. But I, anyways, the first one. Did, did I make the right decision? Yes. <laughs> all right. I will not be watching the show. I can tell you that right now. Um, anyways, first, it's a very conservative show. Right away, you know this, okay? Yeah. And as you watch it more, and whatever, I don't care about that, that you can think yeah. you, your politics, whatever, it doesn't matter to me. I don't like politics shoved in my face, even if it's I agree with it. Or disagree with it, and th- this, I mean, they do a bit. Did of you say th- pogo sticks or politics? Politics, uh, but pogo sticks. <laughs> pogo no. sticks and only no, in my mouth. Say, at yeah, that point. in there, fill them all up. But uh, <laughs> fill every hole. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like at least this is it I- orifice <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> I will say at least, like, of course, he's conservative and he gets all the good jokes, but he has like his the African neighbor, neighbors that are uh, you know not they're they're um, the op they're uh, I guess would be left wing. And they, they, you know, they have some good stuff in there. I mean, again, he's kind of raced him. He's almost like the Archie Bunker, but in modern times, which is weird. Yeah, like, but, never not, goes, but not Never lovable. goes that far. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? And then his, his son-in-law as well, like his daughter and son-in-law are also left-wing, and they're always like giving him shit. So, I mean, at least they're kind of showing both views. But it is, mm-hmm. again, I haven't seen too many shows, and maybe this is a good thing. The difference with Archie Bunker, like Archie Bunker was made to be like a, a doofus like like well like he was he, he didn't know you, yeah he didn't know and he was like you were supposed to relate to archie bunker because of uh like his viewpoint but you also didn't relate to his fucking racist well I, I, yeah yeah i guess this one you are they you're probably, supposed to yeah. relate to him but yeah. I, I think it's I, I was more saying that the fact that like his family members are the opposite the, the people, neighbors and stuff are the opposite of him because they could have just had, like, everyone was... Anyways, I don't care about that. Uh, anyways, Tim Allen, he's disappointed that no one wants to... Uh, he can't take anyone out trick-or-treating. His kids are getting older. And his eldest daughter, though, um, I guess she has a young son, uh, so he wants to take his grandchild out, but she says, no, you can't. I don't. It's too young for him to get into all the pagan death stuff out there. Um, but he's decides, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to take her, take him out, whatever. Um, he takes him out and he gets home and he ends up with the Wong child. Um, the Wong child, that's a joke from the Wong family. <laughs> that, that's what you're getting. This is the comedy <laughs> that we're getting. Um, the daughter wants to be a sexy cat and he's like, I, I'm not having in my daughter dressed as a prostitute. So he gets her a big Garfield costume, which was kind of funny. It's like a huge mascot yeah. costume. And then the cool thing is you did get a brief appearance from Elvira. She's in it for like 10 seconds. Uh, his boss is with her. His boss was kind of funny. He's a guy that has been in tons of movies. Um, like there is some st- stuff that was kind of funny, but it, it, this show's not for me. And I'll tell what the rest. I'll quickly, like, literally yeah, run through the why, other Why ones. don't you run them down right now? Um, today, no, well, I don't have them here. Yeah. No. So, anyways, five yeah. pumpkins out of ten. Like, it's yeah. it's not unwatchable. It's standard kind of sitcom fare, mm. but it's not for me. Like, I'm not going to watch this show. Yeah. It's no home improvement Halloween, unfortunately. 
so from 2019, I watched Coco D. Coco Da. Have you guys heard of this? No. What is this? Uh, so this is a movie I've actually been really interested in in watching for uh, a while. It was it was it was my wife Tammy that that saw it. Uh, and uh, sorry, I'm just bringing uh, some of it up. Uh, it, it's it's really like it's got this colorful cover. Where it's got this swirling, you know, like it looks like kaleidoscopy, and it's supposed it's this couple that have this fairly horrendous thing happen to them, where where there's a tragedy in the family, and and it goes into the kind of the after reaper, like what what happens and how they try to get themselves out of that. I guess the way it played, it was supposed to be like these what what I saw in the. In, in everything I had is these carnival kind of people that are all very kooky and whatever torture these people that are on a camping trip. And that's the movie I thought I was huh. going to get there. But you end up in this Groundhog Day loop, again, similar to what Kyle said earlier, where these people, they've gone through this tragedy. It's kind of shocking. And now they're out in the woods. And you get snippets of how they get in the woods whenever they replay this. Mm-hmm. And they get tortured in these horrible ways. Huh. So it's like torture porn? K- kind of, but they mm. never, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what this fucking movie is. Mm. It's trying to be whimsical, but it's not. It's fucking, and it's it's so, like, menacing, but w- what's the purpose of this? And then you start going, oh, like, this is getting them through, I guess, the relationship, but it's 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 not well done at all. A little uh, bit. Uh, now, is this one Tammy had seen before, or she just saw the no, cover? No, she okay. had. We were gonna watch this. I think it was for 2020. It would would have been eligible for our 2020 yeah. picks, but you couldn't see it anywhere. Uh, and now it's appeared on a bunch of different places. Uh, I just feel like it never quite gets all of the things it wants to do, and uh, I sometimes struggle with these. Like, there's some of these movies that like are so visceral and they put you in this space and it's like, ah, oh, that was kind of hard to watch, but like, wow, it was really well done. Mm-hmm. This wasn't that at all. And it resets over and over again. And you're like, well, yeah, I've seen the torture over and over yeah. again. <laughs> Different torture. Like yeah. what's going to be the point of this? And the husband realizes it, but it's, why does he realize it and not her? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan. 5.5 pumpkins. Ugh. Okay. Uh, I did uh, Halloween 2 from 1981. Again, I got the 4K, so I've been oh, nice. going through this series. Um, this is one I like go back and forth on. Like, I really love it, and then I don't like it. Um, yeah, it's... Um, this is where uh, Laurie Strode is Michael's sister. Yes. Yeah, that's where you this discover where she's in the hospital yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, like, the characters are just uninteresting. Mm. Like, some of them are kind of fun, but you don't really care about any of them. Like... I find it like the kills are kind of forgettable, and I, I just the, I think the biggest issue is why well, I, I hate the thing with the sister too. Mm-hmm. But I just find it like dull and boring at times. Like there's some good atmosphere, there's some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Like I love how it is takes place immediately after yeah. and throughout the whole time. You get into the news stories, and even when he's kind of stalking through the house, yeah, it's cool. Like mm-hmm. all that is is great. Um, and then there's still some fair amount because it's the next day of Halloween on display and. You know, I love the the urban legend with the kid with the blade yeah, going to the hospital cool. from the apple. The the score I like. It's you know taking the traditional score from the first film, but updating it with like an eighties kind of synthy yeah. thing. I love all that. 
Uh, More love, explosions. Yeah, I love the use of the cordettes uh, opening, mm. Mr. Salmon opening and closing the film. Uh, Pleasance is fun. Like, he's at 11 in this. I just, yeah. I don't, it's a decent slasher, but it's not a favorite of mine. Like, I, I, I felt that way again this time. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to still give it six and a half pumpkins, but it's like some people the, have uh, this as like high up. And out I don't of all the Halloween it. twos, which one is your favorite? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'd like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like, it's got to be kills for you. I like kills. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna rewatch kills again. I, yeah, I don't. I guess kill kills is different though. Whereas this, like, this has such a huge fandom. Whereas kills has the opposite. Everyone hates kills. So yeah. I think kills. I went in with the lowest expectations. I was like, ah, I don't know. Halloween I had fun with hipster. This. Um, yeah, exactly. I had fun with this. I, I don't know. I like like all the films, even the shitty Halloweens. I can find something in out of them. And and again, there, there's stuff I like about this. But again, when you have bunch of like all the characters in part one that are like well, we're all dead so mm-hmm. we only have Laurie Strode and then she's pretty much comatose in a hospital yeah. the whole time like knocked out she has nothing to do she wakes up yeah. she doesn't talk like really the whole movie and then she has to run from him the last 10 minutes like mm. the you're getting some cool stuff with him stalking the hospital at night and the shadows and stuff but again that's not enough like I don't know yeah I'm 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 getting uh, I don't know it's 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 not a like I'm gonna watch the fifth one this year but it's which I've never seen before. The fifth one is almost fun because it's kooky. Oh, like I think you have a rough run. You're gonna hate five it. Five through. Um, oh yeah, yeah, like you're getting to the part. The ones you have seen are the ones that, like people love two and four. Like people think mm-hmm. those are like amazing movies. So like I even, I think, five uh, is where people feel it goes, to, and then six just goes insane. And there's two different cuts. Yeah, and yeah. then seven is like totally late nineties. Like I love the year. first movie, and oh, they have a. Uh, Really uh, ran a franchise off of that first movie and, for and a while. And the second one, I, I didn't, I, I didn't mind the second one. So what are you giving the second one? Sorry, six and a half pumpkins. Six and a half pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was six, six and a half, mm-hmm. something like that. And then three, three awesome. I, I like, but I'm, I'm not oh, quite love, awesome I, I like three. you guys are. Yeah. Um, I, I think you need to like Tom Atkins a lot more than I do. But <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and you know what? I think Rob Zombie's. Better than like the last half of the uh, Halloween franchise. Fuck. Like, I, and I didn't like yeah. those at all. Uh, I, 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 Rob, I, I, Rob Zombie's films have really great elements, but mm. then there's some elements that are like the worst of the franchise. Like I, I think five through like H two O or Resurrection is rough. I've seen none know. of these, so yeah. I think they all have something going for them. I don't know. I'm a, but I'm also a slasher nut. Like well, yeah. trick or treat, motherfucker, <laughs> and like a part uh, that, nine. That one's probably the worst. Yeah. Like H two O. You're going to hate it because it's that late 90s, early 2000s slasher. But I don't know. I get something out of it. It's fun to see Jamie Lee back. Yeah, I think it's Josh Hartnett. That's kind of cool. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I I got way off track. So I watched from 2021 um, a movie that I was not thinking I would ever watch, Don't Breathe 2. Have you guys seen this? No, I haven't seen part two. I really didn't like part one. Yeah, me neither. Uh, So I liked part Part one, I didn't love part one, yeah. but I like I liked elements of part one. Mm. Uh, and, I just struggle how like isn't he kind of like yeah you can sorry yeah so they're gonna try to make him a hero after like he cannot be a hero I don't care what he does he's not a hero after the first film I, I, the first one he they played him up like a villain and then like well oh, you know you're kind well, of rooting for him till you find out that he's got like that's exactly yeah, yeah. they like are you kind of like oh, okay maybe like oh no the weird thing is I will say the first one. He's not, I don't say he's not raping her, but he is not like a, 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 
He's a rapist. He's yeah, a sex yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, but he is. I think you hate all the character, the, the the other characters as much, but still, like the he's still the villain is, in the end. He is like injecting her with his semen turkey bowl. baster. Yeah, yeah, without actually like memberly penetrating here like it's such a weird like line that they would not no but he's still anyway of course listen i am not like advocating let's talk about part two it seems like adam like Uh, this is gonna make it hard (laughs) yeah uh so instantly i forgot and ivan's we saw it in theaters which is actually kind of a great theater i just love this theater experience anyways Uh, uh, there was a a a woman that was like really like talking to the screen the whole time in an amazing sort of way. And like her kids were yeah. there like playing Mario on their phones. And like, well, that's that, the other woman that made it for me. <laughs> so there's that woman that brought her children to see don't breathe. That's fucked like up. young children, like, um, young children, like, Mommy, what is that yeah. man doing? Joker. And then there was the woman behind us. <laughs> oh, that don't, was like, don't you dare breathe. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I like that kind of stuff. Oh, and, and, and it was totally genuine. Yeah, I it love when you get totally that. Totally it was totally fucking genuine. It was the perfect theater experience. I, like, some, I honestly, some people say that ruins. It's like, no, give no, me that. This movie when the audience really gets made it. Yeah. Like, without that, this movie would have been completely forgettable for me. But, but yeah, I that like, I, like, I yeah. have a good feel. Like, a good. Anyway, so, but I haven't seen it since we saw it in theaters, whenever that was. Four or five years, six years. I don't know what's happened in time. Uh, so I watched this and it opens up and it's it's got a great kind of opening. It's this young girl and she she's like running around and then the fucking guy from the first mu- movie grabs her and you're like, oh shit, like they're going to go here already? He's just mm. going to fucking kill this girl or abduct this girl? And, you re- and it's like, no, this is a girl that he's been taking care of. And he's teaching her survival because he believes the world is going to shit and all. Isn't this it kind like of the daughter from that he from the thing that he raped or something? N- no, oh, okay. it's a she. He finds her on the road, so I start second guessing. Like, well, maybe like I know the turkey baster thing, but maybe I miss like interpreted that. <laughs> like, maybe he's he's a really good guy. Maybe he's just having a bad day. So he, <laughs> so here's the problem with this movie. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to take him as like this action hero, right? It looks like that. At least yeah, that's what they're selling it as. This should have been just another movie. It's not even like he he was a, he killed the people that broke into cells. I would have been okay with that because those yeah. people suck. Yes. Mm-hmm. If but once you add that he's got women chained up and he's fucking, a sex predator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking know. despicable person. Yeah. So this is who who greenlit this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it it makes no fucking sense. But to me. as a standalone movie, which does not talk about any of the other stuff, other than you could have made this movie. Does it actually? Is a different talk character. About the first movie? No. Wait, it's just like a prequel. It's it's no. It's a it's a uh, sequel. But it doesn't reference the other movie. Isn't it in like a news story in the background or something at some point? I thought I heard. I, I think uh, maybe later. I, maybe mm. not at all. Like I, uh, he talks about uh, like at, at some point he's like, I've murdered people. I've raped people. I've done whatever. Mm. But that could be like Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. In, in, in one of the. Like Unforgiven. <laughs> this should have just been a standalone movie with Stephen Lang as a blind man doing all this badass shit. Yeah. And it's yeah, but the fucking specter of the other movie yeah. kept making me feel like ah fuck. That's why I haven't watched it. I just mm. don't know. It's really I think it's it's tense. It's fucking brutal. It's it's really well made. It's a great home invasion movie where he's protecting this girl, and the girl also has the like this little girl who's like eight years old is 
having to do all this kind of badass stuff to protect yourself. So he gets home invaded twice? Well, now they're after this girl because he actually stole this girl, but they were meth addicts and they're going to do some fucked up shit. Okay. It's not a perfect the first movie. film is well directed and yeah, stuff yeah, too. Hey, There's yeah. some good tension in the first film too. I just yeah, th- this one also. Have you guys uh, seen Blind Fury with Rutger Howard? Uh, R- no, Rutger... Howard. Yeah. No. Okay, I'm thinking this might be. <laughs> I'd be curious. I just don't know why it, it's it's the the guy that wrote the other movie with Alvarez, and I think this was like okay, you're gonna get a movie. The only reason this gets greenlit is because the other one's a hit. But it's like mm-hmm. if this is just a standalone, and Stephen Lang is is pretty great in this, mm-hmm. like. You know, he's Stephen Lang. You can believe he's a blind guy that's going to fucking yeah. still kill people. Yeah, I get it. I've seen this movie before. <laughs> you guys should love this movie. This should be, like, the movie for you. Yeah. It's well-directed. But I just want to, like, remove myself. From part one? I just want it to be called Blind Man Attacks yeah. or, or anything else. <laughs> blind Fury. Redo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a sequel to the, the movie that I've ever seen. I'm going to give still a seven- Oh wow! But it's fucking despicable. Like it, it, it's. But it's Hollywood just wanting box office numbers instead of being like, "Hey, this." And, and who knows? This script might have been sitting there, right? Yeah, yeah. That this guy was like, "Well, that, strangers, uh, if strangers did better, like Pray at Night." Yeah, they, they, this would have been the Strangers Three or it, some shit it, like that. Yeah, totally. And and I think if if uh, Alvarez probably was like, "Hey, if you want to make this movie, you can piggyback on mine." Yeah, use you've got all these great setups. This great idea. Stephen Lang will do another movie. Yeah, of course. Here, call it Don't Breathe Two. Away we go. It's gonna. I try to pretend this isn't Don't, don't Breathe Two. And that way it's better. Because nothing in the movie, other than him saying a couple lines, has anything to do with the first movie. Mm-hmm. And it's in Detroit, which is a great yeah. setup for these things, like burnt out Detroit. Cops don't matter at that point. Like you eliminate the cops right then and there, just like that movie you just watched. Yeah, right? Barbarians. Or Barbarian. Barbarian. Uh, anyways, uh, and then I ended the night watching Grim Tribunal. This is where all the shit comes. Uh, together and f- it kind of gets kind of bloody and crazy. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm another eight episode. I'm I'm really liking this arc. I I know I've seen this before, but I forgot how good this is and how it doesn't let characters easily off the hook for some stuff. It's a good show. Cool. That's it for the tenth. Uh, uh, no, I still got a couple. All right, we'll jump in, baby. Um. Okay, I, I watched the Muppet Show season one, Vincent Price, nineteen seventy seven. Nice. Don't have much to say about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a Muppets fan. I know that's crazy because everyone else is. I just never got into the Muppets. It's mm-hmm. kind of their type of humor. I feel like it's almost like Sesame Street. Like I just, it's very kid. Like I like the puppets, and you know, some yeah. it's fun, but it's just not for me. I know I'm gonna give it five and a half pumpkins out of ten. It's Vincent Price fun, of yeah. course, always to see whatever he's doing on screen. He's totally up for game for whatever they're. I up love for the uh, with Kermit becoming a vampire. That little yeah, sketch is kind of yeah. dope. I don't know. Uh, and then I did. Uh, I do love that sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Modern Family Season 2, Halloween from 2010. This is the nice. first Halloween special they did. Uh, fun one where Claire is all about Halloween. That's like her holiday, mm-hmm. and she's put on a haunted house. Uh, Phil learns that his neighbor is getting divorced, so he fears that's going to happen to him. You have Mitchell has dressed up as Spidey. for He goes to work because he hears people are dressing up. And no one's dressed he, up. He, out, he finds out it's just the two like nerdy loser guys at the... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
um, at the firm that's uh, dressing up, so he has to like hide it. Uh, and then Glory and Jay get in a fight over her accent. This is the only one I've ever seen. Uh, I, I like it. It's like good, it's fun. Yeah. I've I've seen the whole first season of the show. This is one of the shows where I watched the first season and was like, yeah, I, I like the show, yeah. and I just didn't watch it. And then I've never been so happy because whenever I've seen like. My parents Ooh. really like this show, and they'll late be, seasons are. They'll rough. be showing like even a four season episode, and yeah. I go, "Holy fuck, this I is the know. same show." I, I, I like like I I've, I haven't finished either. I, um, I think like seasons. I think I've six, done the first really, four or yeah. five. I I, I liked yeah. it, but yeah, it definitely did like wane. It kind of got repetitive at times. But mm. uh, anyways, I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Though I still had fun with this. And then, sorry, you guys are done for the time? Yeah, I am done. So, and then I finished it off with a movie from uh, 2010 called Gravy. Have you guys heard of this? No. And sorry, by 2010, I mean 2015. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, this takes 2010 place. 2010 was basically 2015. Yeah. Uh, this takes place on Halloween night. Um, it's at a restaurant. They're closing down for the night. You have you have a bunch of actors I've recognized. I, I guess the girl from Precious is in there. Sarah, so, Sarah, Precious? Precious? Gabriel Bay. Um, yeah, is that yeah, you're right. Uh, Lily Cole, uh, Jimmy Simpson, I've seen in stuff. Oh, Jimmy uh, Simpson's awesome, Michael Weston, and then Sarah, Sarah Silverman's in there. Nice. Uh, anyways, they're closing on the restaurant, and there's a couple making out and you know, literally getting on the table. Anyways, next thing you know, these people in costume are, are you think they're robbing it, they've sealed off all the doors. They tie all the, the, the people working in the restaurant up, but you find out, no, these people are- They're actually demons? No, they're cannibals, and they're going to eat them. Uh-huh. Um, So they have the one, like, I think he's, I'm just saying everyone's French today. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What, yeah, I think he's French. Anyways, he's a great cook. They have him tied up, and they say, you know, maybe if you help cook this, we'll let you live, but they're forcing him to ki- uh, cook up his buddies because they're killing people off each various ways. It's it's like extremely violent and gory. Cool. Some of the practical effects was actually surprisingly good. It is one of those movies where you're going to love or hate the dialogue. It's very like, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's never boring, but I could see it getting on your nerves at the same time. Like it's trying too to be snappy. too witty. Yeah. Too many references. Isn't it part of, uh, I feel like this was part of the... Uh, Super Troopers, Club Trip. What were they called? Oh, Broken uh, Lizard. Broken Lizard. I think. I think um, he might be so, the, the James F- Rode. I no. I think the the. Uh, I'd have to check this out, but I th- I think this is has some connection to those yeah. guys. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, if it does, I, I don't know. But um, yeah. A, a Scream Factory put it out. It takes place in Halloween, so I was you know interested yeah, in it. it. They. I mean, they're doing it in costumes. There's some. Yeah. There's some fun stuff. It is one of those movies though where we have to accept that. These two guys are not very big and not very intimidating or very tough looking. And this woman somehow took all these people hostage and, and got away with it. And I don't even know if they have a gun. Mm-hmm. And some of it, like, it's kind of silly. Like, it's kind of, you have to accept, like, yeah. I don't what, know. Sorry, one little aside. So yeah. I was just trying to see what the connection was. It yeah. was, it's actually that show Psych is the big connection. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but the one producer, the major thing they've done is the movie Chef. Oh, okay. oh I love so weird. <laughs> but, Maybe yeah, he works yeah, at a restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Could be one of those things. Maybe he owns a restaurant franchise. He probably uses. This what he knows. Rest- he might use his restaurants for the film. Right? Well, yeah. yeah. It's Chef and Wheelman are the oh. two big pictures. But yeah, anyways, I just was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, Chef in a cannibal movie. Sure. I, I don't know. I'm going to give this six pumpkins out of 10. I didn't hate it, didn't love it. It was kind of like some of the dialogue. Again, it takes. Like the dialogue is witty. It's like, that's. 
Mm-hmm. It takes. It's hard to write that dialogue to keep it constantly yeah. moving. At the same time, it's, it it's a comedy, me at times. or is it like a? It is a comedy, yeah. but it's very, very bloody. I mean, you have yeah. them killing them, and then you have the body, and he's cooking them up, and like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's uh, end of the. That was your Thanksgiving. Me. I also watched uh, Thanksgiving of Horror, The Simpsons, and I watched uh, from season four, episode seven, from uh, Paw Patrol, royally spooked. So uh, hmm. <laughs> you're gonna a, get an, You have to yeah. get another one to get uh, yeah. your, your quarter point there. All right, so we're on to... Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I watched that movie on Thanksgiving. Oh, so that works. There we go. On to uh, October 11th. 11th. So uh, uh, on October 11th, I started with um, Mad God. Oh, you actually watched this, eh? Yeah. What are your thoughts? So I think we're going to have... Some conflicting uh, thing. Because I, I, I can see why people love this movie. Within like 10 minutes, like... This movie is not for me. I know this, but like I gotta finish it because yeah. I have to finish it. Like so, it, it it's pretty much this uh, stop animation where is this guy just traveling through different uh, levels of this world. hellish world? And yeah, like, it, it looks fantastic. There are some cool monsters like with that has boobs for balls and shit like that. It's like. Okay, this is interesting. It looks fantastic. There was no narration whatsoever. I found like I was so bored after ten minutes. Yeah. Like, so this is the thing. I think you you almost have to mm. be in the right mood. And I actually well, we'll get to it in a second. But yeah. uh, we'll get to what I, I what, something you said in a second that yeah. I think is very apropos. But I, I have a, a side to do. Yeah. But I course. think every scene has this like amazing sort of visual where you get this electrocution scene where all these people are being electrocuted and they're just pooping their guts out into this thing. And then you follow that down and that's feeding these other goo gogs. uh, Yeah. Other eye creatures. And you've got, uh, like they're making like these domino effects that like, where they're setting up these giant pillars, like these monoliths to turn into, and then monoliths kill all these slug and it's just goos. And, and it's I called it a squish factory. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of like unrelenting pain on film, but mm-hmm. incredible. Like it, it looks fantastic. You got this nuclear storm and these tornadoes mm-hmm. that are flying through the sky, and and I don't know. Like the, the there's a thing where they're going into this next area and the bricks are parting. Mm-hmm. I, I will admit too that it it it, it becomes sort of monotonous sometimes because when it's not that visual stimulating mm. instantly your brain is going somewhere else mm-hmm. so i'll let you say what you call uh, your letterbox review which i thought was great it is like a 90 minute drum solo even if the drum solo is amazing it still gets like okay i get it you're good so, so <laughs> i almost equate it for me as yeah as so the the guy that made this, he did effects. I, I was thinking, like, if a, a drum fill in a song is fantastic, it's fucking rocks, it's beautiful, uh, and not even a drum solo is overwhelming. Like, so Phil Tippett is like really well known. Yeah, he's for, like the king in the yeah yeah. I, I, I'm not taking anything away from him. Like I understand why. And this, this is, is his Christ. passion project. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he? It's like a, he's been working on it for years, right? Years yeah. and years and years, yeah. and you could tell every little bit of scene has been worked on it's obsessive mm-hmm. um I, I think there's lots of things he's trying to say but he, the guy so how i equated it it's not a, a drummer solo even though i thought that was good mm-hmm. i feel like it's a drummer solo album but not the drummer solo album where he tries to make a pop record 
Because he knows he's not good at making pop records. Yeah, he, it's like a Glenn Kochi record where he makes these fucking, all these kind of crazy rhythmic Steve Reich-esque mm-hmm. things where you go, wow, that was cool. That opened my brain up. That made me think of something different. But I'm probably not going back to this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like that's, but I, I give him that. He knows he can't, he's not there yeah. to make narrative cinema. He's there to show you visuals that you've never seen. And I mm. bet if you, I was I watched this and my one new kitten ended up and I've got all these videos of the kitten just being like whoa yeah <laughs> and then like like just this kind of like which is hasn't happened with this this cat he's uh, finally watching TV just like whoa oh there ah, what's <laughs> happening there and like it's so in and if you cut this up into sections there's undeniable images that will stick with yeah, you yeah, for the rest of, of your life. The eyes on the fucking stomachs that are digesting this thing to power mm-hmm. this world. Holy fuck, I'll never not think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you might miss some of these things too because- Your brain checks out. It's your brain checks out check every out. once in a while because mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's a an overload. I, I wonder if, some, if this would almost be better, and I, I hesitate to do this because it seems like, one- you see this in theater, yeah, where an audience is maybe like, oh fuck yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, put on like a, a heavy metal album behind it too, yeah. like, dun, 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 like hey, well, fucking a man. And the score is pretty good, yeah. I, 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 uh, but it's a lot of, well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. You get cut out with all these yeah. like, and I don't like for the most part where there's actual human beings. Yeah, I thought it was a bit. Weird. So once you get to that section, that's where it kind of mm. left me but that's part of also like, an undeniable you yeah. labor of love and yes i could see it being a drum solo but i could also see it be like a drummer understanding i'm gonna make a drum album mm-hmm. that's not gonna just be that but is that this a is thing? what i is know there an album or yeah like it's glenn kochi like has these albums that, that was the yeah. one that, that i used to listen to he's got a couple albums where they're not just him playing drums but it's him doing rhythmic things even if he's playing uh, you know, xylophone or whatever. Yeah. So you get melody. So there is elements of a narrative in this. But yeah, it's very loose. It's very scattered, very loose. Yeah, I, I need to see that. Like, it looks yeah, I, insane. Yeah, everyone is saying this movie is amazing. You gotta check it out, blah, blah, blah. But like, I, I, I just couldn't. It just, it I, 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 not You're not for the first me. person yeah. I've heard say that. I have. Because I, I was looking up reviews and everyone is just like a. Uh, 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 Bad godding in their pants. Uh, yeah, like, I, and it. I'm not like, really that either. Yeah. But I, I definitely enjoyed it. I think a lot more than. Yeah, you I, did. I, I don't think I can ever watch this again. I'm giving it four pumpkins. Wow. Oh yeah, wow. It was just again. I, I understand why people are saying I love it, but like it just. My God, it was so. But not even on a visual. A visual, amazing. But I, I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't even man. bring it up like, to like a fun. I, I I can't watch it again. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I knew it wasn't for me after the first ten. How, minutes. how long is this movie? Is it an hour and a half? Okay. Yeah, about an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it s- seven. I think I'm gonna give it just seven. All right. Okay. Um, we I I watched- still is, is low for. Uh, yeah. I was about to say I thought it was gonna be like a lot higher. On yeah, I, I, I see. This, I think mm. this can be on a lot of people's top ten of the year list. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it, it like for horror, mm-hmm. like the yeah. way things have been yeah. going. <laughs> I can't even think of. Well, there's been a couple that I didn't like. Oh, this this year like. I actually think I've got a, a yeah, bunch. You, you've liked a lot. I haven't liked too much, but uh, um, 
I'll jump in with uh, some last man standing. So I did the whole shebang because that's how I roll. Oh. Season three, Haunted House 2013. I'm going to race through super quick. Uh, his wife uh, takes over the Haunted House at the kid's school, and it's too scary for the kid. Haunted House was okay at best. Five pumpkins out of ten. Last man standing, season four, school merger 2014. Uh, the, the, I guess they're voting to merge the inner city school with the upscale neighborhood. Uh, his grandson dresses as a lump of coal. Uh, and, you know, the whole fossil fuel thing argument in the uh, States. Oh, yeah. Four and a half pumpkins out of ten. Uh, last Man Standing, scene five, Halloween 2015. Uh, this is actually the only kind of one that I enjoyed, but it's, you know, I'll probably still never watch again. But uh, him and the neighbor um, decide to ditch Halloween and go watch the football game instead. And the wife started handing out the candy and they decide, let's go prank them. And they get into a prank war back and forth. Um, just saying... I know we talked about this before where you're saying, like, pranks have nothing to do with Halloween. That's because, like, every Halloween special is now about pranks. pranks, Yeah. Same thing in another show I watch where they do five of them. I was about to say, like, this is like catnip for you, the pranks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I enjoyed that one, but uh, it's still still only six pumpkins out of ten. Last one saying season six, Trick or Treat 2016. Uh, uh, Tim Allen's character, he hates Halloween parties, but he gets uh, put in charge of one, so he decides, you know what? I'm going to do one that is a miserable time for everyone, and we don't do Halloween parties again. So he comes up with the idea everyone and the family is going to dress as each other. This was kind of fun, you know, them mm. kind of ripping on each other. He is not, for some reason, he comes dressed as Trump. Um, <laughs> probably just it was his dream, and how could he fit it in an episode? Um, the kind of funny thing is, though, the neighbor, the African-American guy, who's actually, like, funny in the show, he comes as Trump too, but he's got like a devil tail. He's going up for the opposite uh-huh. reason. He's doing it as a parody. Uh, five and a half pumpkins out of ten. It was kind of fun, but still, again, the show's just not good. It's not for me. And the last one they did was season seven, Bride of Frankenstein from 2018. Um, so I guess Jay Leno is now part of this show, and he works <laughs> as busy. He works okay. at the garage in the basement, and they decide. And now his neighbor works with him by this season, and they're going to prank him. But of course, there's all a bunch of pranks on a prank on prank. It's like the um, inception of pranks, I guess. And then the other, the family's holding a seance, which is, could be exciting. But of course, being the show that it is, like the police are like, oh, you guys can't be in here. And they arrest them before the seance even starts and ruin all the good stuff. Five pumpkins out of 10. This show, not for me. You get excited. Like they did six specials and I'm like, maybe all Tim right. Allen's a big Halloween fan and they're going to have all this budget yeah. and cool costumes and everything. And it's like, nah. It doesn't sound like that. No. no. Like, like in the haunted house had something like there's elements to each one, but no, it's, this is not, if you're looking for that home for Roseanne Halloween where, you know, they would this save up the, the budget every year to put towards the Halloween. These are not them. So yeah, this show's not for me. If you enjoy it, you know, I, it's funny cause I, it's remarkable that it, it aired, it, it for this many seasons, it, no, it had a big, actually. it had a big audience. Like I people, it was pretty big, and like I guess people lost their shit when this because I guess it was like canceled, and then people lost their shit and they brought it back for another season too. Because I, I think there's actually more. I think it might even did eight or nine, but I think they didn't do a Halloween every year or something. But it's funny because I was reading like I don't know why I was trying to find the synopsis for this to like help remember what happened mm. in these and like the comment section. It's like. It was this per- person just pretty much saying "fuck the earth" for the show being canceled. This was oh, the only wow. this was the only wholesome show saying how it should be. Aha! Uh-huh. And the damn you know damn left canceled it. Um, <laughs> like they were just going on this. Like I'm not even joking. I didn't read it the all. The first question it was is like why did they huge, cancel Last Man yeah, Standing? It was this huge paragraph. Yeah, apparently the last season they didn't cancel the last show. 
I think they were done with it. Tim Allen was like, you know, we've yeah. done it. But I think it was like canceled before, and that was they like a controversial thing. Two hundred fucking episodes. Yeah. That's crazy. Like that's more than Seinfeld. Well, it's or- like that. What's that David? That Ashton Kutcher show and the other dude from. Oh, that the ranch, show. the ranch. Like, there's not like seven seasons yeah. or some shit. Like, who's watching these? Um. Anyways, no need to talk about them. Or I'll never watch <laughs> yeah. these again. I, I was curious, and yeah. uh, you know, didn't pay off. But did you know, not pay off. It's okay. It was only again. You look at it. It's only what it. it you know, an hour and like a bit to get through. Yeah, all Yeah, he got some points from it too. So it's yeah. not. It's not a complete waste yeah. of time. So I went to the theaters uh, Tuesday afternoon because I had nothing to do at work. So I figured, eh, let's play some hooky. And I watched from uh, 2022 Smile. Oh, uh, interesting. I almost went to see this. Uh, People are raving about I this. Am, which... I, I actually kind of dug it. The first like hour is pretty much okay. You've seen this before. Really, and, nothing and you exciting. were in this movie, so like you didn't see the whole thing. He like smiling. <laughs> that 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 the guy in the preview, yeah he definitely yeah. looks like Kyle. You guys say every ugly ginger looks like me. Wow, I guess yeah. we do all kind of look the same. Yeah, <laughs> there's a reason gingers aren't in Hollywood much. Okay, we're not pretty folk. Well, I guess you kind of look like the guy from Modern Family a little bit. Eh? I look gingers all look the same. Yeah, that's true. Everyone's twin. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it, interesting movie. It's pretty much like the uh, creepy past movie from like the uh, first hour. Last half hour turns into something really cool, like uh, better than it should be. Yeah. Like so, uh, just a cool monster design. Like you know where it's going, but interesting monster. So I'm giving it seven pumpkins. Yeah, uh, better than I had any right to be. Okay, Adam, or I got one more, but you yeah. have more, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I watched uh, the the movie that's probably been on my my Netflix list the longest for Shocktober that I always just kind of... It'll be there oh, next year. I'll watch that next year. I'll watch... Uh, from 2014, Creep. Oh, have you oh guys- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, what's his face? Um, I didn't, yeah, a lot of people like this. Uh, I don't know. Maddie likes it. Okay. Yeah, I really right? enjoyed this movie with... Uh, Fla- Ma- Mark Fla- Duplass. Duplass, Duplass Brothers. Uh, uh, who who I, I, I find quite good in this mm-hmm. uh, as, as this guy that's setting up uh, this supposedly this videographer is coming to like film a day in his life so his child mm. can see this uh, but instantly something is it's off. off about it uh, and it's found footage uh, which yeah I, I think I, I struggle with some of the found footage mm. elements of this like why is any of this being taped mm. at this point that's the problem point. with all these things. Like, th- there's a few that explain it well, but most of the time, it's like, I get that. It's just e- cheap even to if do. you were doing a documentary, monsters are chasing you. You're gonna fucking throw that camera down and run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have. We've talked about this. Where I, I don't think I could make a top ten list of fan footage. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be. Fun. Uh, we, we've we, yeah, I, yeah. We, I know, but I, I think my end, like my seven, eight, and nine, and ten are gonna be like. I thought this movie was not terrible, and <laughs> I will never watch again. Uh, but uh, maybe there's a bunch of gems though. Like there was a time, like there was those couple years where they were released in like 25 yeah. of those. Like I haven't even seen, you know, probably half yeah, of yeah. And there's some like, like a Grave Encounters, which I watched mm. either last year or the year before for October. Was good. I re- I thought that was mm. was quite good, and and you know, but. Is that in my top five? Like a top putting that in a yeah. top five of anything? Like that might probably wouldn't make my top ten horror of the year, and mm. that's gonna be. Anyways, um, so what would you think? Uh, uh, so I I like the performance. I do find that he leans too heavy instantly. That you you know something's up. Yeah, something's up. Like I never. 
for mm-hmm. and maybe it's this one he's always taking baths and shit like that like I like taking baths tubby tubby <laughs> yeah tubby time uh, which is very creepy mm-hmm. and unnerving um, I I still I, I like that I I like I I kind of like the mm-hmm. this movie at the end of it almost kind of like made me recalibrate I because it seemed bigger and. I just don't know if it earned that. I'm there's Creep Two, which I may yeah. watch. Yeah, kind of the same shit. Mm. Um, uh, I think I'm gonna give it five point five. Like I, yeah. I just, I'm, I struggle with the filmmaking after a while of all of these. And and hey, like that, I I think it's very well done for what it is. But I just never found it. I think my problem again. It's been so many years. I just remember not finding it tense. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there was some tense. Yeah, moments, once it, I thought. Yeah, yeah once it kind of uh, like goes off and, what and is, I, it? is it a fluffy face? Is like the uh, the the, the, the oh wolf? Uh, no, it's uh, uh, fuck. What is his name? It's a really weird like. It's this wolf face, which is great. Like when he's kind of yeah. like dancing by the door. I I I really in, enjoy that. Um. But fuck, what is that? I did find the problem with this. You ever watch Kenny versus Spenny? Yes. He reminded me of Kenny like way too much to take him like scary. You He's totally like a, yeah. that's a great example. Peach Fuzz. Peach Fuzz is the yeah. the the hmm. name. Uh, and and that's a like there's it's there's some comedic element too that mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed about this. Like they're not playing it to, totally for scares. Like there's. There's another like comedic subtext that's mm-hmm. going on. That it's, I just fucking uh, eventually I'm going. All right, we're having a whiskey, but like, why is this guy filming you having a whiskey yeah. or whatever? Uh, and and oh, I want another take. I don't need any of this fucking yeah. shit in my life. But I know you're just sitting up because the creepy shit's about to happen. Yeah. So I watched uh, part of my uh, homework was Kathy's Curse. Hmm. I dug this uh, movie, man. What an interesting zany silly movie it starts off with this guy coming home and he's like oh i can't believe your mother's gonna pay for that dumb bitch and the the dog's (laughs) like yeah that dumb bitch is gonna pay for this and they jump (laughs) in a car and they get in this fiery accident and then this uh couple years go by and this family moves into this house and uh things start happening the mother of this is kind of a had i guess a breakdown and she's constantly blaming the husband for her breakdown and saying i know you're talking about my daughter because i had a breakdown isn't it she's always like leaning on that a little bit and this girl finds this doll that has her eyes x'd out who's constantly floating in the air and telling her to do things. This movie's zany, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't even remember it. I just remember, like, having such yeah. a blast. Like, it's like every scene, it's like, what the fuck am I watching? But, like, it's so entertaining. I guess she gets taken over by this girl who died in the fiery accident, and somehow she gets the groundkeeper who's watching her to get taken over. So this one a Isn't neighbor she swearing shit the lot of people the one like neighbor, all the time. Who's kind of like this matronly old lady I love comes kids over swear. I don't know. and she's like, Hilarious. "Hey, how are you guys doing? You're some quickly. Like, get out of here, you fat old whore!" Yeah. And then the, <laughs> the big guy's like, "Yeah, get out of here, you dumb old fat whore, yeah. you dumb slut." And they're like, "What?" Yeah, it's this kid, like, come from? That's what I'm saying. Like, this and Beyond the Door would yeah. be a great double feature for a beer and pizza night because yeah. it's like. Kids just fucking swearing is hilarious. Yeah. And this is one of those movies, like, it's not a good movie, but, like, every it's, scene, you're going to, like, what are they going to do next? Yeah. Like, I don't the know. One girl's getting, like, a needle in the eye, like, the uh, neighborhood, like, child gets a needle in the eye for some weird reason because no. she's playing doctor. Like, 
the movie is, is zany. Like, how does it end? Like, I don't know. It's fucked up. Yeah. I guess it was filmed in Montreal. Yeah, I think it's kind of so, like, yeah. cool. Oh. I'm still giving it. What year is this? I think it's uh, 1977. 77. Yeah. I'm giving it uh, 7.5 pumpkins. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. check it out because it is like a, a fun movie. It's Cass a bad curse. movie, but it's okay. A, it's a fun bad movie. Yeah, you actually might not like it. <laughs> I, I I I will willingly admit yeah. that uh, I don't get much out of bad movies. Yeah, yeah. It might I, not be I, I hate uh, movies that they're trying to make bad. I like the movies that they tried to like honestly he, like make a movie. And it's like oh, I just love where it's like they get some like foreign director or something, yeah. and he doesn't like he's trying to do like he doesn't understand this the culture. This is American, Let's so he do throws it. in like shit that like doesn't yeah. make sense, and you're like, what the fuck? Why is that person doing that? I think the problem I usually have is while there there's fun elements in these movies, they're usually like thirty minutes of the runtime of the hour of the runtime. Like that's uh, that's yeah. often my thing. It's like. It's just bad for an hour where nothing is fucking happening. And then you got like some insano shit happening. This film, like, yeah. I think stays pretty consistent. It definitely, like, it? there's definitely, like, the, the wheels get greased every, like, five to and, ten and minutes. And that, yeah. that can be different for me. That yeah. uh, So maybe this will. Yeah. Keep, keeps you into it. Yeah, maybe yeah. If not next year. Maybe, or if not this year, maybe next year we'll do Beyond the Door and Kathy's yeah. first double feature. Uh, I finished off the night with Adam's pick. Uh, Paul oh, Pulse, aka Cairo, Kiro, Cairo, mm. from 2001. Um, I've seen the remake of this. I remember enjoying it. I think, mm. but it, that was like years, 20 ago. years ago. I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if like Japanese horror pacing was a bit weird. My thing, I, I just timelines a bit. Timelines, it's long. Like one? all these films are half an hour too long. This is two hours long. I just I didn't get is enough. Is this at two hours? No, it it's got two yeah, hours or an hour to fifty, maybe. Uh, I'm looking at right now, 119 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. <laughs> I know, like I know that a lot of people love this movie. They have their fans, but mm -hmm. I, I'm just fine. Like I like Ringu. I think I like the original Grudge. Like I like those. I don't love them as much as people, but I, I, a lot. Yeah, of and I'm I not a huge with. fan of those two. Um, mm -hmm. I just yeah, I don't know. Like this didn't have enough horror months for me. I was ready to be like creeped out. You I don't find all the the stuff with the digital mm, stuff no. super creepy? Oh, I do. I just found like a drag. So you have it. It's pretty much just two stories that end up inter, inter um, connecting. You have one story where there's this, um, I guess, guy. This computer. They're working on a computer disk or something, or he goes missing, and uh, and then the the the. the the group are trying to find out what happened to him. I don't know if one's his lover or just like a really good friend. I don't know if they really ever explain, mm. uh, but he goes disappearing. But like he leaves behind. There's like this like black splotch on the the, yeah, on wall. the wall. Um, and then the other story is this guy gets the internet, and all of a sudden, like he connects to this group without him doing it or something. Um, the site story, and it's just all these weird people watching screens. And he brings it. He, he knows nothing about computers. He goes he to computer to, class, yeah, yeah. and the the teacher there, I think she's a teacher. Um, it's like, oh, I'm curious about it. You know, let me know. And and you know, they kind of build up this bond. She's lonely. He's lonely. Like he's just like he's a character that like he also I don't know. He's just such like a doll. He says like whoa, like every once <laughs> in a while he he says like no lines of importance for like ever. He's just supposed to be a weird, awkward character. I guess it's his mm. character, but it just means like every time he's on screen, you know, he's on screen for an hour at a time and like nothing he said. I don't know. This movie wasn't for me. I mean, maybe I was tired. I didn't, um, 
I was kind of confused even what's going on at There is a lot of like, like uh, stories interacting in different uh, timelines, I think, that kind of really confuse. Yeah, there, the there is a little What's bit just... of uh, different, uh, like, I don't know if it's timelines, but it's, you have, um, this is a difficult one to talk when you haven't just watched yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, did, I couldn't get invested in mm-hmm. it, and I didn't find it um, scary like I, w- I was hoping it would be. I mean, it's all, yeah, I guess this internet thing I was super creeped out by it. Or something. Yeah. And, I like I I mean maybe I'm crazy. I remember enjoying the remake more, but it's probably because it's just simpler and yeah, more gory easy kills to... and stuff like that, right? Whereas this thing is not really that film. I mean, I, I almost feel like this film's trying to do something more than be a silly little mm-hmm. horror film. Maybe I, w- I wanted like just a scary. Yeah, and I, I I I think like this in um this in cure maybe you'd like cure more than this. I think mm-hmm. cure kind of like while it's ambiguous. Uh, I had the one Miss Call trilogy, which I might watch next. Like I enjoyed Dark Waters. Um, like I, I've enjoyed all these, just none of them of like holy really shit, this is top one hundred for me. Like, yeah. and I always do feel they mm-hmm. all drag on, but this one especially, like I just like was waiting. I just I don't know. I was struggling for something to happen more. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go five and a half. Oh wow, pumpkins You're that low, eh? I have this on Arrow Blu-ray. Like I yeah, was excited to. Watch it, but uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, but again, I, I don't love audition either, and everyone else does. So I'd it, maybe like I don't want to say those all, are very do, different. Different, movies. yeah. I'm just saying like Asian cinema in general. There was yeah. that whole time where it was what is this the early 2000s yeah. when you had like Ringu, this yeah. one missed call. You had Dark Waters. Was it Shutter? Um, Shutter, all those, and it's like I don't know. I feel like this and Cure, which are made by the same director, like uh, out of out of those ones, have been. Are like clearly like head and shoulders, head and shoulders above. It doesn't help that like I don't know how like what if they use cheap film stock or they didn't take care of it. But these films are only twenty years old. They look like this is Arrow and they've done the best they can and did what they could to transfer. I know like when it comes to them, either Japan threw out the original film stock or they didn't take care of it or they have all these like crazy mm-hmm. legal things where you can't. They don't like all these Japanese films like they always look faded and shitty, even though they're only twenty years old. Where they should look pristine mm. and i always struggle with that too like i find they're kind of ugly looking dull looking films and, th- and that's probably the the one like i love the story of this i find it's creepy i find mm. it's a, a labyrinth of i'm gonna watch like i instantly watched this i was like i'm gonna watch this for the rest of my life like i mm. i just know i'm good it's gonna yeah. open up doors uh but i agree this one in particular looks uh, like, yeah, I know. I know. Dark Dark Waters is the same because Dark I, Waters. Is I know the same. when these came out and people complained, and it's like you know they said this is unfortunately the best they mm-hmm. were able to, um, to get. Because the Arrow, I mean, I would almost put a, above even um, f- from what I've heard. Their their compression is just the best in the business, even above Criterion. Not I think the only difference the be- with Criterion the is they get the better money. sources. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I know Criterion in the you know the past couple of years they've had some compression issues and where they, people are losing their shit and and they but the, you know. like Cure I've heard really good things about yeah. the Criterion version of that because they got better sources yeah uh, uh, well they they have stock. the money but even like they even like their Godzilla set suffers from the same thing like a lot of people said they don't look good like 
they don't look as good as they should because Toho is kind of like, you're going to take these masters and that's yeah. what you're getting. We're not allowing you to rescan them and, and do your thing that you would normally do. So it's, yeah, it's unfortunate that, and, and actually even all the action films, Police Story, same thing. Like all these films, it's a shame because some of these are great films and that might help it a bit if they looked better, but it's like whoever's controlling them is. Yeah, and again, like we watch a bunch of stuff that yeah. is terrible looking that's yeah. like from the 80s and yeah. early 70s. So I look, I look past these. Like I, I, I too bad. I like. The, I, I probably will, will, will stop. Well, again, recommending I, I, ha- these I ones. had this on my list. I was gonna watch it again. I have one missed call. These are movies. I, you know, I'm not. Who knows? I might check it out again. Be in a different mood. I do and, think you have to, like these are not know. ones to watch sleepy because it yeah. almost is like yeah. You need a fresh mind. It's playing up on it's it, it, part of the, this movie, especially is playing up on people being tired. Yeah. But it's not like you're supposed to be tired watching yeah. this. Yeah. It, it could have been something like who knows. I just because yeah. it is. It's like I watched this at the perfect time too. Where I I remember I I watched this at like I think it was like 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. I had a great sleep. <laughs> I got up. I put on the movie and I I had my coffee. You're focused. And I was super focused. And I remember I was laying down at first, and by the end I was sitting up and being like. I was just like super invested, and that doesn't always happen. Yeah, um, I, was, I struggled relating to. I mean, maybe you're not supposed to. They're all weird, kind of awkward, lonely characters. I guess that's the yeah. Whole I think thing. it's just thing. You don't relate. Eh? Attacks that, on. Well, that's one of the yeah. main. Yeah, it attacks yeah. on that. It's the supposed lonely, to. Just it's supposed to be. Yeah. You're you're being lonely. Yeah. Um, anyway, is that it for the eleventh? Or you got one more grim? I got one more grim. <laughs> uh, tribunal. Uh, no, no. Did I? No, death to his part. Sorry. Ah. Uh, so, uh, this is now everything's kind of been resolved, uh, uh, around, uh, the Vessen sort of stuff. So, uh, Rosalie and, uh, uh, Monroe get to go on a vacation, uh, but then they them. get to go into a haunted house. This is the most, oh, that's actually kind of fun. uh, Halloween es- episode, uh, of the season. They go in this haunted house. It's got this creature that can electrocute people and burst them in, in, oh, in, in into nothing, basically, or just the charred bodies right away. It's a, a great Halloween episode uh, and and a, a pretty good grim episode, too. I'm going to give it 7.5 pumpkins. All right on. Yeah, I need to check. I probably mm. would dig this show. Again, I was so close, and I looked at a couple clips. In the you just couldn't do it. Like, eh? Every time we talk, I'm like, oh, I'd watch this that. This honestly sounds like, like I a, love the X-Files. It's yeah. seemed, I don't know if I could do it It's like not the you're X-Files. Doing. Oh, okay. It, like, the X-Files... Uh, or it sounds kind of like serious. a, a monster, yeah. but it has like the monster, monster of the week. Yeah. This is more fun. Yeah, like nothing's ever as serious as the X Files. Uh, well, yeah. X Files after I think around season, season five. Season five is where they definitely start getting goofy, but yeah. even before then, they definitely had a handful of episodes mm-hmm. each season that were like, you know, Clive Bowman. Th- this is definitely like you. There, there's a pinch of camp in everything yeah. you're watching, but I get into it every night. Nice little I I love it actually. Like I, uh, you know, I, I've been hit and miss this week with watching some stuff, and I watched some really good stuff. But then I watch mm. Creep, and then I watch some stuff that's coming up, mm. and I go, "Fuck, why am I doing this?" And then Grim happens, and I go, "Fuck, Grim. I don't care." Grim, I've had a pretty you know not strong month myself, but I don't know. I'm still having a blast mm. with it. I don't know. I even when That's I get a what five, this month is. You yeah. Get even when you get a five, and and, you know, it's, yes. like, I'm it's, still glad I watched yeah. it. You know, I mean, there's no. Regret. You're never gonna get them unless you just watch your top hundred horror movies. Yeah, you're exactly. Never gonna get a that's, month. That's what like that's why movies are fucking awesome. Like sometimes you're like this is amazing, or like oh oh. 
Uh, but I guess with that, though, we're going to the uh, final no. day we're talking yeah. about. Uh, this October was a rough 12th. day for me. This is this is why. <laughs> yeah, rough day. It's still. F- yeah. No, no, rough day in terms of what movies. I what I liked. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, well, all right, Kyle, like you're Kyle. first. Uh, again, don't worry. These are just fucking quarter points. Uh, I started watching Blackish because I saw that they also did oh, okay. five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that they did. Never a lot heard of, of this show, or yeah, didn't never heard of it. Uh, Anthony Anderson, what's he? Hang do? time, hang time, hang. coming together. He, did he do hang like time. SNL for a bit or no? No, no. Is, is he from Mighty Ducks? No, I, I think I know I've seen him from something. In it wasn't Departed. He was in the Chappelle show and like one or two sketches. I, I swear I've seen him on something. Hang time. I've never seen that show. No, yeah. you, of course you have. You no. watched it after California <laughs> Dreams and Say by the Bell? No. Anyways, I feel like I've seen him something. Did is, you watch any of those? Is he a good burger? No, that's the, you're th- you keep you're, you're referencing another Keenan Tom- act. Keenan Thomas. Com- Thomson, oh, yeah. I know I've seen this guy. That's something. the SNL guy. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good burger. burger guy. Okay, yeah. So I'm, I guess I'm getting him confused with him. He's been in a lot. No, he has been in a lot. Yeah. He's been around, and and, yeah. and really, like Keenan Thompson and him probably started at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like I've seen him something like in like not for like a while. Like I didn't know. Like when I saw yeah. him now, I'm like, well, that's what he looks like now. Like it would have been like. 20 years ago. I bet you watched Hang Time and you forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I watched the first three episodes, so I'm going to rush through them uh, together. Yeah. Blackish season one, The Prank King. Uh, Dre's family's losing their Halloween spirit. Lots of pranks on display here. Six pumpkins out of 10. I'm kind of, it's kind of, I don't know if I would watch this outside of Halloween. Maybe I would. It's not, it's not okay. bad. Um, it's definitely better than Last Man Standing. So first episode kind of, you know, starts out pretty good. Uh, Blackish season two, Jack Doe Lantern 2015. Uh, this is, uh, I guess you find out there's a yearly battle, um, not pranks, unfortunately. It's more fisticuffs where they're street, kind of they're, they're, I guess they're kind of like the upper class and yeah. then they have their cousins that are kind of living in the, you know, the inner city, whatever. And, um, the, the street smart cousins and they come and every Halloween they beat them up and steal their candy, but the family's <laughs> prepared this time and, you know, you get the battle, but yeah, it, nah, I don't know. And then this also, um, I guess uh, his wife Rainbow, I think, is her character's name. Um, I guess she's this year. All these you know punk kids are coming and stuff's getting broken. Like it's like not a fun Halloween for her because she's all about like it's the Halloween spirit. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna give this one five pumpkins out of ten. Didn't like okay. as much again. You, you lost the pranks. I don't care about kids yeah. fighting. Now Blackish season three, The Purge from 2016 is my favorite episode. I, I did watch them all. I'm gonna talk about the rest next episode. Yeah. This might be a recommendation next year. Right. I had a lot of fun with this. So I guess Dre, it opens up Dre's uh, Anthony Anderson's character and his son's now getting older and he dunks over him and he shoves his nuts in his face as he's <laughs> doing it, knocks him over and gets some video and it gets all, it becomes this viral video. It's and a facial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, so he's getting ripped on Wait, and everything. Legit? When you dug legit. Up? All right. <laughs> <laughs> and his son sends him like a gift and at work and he's open in front of his buddies. He's like, oh, see, so, you know, he's apologizing. He sent me a gift and he opens up and it's a bunch of nuts, <laughs> case of nuts. So he's getting ripped on. and But he comes up with this this prank. Well, you can't. What if you sent and someone was allergic? He could have killed someone. So he pretends his buddy um, died from it and he actually like, Rents out a whole the whole <laughs> funeral home. thing. That's actually kind of fun. Um, anyways, and then there's there's yeah, I don't want to give that away, but it keeps on going on and on. It gets great, and like he died, and then he's haunting him from the grave, and it's really creative. So, 
Um, so I, I, I realize like Tracy Ellis Ross is in this too, right? Like the mom. So Diane yeah, that's, that's rainbow. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know who she is. She's hilarious. Seen, okay, yeah. She's good in this. Yeah. I liked her. Yeah. The best character is actually, I don't know who the actress is and maybe you would know where is the grandma is a lot of fun and she's kind of the best part of this one. So I guess Janine, who was like, she was the blonde girl from mad TV. Do you know who I'm talking oh, about? Oh, um, is she the voice of on family guy? Maybe. Um, Anyway, she's mm-hmm. she's been in this show, and I guess she's kind of like the head of maybe like the neighborhood committee or something. But I guess this after last season where Halloween went bad, they've come up with the idea. Well, what if we have like Nicole Mischief Sullivan? Oh, okay, maybe Nicole Sullivan. Yeah. Um, they have. Well, what if Mischief Night we make like petty crimes legal just to let all the kids get out of their systems, yeah. so then Halloween won't be so bad. And the grandma hears about this, and she's like, "I just saw a documentary called The Purge." <laughs> um, and then so she's like, "Fucking come out!" And she's like. It's crime is legal. She's got puts on the mask, and then she's like, "No, no, it's supposed to be petty crime." Is this the same episode? Yeah, this is all the same. So this is the other all side right. story. Um, and then so yeah, it's That's like a the, great B yeah. story. Yeah, it's the purge, and people are doing crazy stuff, and it gets out of control. And now I'm gonna check this out. This I, I had this is yeah, this is I'm gonna give it eight pumpkins out of oh, ten. Oh wow, I had, okay. Uh, I had a blast of this. So so far, I found at least two episodes this month that uh, what was I the really other one uh, the. Gravity Falls one. Yeah, oh, Halloween yeah. is pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a blast with this. Again, I don't know. Like, the show's funny. Like, I, I don't know. I might watch it. It's not something I'm going to run I've out actually, and buy, but... uh, like, this is, again, something I, I've got a, a couple people that I know have watched this. And mm-hmm. I, like, I think Tracy Ellis Ross, I've always seen her doing things on, like, yeah. a sitcom or. Yeah. Like, it's a bit part, or she's on a talk show, or she's. Her Hot Ones episode is Great. fucking hilarious. Like they, they play off and each other. And well, she's yeah. Diana Ross's oh, that's daughter. Cool. Yeah, that's I didn't cool. know that. Uh, so she does have an interesting look. Like there's something about her that you know you're like, hmm. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. They, 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 it's fun. Nice. I watched. Uh, it would have been a good double feature with uh, Kathy's Curse from '77, uh, The Child, which I guess is an Italian movie where this young lady goes to this house uh, to take care of this young daughter whose mom just passed away. The young girl can pretty much raise the dead to do her bidding by feeding them cats and other uh, okay. blood animals. It had some great atmosphere, almost like a Let's Scare Jessica to Death, where this one girl kind of goes to this uh, yeah. thing and kind of like, what's going on? What's happening here? The plot is pretty much what I just told you. It doesn't really yeah. go much farther than that. But they have a bunch of like zombies kind of being brought up from the dead, which is kind of cool. There's some gore. Still didn't really hit the mark, so I'm giving it a six pumpkin. This is another one part of this. So the thing yeah. I was trying to think of, it's called the American Horror Project. Oh, okay. So they did volume one. This is part of volume two. Yeah, like oh. Let's Scare Jessica to Death is almost like an anomaly of that working. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I really like that film. Yeah, yeah. I really, Let's Scare Jessica. This is not... Just the atmosphere. That's because it's kind of great because you don't know what's happening. This yes. they put it right down on Front Street. Like within the first five minutes, she is handing a kitten to a grave, and then like a hand comes out from behind the grave too, and just kind of yum 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 yum. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. So it's not. Anyways, uh, they don't say yum 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 yum. yum. <laughs> just uh, not to give anything away because that'd be like, okay, I'm in this movie. <laughs> so to go all Maddie, yum 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 yum. I love kittens. <laughs> Who do you want me to kill there, <laughs> child? So to go all matty on you, I got my ass fix. Oh, yeah. With the ass fix. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Uh, from 1973. I love this movie. You didn't, oh, you didn't like it? I don't under... So I need you to explain. Okay. 
why like <laughs> with an aspect what what would no no i ended up with uh, like <sighs> i just struggle i struggled with it i i i ended up actually i started this three days earlier and and i just like the lead character is terrible in this like uh i like the concept a lot it's like a great kind of twilight zoney mm. episode where okay um when you die or when you're just about to die, this asphyx is going to come out and it's going to be the thing that actually kills you. So if we can isolate this asphyx and put it in a box, you will survive. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love that. They don't do much with that. Like, like they, they have all these scenes where they're isolating the asphyx, but I, I feel like it's pretty stage play throughout the whole thing. That the Asphyx looks like a Muppet character, uh, and I don't. I, I I honestly didn't. I I struggled with this movie. I didn't understand. Oh, I love it. I might. It's mm. in my top one hundred, maybe. I don't know. Is yeah, it? I, I, really I, like I haven't seen it. I feel we've talked about Asphyx a lot. Well, I've watched like it a couple like, of times. Whenever, yeah, I'm a big fan. So so mm. uh, like what I I uh, I guess I just. I don't. I did. I. I just didn't understand. Other than the concept, and it's shot. Actually, well, once they they realize now, you're pretty much under. You can't be. You can't be killed. Right? You can though. Like they're already showing that. Like if if someone gets beheaded or someone, you're gonna have a terrible life. Well, what happens if if this? They never delve into the actual issue of like whatever happens uh, if something bad happens. What if someone burns you? Like that's gonna be a terrible life. Well, that's kind of like the tales from the crypt story, right? So, so mm. like, there's a yeah, yeah, and I just feel like it doesn't explore that. It it glosses over that. Also, as a filmmaking thing, it's it's a in the 1800s, and he's got a film camera for the first time, and they're showing he's he's seeing the asphyx in this this black thing. Mm. So that's where he's starting to think. Well, his son and. I, I don't know, daughter, soon soon to be daughter in law, are, are riding around in a rowboat, and then he gets hit by a tree, and he's filming it. So they go back later to see what happened and see how it happened. This is the big thing. Well, he's filming. So instead of just like seeing this thing and then maybe a ghostly apparition in the corner, they close up on this guy's face. Well, the camera can't fucking do that. Why? Why is the camera going? There? And there's all these bad filmmaking things that just drive me fucking crazy. Um, and and it, it was mostly in the first half of the movie, and that's why it got me out of it with the film camera, the camera taking photos. It's, it, uh, yeah, I, I, I just I love this concept so much. I, I just wish they could have explored it more. I do think the ending I think they do a lot of interesting things, great. though, where things go wrong during the process. Yes, yes. I, I like all those, uh, like the setup with the the... The daughter and 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 the the son-in-law at the end actually kind of redeem this for yeah. me. But I, but I, and I don't think you need to explore. Like if you can do that and you're immortal, but you're not immortal. You're not really worried about being burned up. Like let's be honest, you could live 500 years or whatever and not burn burn in a fire. But if you if you if you if you could eliminate that, the chances of you surviving for the next 500 years are pretty good, unless like there's an apocalypse. If you just live your daily life, you're not thinking like, well, I don't want to do this because what happens But even if, if I... they show him at the end, which I love, they show him in modern times, and he's fucking decrepit and 
and and and terrible looking. Well, yeah, that's you, he's still aging, so pain would be there. And they show that in the end scene, but they never they never even. But again, I think that's the whole point of it, right? It's supposed to be that like he's not thinking of that, and terrifying. at the end is the, you know, it, the comeuppance. It's I, not I, like they're showing it as like. I just you know, think he, he dramatically, right like it's just like poorly done with the the the, the conversation. Anyways, I'm I'm gonna uh, I think I'm gonna give five point five. I, it oh, looks wow. beautiful. Um, mm. That was the other element. Like whoever shot this, it it looks incredible. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a British British horror. Um, How'd you watch this? I think it's on Canopy right now. Oh, nice. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna give it a six. I'm gonna. Give I it still six. think it's one of the more creative scripts out there like when I, I can't think of too many films like this that it feels like a twilight zone or black yeah. mirror episode like i i, I the Tales concept the Kryptonian, yeah. uh, i love and that's why i i'm gonna put i'm giving it a six because i i'm curious to rewatch this but i just feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna conceptually underwhelm me again mm-hmm. of where, where that's it could yeah go. i almost bought like both of you guys just for not this year but like one year for christmas because yeah. i'm like there's it, no it, way it, you guys are not gonna enjoy this. yeah I, honestly like british <laughs> Uh, high concept thing. Uh, the biggest thing is I I I so dislike the lead performance in this. I oh, think it's so a... miscalculated. But I think even him, you're not supposed to like. At least by the end, like you start I halfway through the film, you start like not liking him. I don't I think, think it's not about be. unlikable or whatever. I think he's playing every hmm. scene wrong. Hmm. Uh, in this like theater. Sort of way that I don't. I, actually, everyone in this movie I, I felt was kind of like miscast. Not to, just like bad. Yeah. Uh, so that plus the it kind of has that yeah. Frankenstein mm-hmm. to the story too. I mean, as a scientist doing, I love the shit that I, again. I love the concept. I, all I could think about is like fucking remake this movie right now. It could be amazing. Yeah. So uh, based on one of Kyle's recommendations for uh, best um, releases, I uh, I fucked up. <laughs> and I watched uh, Neon Demons, no, uh, Neon Maniacs. Yeah, from uh, I like that one. 1986, but I watched it on Tubby. Oh, so the, the the transfer was pretty rough. So I didn't oh. see a lot of what I wanted. Mm. Again, Tubby's usually pretty good. I know. Usually that's why I started. It's watching. funny. I recommended that, and yeah. when I saw your rating, I looked at my letterbox rating isn't great. But I remember just like I need to rewatch it again because I remember mm. like. I don't remember it just like maybe out to next October we'll do it. I yeah. think this would be a perfect beers and movies night. I just watched, it, but it was like uh, the transfer wasn't that great. I'm like I don't know. Like, so, I, I, I should have stopped this, but I've always like twenty minutes. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to finish this. The plot's not there, but you have a like thirteen to fourteen different style monsters yeah. coming out of nowhere. And the ending, the ending is killing. fantastic. Yeah, right? yeah. Like the, it's a Halloween dance. It was a battle of the that. bands. Yeah. So I got yeah, a, it was fun. I like, got an idea for next year. Sorry to cut you off, yeah, but no next worries. year. If we did pizza and beer here, yeah, projected on there, and then did the episode. Oh yeah, that would be like an eight-hour day. I can't even stay awake past <laughs> like, ten. Imagine, yeah. I, I had this idea, and I was like, "We're gonna be so sloppy and terrible." Yeah, yeah. I, I but, think even starting when we do by the end, when we get to this point. <laughs> been here for four hours already guys you guys are usually shit faced yeah, yeah, by yeah, the yeah, end exactly. usually i am too off my yeah. one beer but 
Um, so I, I was giving this one, wait. I think like a seven pumpkins. Oh, so I, still. I, 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 I want to check it out in a decent quality as well. I, I, I might thinking. watch that this, because I, I totally forgot about it mm-hmm. when I pulled my. Um, no, actually, list. I think 6.5 is my uh, score. 6.5. So I've been wanting to dive into Jean Roland. Oh yeah, uh, French. He's this weird French uh, filmmaker who it's like a mix of art, house, and exploitation. Like he's talented, but he does like sleazy films. But then there's definitely an artness to them too. Um, so I saw Fascination last year. I remember enjoying it. I'm going to try to watch that again this year. Maybe I, it was a couple I thought years of, ago. I, I thought about. I think a couple of them on Criterion. They're on actually. Criterion, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I started off with um, The Grapes of Death from 1978, which I heard this is kind of the best one to start off with. It's mm-hmm. most maybe mainstream. Um, but yeah, it, it opens up. This girl's on this train. She's going home to her, I think, fiance, boyfriend. Uh, anyways, he owns a winery. Uh, Terrible. <laughs> Let us know if he's the fiance or boyfriend, or you're done. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But uh, she doesn't make it there because this guy gets on the train um, and sits like the whole train's empty, and he comes and sits right across from her, and he's kind of got like this gross, kind of like blistery thing. And then next, like she's like kind of, and then next thing you look. There's like, I don't know how they did, but there's like all these dots on the screen. They start leaking. I'm um, actually, my skin is starting to crawl and get itchy to think about it. Yeah. You know that? Like, I can't handle that kind you of stuff. You don't do body horror very well. This is the grossest zombies. Like, they're blistery and oozing and like, it looks great. Mm-hmm. But I, my skin can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, it makes it that much more terrifying, the zombies in this. Anyways... Um, she runs off. He comes after her. She runs by her friend. She sees dead on the train. So she pulls the train, uh, the brake runs off the train and yeah, ends up in this house. And then like they're infected there. And the fucking, they don't even go to the like vineyard. Well, just fucking. Anyways, there's this dad and daughter and then he's fucking acting crazy. And she's like, <laughs> I yeah, he's, he's, I got upset there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. They don't even go to a vineyard. <laughs> well, the way, it all plays into yeah, it yeah, without yeah, spoiling yeah. too much. But yeah, like anyway, she gets his house and there's a dad and daughter combo and she's, he's all acting weird. She's like slapping her when she tries to leave. But then she goes up and she's like, no, my dad's crazy. You know, we got to escape. Everyone is infecting this town. She ends up in this other town. The whole town is all, and they, they it, it makes you, it's more of a, it's not really zombie. It's more of like this 28 days infection where you're like still fast and like you just want to kill and do terrible things. Mm-hmm. And then there's this, she runs in the, there's this woman there and she's like not infected, but she's just an evil bitch. And like, I, was, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really dug this movie again. I Maybe it lost a little steam by the end. Um, but, and she runs into two, these two guys, um, and they're a lot of fun. This older guy and this other—I don't know. They're, they're a lot of fun, though. Just the dialogue between them, and I—I I, I could see Adam digging them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go seven and a half pumpkins okay, out of ten. Okay, Again, right? it was like missing that one thing to really mm-hmm. put it over. But I'm—I'm I'm definitely gonna try to get through. Not all of his films. I mean, I, it doesn't help that his films are named like Rape of the Vampire, The Nude Vampire, all this <laughs> stuff. And like, there's not that much nudity. Like this scene, ha- this movie has like maybe one scene of nudity. It's not that much. Like, it, I don't know. From what I've seen, they're not that. They're not like porn or anything. Um, yeah, they, uh, like I've I've heard that it, he's just the guy that bridged all these worlds and and got his movies made by like fleecing, uh, like making people think that they yeah. were basically yeah. in, in pseudo pornos. 
Like there's a documentary I think that's you mentioned fascination a couple year. years ago and I, I thought about well that's the famous one where the woman's running with the what is it called a scimitar or whatever the huge a sickle sickle oh yeah what the fuck's a scimitar is that a sword I don't know anyway yeah, yeah. sickle sorry um, but uh, yeah I, I I could maybe see this being your thing I don't know I, I think know, you should, yeah, I think you guys should check good. him out because he's, he's got like ten or fifteen films of most when of them the, are on Criterion the, the final cast all just say Vin at the end instead of Finn. Maybe actually. <laughs> uh, so uh, Kyle uh, featured this on the last episode. This has been something that's been on my list for, and I don't know why. Like he 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 told me this wasn't gonna be my thing, uh, but I, I've had this on my list for maybe four years now. The McPherson tape from 1989. Ooh. This is basically shot uh, on on uh, VHS. VHS. It's supposed to be. A birthday party in 1983, and the aliens come in, and it's shot initially like I kind of love all the. It's shot like you're watching an old video. I too. like that. Yeah, the opening. It does mean it's like hard to see I, at times. I, that's why yeah. I dig VHS the uh, anthology because it feels like it's actually an old timey VHS. I haven't seen this, but it's, uh, I it's you worth might check out. Yeah, like I, I don't. You it's m- only an hour, so it might be worth my time. I think it's worth your time. Like yeah. it is kind of like considered like the the, the grandfather fa- yeah, of yeah. F- found footage. Mm-hmm. That's why I had it on there, even though I don't like found footage. Yeah. It makes no sense. But uh, what I instantly I kind of go, this feels like you're watching mm-hmm. someone's home videotapes. I do love the grandma too. Yes, <laughs> and she's so she's the best natural. actor. Yeah, like she. Yeah, she. I, I totally thought that. Like, which is kind of funny because they probably like, oh, let's get, just get grandma to come in here, and she's like the best. She's better one than everybody. Yeah, yeah by and far. and honestly, the first scene, I totally buy it. I totally yeah. buy that you're watching a VHS tape. The second they go outside. It, it stretches. It, it stretches that believability. Now, I think when you first see the aliens, that's that's pretty good. Like way in the yeah, distance, you yeah. see a little bit of movement. It's so grainy and whatever. Does it uh, kind of uh, remind you of that scene in Nope where they had like the kids? No, whatsoever. Right? Like, all right. No, no. It's so much worse. The filmmaking. Fair it's, enough. It's honestly, it looks like Uncle Jerry is filming something that you would all right. like. Uh, but what I I I love and hate about this movie is it's so naturalistic. The sections they're they're having to do the big events they're terrible at. Mm-hmm. No one can mm-hmm. act that way. No one knows what to do in those situations, which is so bizarre because they're so the the camera rarely cuts. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of like oneers. Yeah, um, which doesn't help anybody. The worst part <laughs> is is like. They see aliens and then they come home and they're all like freaked out. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, let's, let's just have the down. birthday let's cake. Let's have the birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, like something else crazy happens. And then they're like, let's play cards. Yeah, let's play cards. Oh let's my God. That made aliens my brain explode. I am fucking, that's, I'm not sleeping. I'm getting out of the hell. I'm figuring out what I'm doing. Like, we got to yeah. get Your life has completely changed at that point. Yeah. You're, you're not worried you're about the birthday party. You know it. Yeah. They it fucked up the, the, the structure of this film should have been. And then the aliens at the end, like when they actually show them close up looks like shit. Yeah. When yeah. they're walking in. They should have kept it afar. Now, and, hey, I'm, I'm willing yeah. to forgive that. The structure of the film though, if they go, they're sitting around the table. Yeah. Some weird thing happens outside. But they don't see anything. So they go back inside. Birthday they have birthday cake. cake. There's some weird noises on yeah. the roof. Then they play cards. Then they start shooting at the, no. the, the yeah. aliens. Then there's like some 
telekinesis yeah. shit going on. It's so easy to see mm-hmm. how this turns into an actual good film. Well, what's the best scene from Signs? That fucking yeah. shaky camera thing with the scene? Mm. It's like watching that, that scene and watching this, it's like someone could do something really cool with this. Mm-hmm. Yes. A found footage with alien if you do it smart. And I agree, like, and what you said. honestly, yeah. like, uh, I, I don't also knock them for this. No one had done anything no. like this. And yeah. this is, like, no budget. But wait, like, it's... The Bigfoot Patterson. That's is that something or no? It's the Patterson video of Bigfoot. Well, that's true, so it's different. Okay, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know anything about. That. I'd like to beat her. Anyways, I'm going to give this five. I'm gonna know, give I it think five. that's what I gave it around there. Yeah. I think you might have gone lower. Maybe five and a half. Oh, lower. Yeah, okay, I think maybe. You yeah. Uh, uh, maybe I'll check it out this week. Uh, because it was Thanksgiving in Canada, I decided to watch a uh, House Part Three called The Horror Show. Okay. The reason I decided to watch this is because there was this great scene where the turkey turns into um, I forget the name of the actor. An onion. Kane Hodder? No. No, Kane Hodder's the pizza face, right? The Horror Show. Yeah. Isn't Kane Hodder in the Horror it, Show? No, it is. Uh, Byron James. Yeah, Byron James is Max Jenke. Do you remember this? It's House 3. Yeah, I, th- I thought, sorry, I thought Kane Hodder wasn't a bit part in that one, too. I know who you're no. talking about, yeah. The, the guy, the bad guy from Tangle and Cash. You got it, you got it. So as they like, kind of like turkey, he actually is a face of the turkey, this. Anyways, what I love mostly about like uh, slasher movies is the end, when the final girl is running through the campsite or running through the haunted house or running through the uh, shopping mall, and all the bodies are falling out in different ways, and oh, you yeah. see all the, uh, the carnage happen. This happens in the first like 20 minutes of this movie, where Lance Hendrickson is like a cop who's going in after this like hardcore a murder who's murdered over 120 different people and there's like hands in like the a deep fryer there's people in the fridge there's a head on the table with written in ketchup says like blue plate special that's a really fun movie it is a great i, I had a it had nothing to do this. with house three no, like i think they took not. that into the name on that's why I watched it the best is one. so like hardcore but like almost like a like a, a 80s action movie it's like shocker but yeah have you seen shocker no okay it's pretty much that but mm. a better version of that they as they go, they, they capture this fella after he's not only like killed his partner, but cut off his legs and his arms and just leaves a torso for him to find and say, like, you get this motherfucker, <laughs> Lance Hendrickson, you get him good. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's this movie is like an 80s action movie, but with a, a real serial killer who somehow gets electrocuted and becomes a ghost serial killer who pretty much harasses Lance Hendrickson and his family. They don't believe him. They think he's losing his mind, so they kind of frame him for the murder of his daughter's boyfriend. This is almost like a Don't Breathe 2 where it should not have been House 3. Yes, yes. I think it, it wasn't. Like, it, I think it, it was... It, it's called The Horror Show. And yeah. I think then like International took it and made it House 3 or something. Mm. Like This movie is a ton of fun and how uh, over-the-top and gratuitous it is, it, just in violence alone. I don't think it's much like a nudity, but it's just like... Silly in its violence. Yeah. I'm going to 7.5 Pumpkins. It's a yeah. blast, man. Best of the house movies for sure. It almost made my 100 like a uh, top 100. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's cool. By the way, Kane Hodder is in part two as a gorilla, and he's in part four. That's what I'm thinking of, where he's the 
he's they get a pizza and his face is in the pizza. It's like this weird oh, nightmare scene or something. Fair he enough. Does, I think he does like even like a slogan or something as he's the pizza. <laughs> All of these pizza. sound anyway. <laughs> this one sounds more interesting. No, this, 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 this is, is way better. Like this is like the only one that's good. Part two has an interesting idea where they like, travel back in time and mm. shit's just not good. And then yeah, part four is unwatchable. Yeah, this one is the only one that's actually not supposed to be in the Which franchise. makes sense because this is not part mm. of the series really, yeah. Um, did you watch any more? I, I did. Uh, so I watched uh, Kyle's pick, so I'm not going to lose a point. Ah, hey, wonder what, what uh, is this no, coming oh. Bur- Burial Ground <laughs> from oh, 1981. Wow. Oh, man. You really uh, uh, buried the lead on this one. <laughs> he's waiting. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I actually, uh, so the night before, I, I, I thought, oh, I'm missing something. And I, because it's in this fucking... The burial ground is in a Harry Potter case. I forgot about burial ground. Oh, no. It almost worked. Yeah. Uh, But I I did watch it. I I think I watched it at 8 o'clock yesterday. It was like my prime time movie of the night. (laughs) My God, did I hate this movie. Oh, man. I am not surprised. Uh, This is my least favorite movie I've watched during uh, uh, Shocktober. And it takes me no pleasure in uh, saying this. And, and, And... I, I, I've I, there's been a couple that have yeah. been Kyle related, and I don't want to like um, Kyle, uh, who was sitting in front of me, has often brought me movies that have been. Well, this one was out ma- of your wheelhouse, but this is terrible. This, oh, it's amazing. No, it it, it <laughs> here's the thing: you like it because of the bad movie stuff with the. the no, I think I the think dwarf, the zombie stuff is even great. But it's the zombies look hour, cool. They look like semen. They got they have sickles and that too and <laughs> like, shit. And, they look like they've been like. Someone it, like just has covered their face in paper mache with like. I think it looks cool. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like you get a lot of that. The opening sequence is cool. The professor, he's yeah. he's. No, I, and I love too. Doesn't it, is it, it opens or ends and it has a spelling mistake? <laughs> uh, I didn't notice. In the, that. The, it in says the, in the quote. Wait, wait. Does it say the Ned? Something I did in the quote. So, so it opens up. This professor, he's exploring these Etruscan caves, and instantly these zombies come up. I'm kind of like, oh, this is cool. And then you got this cool villa, and and what's happening is all of these guests are supposed to arrive to meet the professor, and oh man, I'm just laughing. <laughs> the and, kid. That, the what? kid, like that's why everyone loves this movie. The kid's barely in the fucking movie. Ah, oh, he's he's got some barely great stuff. in the fucking movie. This is the whole thing. Yes, the 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 the, wait, the, wait, wait, wait. the dwarf <laughs> playing the child, uh, Peter Bark. There, there's no yeah. such thing as uh, small roles. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, is totally bonkers. It's totally out. You've never seen anything. There's this eat a pull, incestual relationship between him and his mother, that makes no sense. Uh, and those scenes are bonkers, and you're like, "What the fuck am I watching?" But they're bar- that's barely the movie. Most of the movie is zombies moving slow that look. They're great. I would say this is like top looking, ten yeah. Italian zombies. That's insane. Like they they look like paper mache nothings. Like when they're in the light, it's they're not. They don't look that like that great. And and like the the guys that are sort of this li- movie's actually living. getting a 4K release this year because it's Ooh. so popular. Because it's bad. People like bad <laughs> shit. I don't understand this. This movie is got all the dialogue, the dubbing, which I like some stuff that that is dubbed. I can look past it. Ooh, the audio levels of the fucking dubbing is all over the place someone's voice is loud then someone's voice is not loud it sounds like they're connected to the actual person 
Oh, man, I love this movie. Drove me crazy. <laughs> the whole thing drove me crazy. I was so bored. Oh, Unbel- and I never use the word bored. Manny knows this. I hate that mm. explanation. But it has so much atmosphere, too. And- with what? Sunlight and... And no, there's a, it's, the whole movie is at nighttime, most of it. The, the nighttime stuff in the house is shot with covers on the windows in the day. I guarantee, other than the stuff shot with the zombies, those few shots where the woman's looking out the window, nothing else. Zombies getting the farm tools and slaughtering all the people. And, and uh, I, I do like the poo that comes out of people instead of the, the, uh, the blood. It's it's like mud comes out of the zombies, which actually makes sense. That 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 is like yeah. a, a point that I kind of liked. It's like zombie, but everything is worse and stupider. Uh, there's some great lines. Well, you know, yeah, you didn't like zombie monsters. either, right? Well, no, I give zombie like a seven or a seven point five. Yeah. I just like zombies a a good movie made by someone that knows how to make movies. This is a fucking schlock. Amateur oh, hour. Oh, you're gonna have a hard time with tourist trap, baby. Uh, <laughs> no, tourist trap is different. I oh, yeah, it's very is... different. I'm curious what you think. Anyway, sorry. Like, anyway, this, this is the like, score is great. That yeah. I'll give it that. The score. This is a bad yeah. movie, but I, I just like I think there's a lot to like in it too. Yeah. I didn't think it would be Adams, but I was also hoping he'd find some fun. But I guess not. Like, I, I I went into this being like, oh, this is gonna be like a like maybe a cool giallo or. It's not that. And then it was like, oh, maybe this will be sleaze. No, it's quickly not that. And once people are they're running on the lawn, and and it's just like, how the... Just kill these fucking idiots. They're so dumb. Just oh, man. Is it, they're all rocking, like, mustaches. They're totally Italian <laughs> awesome. One, one dude rocks a mustache in this whole movie. And <laughs> It's a kid. The guy who's <laughs> playing the kid rocks a mustache. So, yeah, there, there is a great trailer yeah. of the kid, uh, Peter... Peter Bark or Peter Barchelel, yeah. uh, that it's just his movie. I watched that after I was like, that is 7.5 stars. The actual movie is 3.5. Oh, wow. So, what did you give it? 3.5? I hated this movie. I hated this movie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was like. So, I don't know. If we're doing bad movie nights, Adam was. No, I don't like come. bad movies. Like, I just oh, don't. I, I I rarely find. How, have you seen House by the Cemetery by Lucio Fucci? Uh, no, I'm, I've got that on my. Uh, yeah, you might dig that. Yeah, that's. Well, so the know. the difference is with uh, Fucci is a good filmmaker that has to make schlock for whatever reason, like either his own disposition or the money that he's getting, whatever his reason was. I don't know. He knows how to make a movie. Whoever made this movie, I don't even know the director. I'm not even mentioning his name because yeah. I don't give a fuck because it's just. Garbage. It's like the room. I don't really care about the room. I, I, I'm interested in how the room was made, but those scenes, like there's a f- mm-hmm. few funny scenes, and then I get fucking bored. I never get bored. Bored is not a thing when I'm watching movies. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a bad Ineptitude is not yeah. a good sign. <laughs> it's like, the same director that did Strip Nude for Your Killer, a Jalo, Cry of a oh. Prostitute, um, Melabimba, the No, he, he's running story. the type. Yeah. I uh, watched a Halloween Kills for the first time. Okay. Wait a second. So and he going... also did Three Ninjas Knuckle Up in 1993. What, <laughs> what the I, fuck? I have seen that. Uh, Three Ninjas Knuckle Up? <laughs> Somehow he came to America. Is that a and did thing? Like, yeah. Oh. There's three Three Ninja movies. There's even there more than thousand. that. Then they did yeah. the Hulk Hogan one on Thunder Mountain. And uh, then yeah. I think they kept on doing those. Like Three Ninjas kicked It's back just weird because he did all yeah. these Italian films, and then he comes and does two films in the early 90s, and one of them is... 
Three ninjas. Weird. Anyways. <gasps> Did they actually have like children play the ninjas or were they like yeah, little Peter people Park. play the ninja? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Doesn't he look like Argento though? Yeah. As a child? Uh, the the kid in 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 uh, Bur- I haven't Barogra? seen this sober, so I couldn't say anything about this. <laughs> I should probably go back and watch it. I'd have to be. I was so so so. I hadn't had a uh, a drop. You're super sober, and uh, maybe that was a mistake. Yeah, but Kyle, I think we watched this like coming back from a bar one night when I was like in my cups and like oh, this movie's amazing. I feel like so far our picks aren't working out on each other. Yeah. Have any of us? No, like, oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. liked a Leg- Legend of Hell House. Oh, yeah. I like people Tom and Kathy's Curse, so I can't say okay. anything. Okay, so maybe yeah, you just didn't like this one. This one was the only one. Yeah, I yeah, I guess yeah. I'm you just haven't liked any of the. Yeah, no, I, I haven't hated, it, but yeah, I haven't. I haven't found anything. I don't think I've given anything over a seven yet. Are you gonna watch Halloween Kills this week? Yes. Do you want to talk about it next week? Because we're getting a bit long in the tooth, aren't we right now, guys? Oh, just finish. Uh, Halloween Kills. Yeah. Anyways, this movie is just based on like people saying the quotable lines like, all right, guys, tonight. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> like, oh, this one's for you, Mike Myers. And he pulls a gun out and just, it was empty. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this movie was definitely like uh, try, people trying to quote lines saying with bravado. What's that yeah. called when they do like these moves? Like, this is going to be like in the trailer, like tonight. Evil die. I don't know if yeah. there's a anyway, way of describing it. It was a it was a bit of a rough watch. I'm gonna give it a. I don't know. I'm surprised you didn't like this. I I, I think I'm going to give it like six point five pump. I didn't hate it, but mm. it's just like him being super violent, killing mm. people. I don't know. I think they do some interesting things. I, I hated the fact like anybody who was like the uh, people in the original films could not act. No, they're like, terrible. They were, oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people in this had a hard time with the roles they were given. Like, Even the people that aren't those people. like yeah, uh, there's a lot of bad hamming it Like up. Anthony Michael Hall yeah. is rough in this. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, yeah, that was my... Well, yeah, I don't think either of you are going to like the next one. Though. Well, we'll see. <laughs> From we'll what see. I've heard, if you didn't like Kills, you're probably not going to like the next one. Um, I've heard it's even more divisive. Um, where they went with it. Um, I, I finished off the night with another Jean Roland, uh, The Iron Rose, 1973. Um, these these people kind of meet across from each other at a party um, and kind of have, have this romantic thing. They decide they're going to go hang out in a graveyard. I don't know if that's huh. a thing uh, there. Um, and uh, they go down into this tomb where they're like, ah, oh, we can go here. It's quiet. Because there's like weird people roaming the graveyard too. Um, and they, they go down there and they come up and it's now nighttime and they're lost and, um, yeah, they can't get out of this graveyard. That's a plot of this film. I was kind of excited that more weird shit would happen or ghosts or something. It doesn't like the woman just kind of becomes weird and stuff. And the, the guy's just being a dick. This is one where there is kind of like unnecessary nudity thrown in here and there. Like, oh, let's just fuck on these skeletons and stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. This one didn't do it for me. <laughs> it didn't kill my roll-in motivation because, I, again, I remember enjoying Fascination, so I'm going to revisit that one. There's another one that's supposed to be really good. It looks more my thing. Um, but unfortunately, this one was not my thing at all. I just, I just This is a film where literally nothing happens. Um, again, like I think he's a talented filmmaker, but uh, yeah, I'm going to give it five and a half pumpkins out of ten. I don't have much to say about it. Like, Literally nothing happens in this film, and it's not right. short. Like it's an hour and a half or whatever it is, like standard uh, time. Um, yeah, kind of disappointed in this one. 
so I end my night and end. Uh, I think this is probably it for us uh, for that week. Grim Marchausis. <laughs> I don't even know how to fucking pronounce this. Uh, this is basically they investigate a, a bunch of four fortune tellers that got murders. Uh, this it, again ties into the overarching. Uh, uh, theme of this where you've got an underworld of Vesson Council and all this kind of stuff going on. Uh, another really enjoyable episode. I'm going to give this one 7.5 uh, and that's it for me for the week. That's uh, it for the do, week. Do you have anything else? Buddy? That's it for me. Okay, and I am done as well. Um, so I guess we got to add up our tallies. Oof. And I think this is Adam's week. Uh, what did you do this week, buddy? I did 24 this week. Holy yeah. moly. What'd you guys what did you do? end up doing? Uh, 22.25. Uh, 19.75. Maddie, how are you not in the lead? I keep seeing your... Because uh, you guys are insane. Yeah, you, you, did, you were watching like seven movies. You did <laughs> this week more than three movies a day. Think, I think about that. I think yeah. you did. You had like two or three days yeah. that were insane. And you did more than three movies a day. Like this is yeah. insane. Yeah. Watched, it's a TV show for me. I think those got yeah. points. Yeah, for me, I, I, like, I, I looked at uh, back at last week. This was... The big week for me last year because yeah. the Monday is off. Yeah, and there's nothing going on. That was my big day. Mm-hmm. So, what's your total? Uh, uh, I'm at forty point wow. five. Ooh, I am at a thirty five point five. So I've moved into second place. I'm mm-hmm. at thirty seven point two five. So all of us are still. Staying close. Yeah, this I, is the I, first year we've ever been this close, right? Yeah, but this is insane. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is crazy. Uh, uh, I thought like, like this year. I'm like, yeah, this is my year. I like, feel like we're ah, doing. Less. I did 24 movies this week. Well, fuck <laughs> you. I did 26 movies this week. Fuck you too. I didn't do 26, 22. <laughs> I know, but still, that's yeah. more than three movies a day. Like that's no. that's astronomical. This was a good week for me, but it, again. Like today was already a, not as good as last week. I do. Well, feel, are of we course, doing... because we're recorded for five no, hours today. <laughs> we did last week too, but I feel like this is less than last year, right? Like we're doing a lesser pace. Do you think? I don't gonna... think so. I think you're gonna. Uh, have... I think it's similar. Close. Mm. Close, maybe. I think my first week killed me. Like if I had a better first week, I could have possibly mm. been in the lead. But um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, like uh, I don't know. Uh, no. This is it's a it's a crazy timing. I don't know what's going to happen. Like last year, I went away on one weekend. I had a zero day mm-hmm. on a weekend, and and uh, so you never know what's going to happen. And you still won. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think the thing is on weekends is where you do like an insane amount. Whereas I can't, and I'm mm-hmm. assuming Maddie can't either. Like I can't sit and watch seven movies in a. You know, I can't, I, I, uh, I can't yeah. completely ignore the family. Yeah, I <laughs> you know. I, I so that that's what I that definitely have because yeah. the like. The first two days, my point total last week, yeah. I think was two point five or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and yeah. then and those three days, the weekend days. Uh, but I will say, yesterday, when I watched those three movies that I did not enjoy at all, I was like, ah, mm. oh, fuck. Good. Let's kill that motivation because <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it really it, it matters. Yeah. Like if uh, like today, I I definitely didn't. I didn't get up early. I didn't watch anything on the bike. I did because I was like, "Fuck, those movies sucked." <laughs> so he's got to make terrible movies. So you just gotta give me the, you hate uh, Tourist Trap. If I, I, hate, I think he's gonna like Tourist Trap. I'm predicting, even though it's kind I, of a slasher I think film. I think Tammy will dig it. Anyways, if you yeah. have any questions yeah. or if you want to send us some uh, things, uh, TV shows for us to watch, you can find us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail We're on Instagram at uh, moviecitymaniacs.com. Facebook to search Movie City Maniacs. We have like page, group page. We'll be back. 
continuing with volume three, covering another week. More insanity coming up. More insanity all the time. And, uh, oh wait, did did we say what film we're going to cover next week? We never do. It's a surprise. Okay, cool. Uh, Well, yeah, we'll be back uh, next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Stay scared. Bye. That wasn't that wasn't Dracula at that point, anyways. I started like well, I started off Dracula halfway through and went into something else. It was like Dracula, Peter Laurie, <laughs> Cheech Marin. <laughs>